yeah. Painkiller Already, episode 413. Our guest, Harley, will be coming in the middle of the show at some point. Kyle? These sponsors tonight, Morning Recovery Drink, Get Quip, Stitch Fix, Audible, and Abay. Uh, I believe Taylor and I will be getting some Abay kits here pretty yep. soon, so we'll be able to stop using those inferior products. Uh, Chiz said that he got an Abay kit a while back, and it is much better than what uh, Taylor and I have been using. And uh, and I I wanted an Abay kit. I was I was excited to get one, but I, I hadn't received one yet. And yep. Chiz spoke to them, built a nice relationship with them, and I believe that you know they obviously have come back. And uh, I'm hoping those kits come to Taylor and I so that. You know, we can use so, those on the show. Abay is the filet mignon where what we've been using is like ground chuck. Yeah. And so yeah. we're ready for a, a huge upgrade here. So we're very excited for that. So I can tell you guys are both beaming with energy right Woo! now. You guys, you, you seem so upbeat. You don't. You didn't spend the half hour before the show bitching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely didn't do that. But you guys, you, you seem you seem just to be alive with the sound of music. That's great. I'm so happy this is going well for you guys. Staying fit. Just being happy. I feel fit. I will say that. <laughs> do I do, you? I, I feel like I, I've lost so much weight. I've lost so much weight. I'll wait a day. I, you know, eventually, like, I'll have, like, a more accurate reading when, when water levels aren't fluctuating so wildly. But I've lost pounds and pounds and pounds. It's hard to tell right now because of just the water weight. I, like, I feel like we're going to need to be a few weeks in before we can tell what's, what fat has dropped. I haven't weighed in. I don't expect I've I've I started increasing my caloric intake a week before the competition, you know, because I'm serious like that. I did ten days because I'm more serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did about fifteen years because yeah. I really meant business. <laughs> Kyle, can you lay out what happened yesterday? And I want to reply with what happened in my day. Yeah. Um uh, this this is this is gonna be a good little segment here. So stick around, even if fitness talk might not be your thing. So I had to help a friend move yesterday, and I had to. I'd agreed to do it. It's going to take all day at least, and so I got up at like four in the morning or something. Maybe I, I, it's a little fuzzy, but roughly four, four thirty in the morning. I put my uh, my belt on, and uh, and I was like, you know what? Not even going to fuck around with my phone, like staring at my heart rate all day. That's going to slow me down. Turned the phone off. Went to work moving boxes. There's a lot of shit to move. It, I think it took roughly nine hours of moving. And I wasn't done. It, 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 I did more moving today. So I did nine hours of moving. I got home at like, these are roundabout numbers, but let's just say 3 p.m. after nine or ten hours of moving boxes and hustling around. And it was pitiful. I had earned 707 MEPs. Not pitiful, that, by the way. That is good by most standards. Oh, yeah. By like, anyone's like, standards but this competition. That's Taylor, yeah. To, not to shit on Taylor or Chiz, but neither one of them have earned 700 in a workout yet. I uh, did. Oh, okay. Well, to shit, not to shit on Chiz, but <laughs> yes, 700 is strenuous. 700 is a really long, hard workout. Even if you mm -hmm. max everything out, it's, it's hours. like two and a half, three hours of full maximum burn. So um, I was very disappointed in this, especially when I saw that Woody had done 956 that morning. All in a solid burn, what I call the Yellow River, because he just gets into yellow and he stayed there for like three or four hours, something like that, it's something rough. Horrible. And so, <laughs> and so at and so at four p.m. I started running, and I didn't stop running for a long time. It was maybe nine thirty, ten p.m., maybe five six hours of running, and I was thinking like. Well, I've already made up that little bit of ground that Woody had had picked up this morning. You know, that 250 is long gone. 
I was at like 500 MEPS or something like that, maybe a little more. And, um, and so I, I checked the app to see what Woody was up to. You texted me and said, congratulations on your workout or something. This was, I'll get to that. Okay. Because <laughs> that's, that's after your workout had ended. Yeah. So, so, but, but I look and I see when your workout is about halfway through. And I'm like, motherfucker is going again. He's like <laughs> two and a half hours in. And so I start running hard. All yellow again. I was just about to quit. But I was like, he's, he's going yellow river again. I got to fucking burn. So I, I start running again. I'm running hard again. Going and going and going. And an hour went by. And I checked. And he's still going. And so I went back to running. And an hour went back by. And I looked. And he was still fucking going. <laughs> and I could see like up to the minute updates. So like he's it's not that like he quit 20 minutes ago and it just hasn't updated no he was going two minutes ago hard as fuck and so i i'm just running 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 and finally after five solid hours of burn of solid yellow burn with red streaks like every half There's, hour those are accidents of course, they are. Of course <laughs> yeah they are. i don't mean that all, all of our reds are accidents <laughs> yeah. uh, he finally quits at 1000 227 meps in a single workout and so i'm feeling pretty defeated because i went into this day with like a 1900 18 or 1900 map lead over woody and i'm like well shit he's made up a good amount of that you know he's he's probably made up like 800 of it today and uh and i was thinking about quitting and i texted woody and let me pull up our text conversation i'm not going to reveal anything that you wouldn't want i don't think we said anything weird or Anything you wouldn't want me to say. I said, um, great workout, very impressive. He says, you have no idea. I'm cooling off now. I'm done. And I said, I helped a girl move today. I got shitty meps. He goes, you got 1,300 so far. That's a lot because this was the end of my day. I got 700 in the morning, and I had earned an additional um, 800 at this point in, in, in a single workout. And I said, um, I thought if I started early and I'd be done and I'd get a real workout, but it took all day. Uh, I may be uh, underplaying it a bit, but basically I averaged gray all day, and then I had to start jogging this evening. What he goes, I hit the bike. I rested, then I did it again, the stationary bike. I said, I've been, I've been running since – I said, I've been up awake since 4 or 5 a.m. This is 10 p.m. He goes, I had a nap. And I'm, I know what he means is he took a nap between his awful grueling yeah. workouts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have more shit to move at 6 a.m. You know, in eight hours from now, I have to get back to moving boxes. And Woody goes, good. <laughs> <Smile face." laughs> and that's when I decided the workout wasn't over. <laughs> it, that smiley face made me very upset. <laughs> and so I put all three pairs of my socks back on. <laughs> I put my rain hat back on and I went out into the fucking storm and I ran and I ran and I ran for six more hours. My start of the story. I ran for 10 hours with only breaks to make fucking sandwiches, which were hastily made. It was just bread and pimento cheese and iced water. And so they I weren't good sandwiches. They, oh, they tasted so good because I was so goddamn hungry. Oh. They were so good. And, and by the end of it, I matched, I, I, I beat his workout for that evening, but I was still like 300 meps behind because he had gotten that 956 earlier in the day to my 700. So today I moved boxes again for, I don't know what it was, eight more hours. 
earned really shitty maps again and got like 300 more maps. And so... Is that all, all you got today? 300 maps, something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, you still like, gain. Can I tell my side? Well, by today... I'm not counting all of the early morning stuff. Like, like it, you know, oh, it gets, last night is today. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it's thousands every day or it's, it's well over a thousand every day that I've averaged it. Like, like, please, please give your side of yesterday. Cause I'm so curious. So mine starts earlier than that. It's the, the night before yesterday. This is a Tuesday. I have, I don't, I'm hesitant to call things a migraine, but I had a headache and I was sensitive to light and I was just kind of dreading my second workout. I've been doing two a days. I, my attitude has changed. If you watched this last week, I was Mr. Blue, right? I was kind of afraid of being sore. It's rekindled an earlier version of me where I start workout sore and it's just like, yeah, fuck you and fuck your soreness. It'll wear off mid-workout. That's what happens. And, uh... And I'm getting off topic. The night before, I had this migraine, and I'm kind of like dreading my second session. Kyle offers a ceasefire, right? This is spinning back and forth in my head in a bunch of different ways. If he's offering a ceasefire, perhaps the ceasefire is advantageous to him more so than me. But I mm-hmm. do literally have a migraine right now. There's a ring light staring in my eyes that's killing me as he's offering this ceasefire. I badly want it. This might just be a win-win. He might not be the the Prince of Darkness offering me this disadvantage, disadvantageous deal. I think I added exactly some what it was. And, exactly and, what it was. Right. I, so, I, I didn't like the I didn't like the idea of getting meps on you when you had a migraine. And I, I I was going to spend the evening with a friend. And I I would have loved. I I looked forward yeah. to an evening of relaxation. I hadn't had one all week. So I knew that he was with his friend. And I invented in my head that perhaps the next day he would still be with that friend and that would hurt his ability to earn MEPs. Unbeknownst to me, he was going to spend like fucking 16 hours moving boxes, right? I thought maybe they'd catch up on Trailer Park Boys or something like that. That's a Kyle-like activity, right? We, they, that's a, Yeah. So I'm like, I wake up in the morning having not done a two-a-day the day before. I am 19 years old at this point, and I am like, fucking yeah, let's, let's do this shit, right? I hit it, I hit the Yellow River, and it's just a river of pain. I don't like it. I don't, I, I, the whole time, Chael Sonnen's head is in my head. I th- two things happen. One, I'm either in a flow state where I'm kind of not thinking about anything. I'm halfway through making of a murderer part two. No idea what's happening. I can't keep up with it. I don't know any of the things I watched. You don't know anything. It's just, it's just <laughs> Did he do it or not? I have yeah. nothing is getting absorbed. Nothing, nothing. Out. Here's what I can tell you about making a murderer part two. His new attorney, not that hot, right? That's what I've picked up so far in like the five hours of content I've absorbed through that. I'm just paint. And the other thing that happens occasionally, the things Rogan said and Sonnen said. Chael Sonnen has this thing. It's uh, failure is an option, right? He's like, people tell you failure is not an option. Failure is always an option. Failure is the most readily achievable option. It is right there seducing you the entire time. Anytime you want to fail, you can turn left or you can turn right. Just go left. It's there. It's there softly asking for you to come. And uh, and I just I just say no. I just say no. I just like, yeah. It, like, and it's not that I don't want to. It's that... I, I I know how I grade myself after I back out of something, and it's 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 not where you want to be, right? It feels like a loss. It, it, it if if there's a challenge and I decide, no, I don't think so, then 
the future me will not approve of who you're being. So just you had a great it. tweet the other day where you were like, if you wanted it to be easy, you shouldn't have invited me. And then <laughs> yesterday you poured out just a day where I, I didn't want to troll you too hard, but I'm like, well, Woody has hired Usain Bolt and he's in <laughs> North Carolina now, clearly. Because like I and I was like from the outside looking in, like I wasn't able to work out while I was checking your guys' shit yesterday with all that. And it was like, first of all, I could tell from the numbers updating, I'm like, oh, Kyle must be getting frustrated. I did. And then my second thought was like, how the fuck is Woody doing this right now? It's like, not this that is bad. Bananas. Like once you get into the yellow, maintaining yellow is achievable. You just have to not quit. And, and sometimes I do like little micro quits or something. And then I mm -hmm. see it turn green or get a stripe. And I'm just like, no. I don't see that. I, I see a little stripe of green. But I'm, I was thinking, when does he piss? Oh no! Who's bringing him water? I'm no. barely pissing at all when I'm on the bike. Like I'm sweating it all out. So that piss could be a green. The green stripe could be a piss. I, it don't doesn't do much though. I'm just just going, just going. Oftentimes not thinking, but sometimes thinking about quitting. Those are I, I, I think about nothing or I think about quitting, and I just keep going. I see myself in that fucking yeah. mirror still. Right? You look the same. You know I I. I, I <sighs> Yeah, it's so, way harder to get from like fifty percent to eighty plus percent than it is to just stay eighty plus. Like right. I think is what you're saying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Once I hit eighty, then like holding eighty is not that bad. Um, just, just don't quit. Just go. Uh, it's not my heart. Like I don't feel my heart or my lungs or anything. It's my quads, really, my like quads. And and sometimes I, like I'll give him a rest and I'll push with my hands on the bike. It's like, what are you not cheating? It's a heart rate competition. You could push on your knees all you want right yeah. that's that's allowed and uh yeah and it's just been raining lately so all i've done is like indoor stationary bike shit and when uh, i saw the when i, I just, when i saw the rain clouds come i checked the doppler for north carolina when i saw that coming i thought it was a good <laughs> i thought it was a good thing for me i was like can't run now what you gonna do <laughs> I didn't know there was a stationary no, bike in I'm, your daughter's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually better at the bike that i i um like in terms of mental health, the bike is worse. Like it, it, it breaks me. But in terms of MEPS, it's better. Um, I, I just have uh, a flow on the bike. You should switch to like a comedy show or something like you don't need to like absorb, like I, a plot thing. It's all wasted on me. I, I so I, I was starting to say I thought Kyle yesterday was going to be hanging with his friend, watching Trailer Park Boys or something like that, and. Like it, if you, I used to be a competitive cyclist when I was younger and, uh, uh, you make a move, like you make your break, you time it. And yesterday was my move, right? Yesterday I thought I caught Kyle flat footed and just laid it down. And, uh, and then today, so yesterday I got over 2000 Meps today, 50, five, zero. Does anyone even know what I got? Was it 50 something? Yeah, let me let me pull it up because because it's yeah. We should give the update to everybody as well. The, yeah, the actual score update. Hold off on that, but but um, yeah. Today you got forty nine. <laughs> today you got forty nine, and 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 look. In your defense, I got two hundred forty five. You know, I got like, five hundred and seventy today. Well, congratulations. Oh, good for you. Good for you. You're closing in on. <laughs> so I'm closing in on Chiz, and that's the goal. But the day before, like like Woody, Woody, Woody. I think the the I had like a, a one thousand eight hundred point lead going into yesterday, and Woody made that one thousand 
like 500 or like something. A point yeah, he made it like 1,500. He, he, he caught me by 300 points before I finally went to sleep. And then I made all that back up today. And it's once again, um, 1,809 is my current lead. It's, I, it's, oh, my, maybe mine hasn't updated. Dude, this comp, so today I did, I barely worked out. All I did is I hit the bike for 15 minutes or so to loosen up, just get, get the blood flowing, hoping, hoping for a recovery day. Cause when I worked out like, like an actual athlete, I didn't go two a days, seven days a week. Like you had rest days. That's how you did it. Rest days are, are, are as important as you the work them. day. You need so that was the thought process. But I couldn't fucking take it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling anxious about. Jesus' original name for this was No Fucks November, right? And it was the idea was you don't give a fuck about anything but this. This dominates all your thoughts all day, all night, constantly. And and I'm just like, yeah, fuck. I should be working. I should be doing something. I'm walking. If you can walk, you can bike. Get you, fuck you, right? <laughs> so I, I go out and I go to this restaurant and I'm all like fucking spastic, like barely in control of myself. I spill my drink, right? I spill it across my, my table and, and the restaurant floor, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just, I can't, I'm freaking anxious and I'm not in my right mind because I haven't earned any MEPs at all. And it's like 3 p.m. or later. And the waiter comes over, greatest guy. He's cleaning the table and he's like cleaning the floor. And I'm trying to explain to him that I'm just like whoa, whoa, a little out of maps. sorts. And, I'm, I'm and I hit him. <laughs> I hit the waiter with my out of control arms. And, and it just, I was like. I just got carried away. Right, I'm again. <laughs> I, I just, I was like, well, like I think the table's a little sticky, and it made me blink the 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 menu into the drink, and then and as I'm like miming it, I hit the waiter, and the you know, and the waiter's like, don't. Told these rude right <laughs> And the waiter is totally cool about it. I double tipped him. And the, there's an Uber Eats guy there. I don't know what he is. Uh, do we have any sponsors along? The, I don't know. But he's a, he's a, there's clearly a guy whose job is to like deliver food from a place that doesn't deliver food. And uh, he was being totally, like, everyone's being totally cool about it. I feel like an ass. I'm changing tables. Hitting waiters. What was the what was the tap like? Was it one of those things where you accidentally like hit another man's genitals lightly, and you're like, ah, well, I know he noticed, and I know I did, and we'll never speak of it. <laughs> no, or is it like you hit him in the thigh or the belly? I think it was like either the like collarbone neck type thing is where I hit him, and uh, and I hit him with the tips of my fingers, but it wasn't uh, a light enough hit that we can both like brush it off. It was like, I just karate chopped this poor man because, <laughs> because I'm not really, because <laughs> the full like your motor skills are just off. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's anxiety around earning MEPS. And, and I was kind of, it was a rest. Day. Look, I've come in and out of this quit zone a million times. So don't put too much weight in that. But like I'm kind of in this quit zone. I come back, I do 50 meps, and I'm just like, ah, whatevs. And I go to the PKA subreddit. <laughs> I I didn't realize that I had a fan base on this thing. Have you guys been to the PKA subreddit? Like I've been popping in, and I saw that as I, you know, like whatever. I I think I might have started in. The first week was in fourth or third or something, but on the board. And, uh, but as I, I guess the tweets and stuff have been getting some traction and the subreddit was very motivating for me. Like I, 
<laughs> they're all calling me Superboy, but not pejoratively. They're <laughs> they're just yeah, they're, they're cheering you on. They really are. And like even before the competition started, there was like a one percent that was cheering me on uh, just because they had my back. And I, and I really did take some some strength from that. But what I have now, like I thank you. Like I, I it, it they're being super cool and um uh it's it's driving. So that Well, the, the current scoreboard is uh Taylor has 4519. What place is that? Fourth. Fourth. Okay. Uh Chiz has 5034. Um Woody has 9,333. This is a weekend. I think it's important to put this in context with Joe Rogan's, <laughs> Joe Rogan's winning score of 11,253. I have 10,896. I'm going to break Joe Rogan's record uh, tomorrow. Like, like it's, I, I was thinking about doing it today, but I, need that rest day. I, I, had, I had had four hours of sleep in, in like the last 36 hours or something like that, and, 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 and I, I got a nap in. Um, so, so I'm going to crush Rogan's record tomorrow, but like I was telling you before the show, I've got bad news. I've got stuff coming up this month and I'm basically going to have about as much time as Taylor has in a day for the rest of this thing. I've got my legal situation is finally wrapping up. So I've got to, I've got meetings with lawyers. I've got, uh, like court appearances, like, like I've got to, and when I do that, I've got to drive like an hour and a half one way and then I'm there for six hours and then it's an hour and a half back home. And it's just the whole day, and I can't be up all, the whole night before doing it. So I'm going to keep working out, but I'm basically whatever. I don't know what, how to say it, but giving you first place, like, like and and it, you've earned first place. Like, I, that that sounded bad. Like, like I don't want to underplay what you've done because it's incredible. That workout you did yesterday, only a weekend, was bonkers. But but he's not going to stop. Like 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 he's certainly not going to stop. And there's no there's no way I have enough time to continue to do this. Like like a thousand meps a day is 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 nuts it's not so many hours in a <laughs> it, day to put it, to this it's, it's so many hours like like if and and the way i've been doing this thing because i was looking at doing this thing for a month is i've been doing like lots of i, I don't know the, the i'll average maybe greenish yellow or something like that but it'll be like blue green yellow 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 then cool down and then go again. I'm tr I've been I've been working out for longer periods of time than Woody, but not nearly as intense because I felt like that was better at not breaking anything on my body. Because I've been getting I didn't I didn't tell Woody because I wouldn't want to show any weakness, but I started getting nosebleeds on day four, and every time I blow what? my nose, every time I blow my nose now it's bloody, and every time I clean the boogers out of my nose, they're red and bloody. And uh, the Did bottom start like mid workout, like where you just started bleeding or was it like you blew your nose and then it started bleeding? It started bleeding mid workout. And it's just from breathing cold air through my nose. It's breathing air conditioned air like so I'm breathing so much through my nose is what I hope that's what it is. And my you know, my, my feet are fucking covered in blisters. I showed you guys before the show. Yeah. Like, you want to show your foot? Oh, my again? God. So bottom... you have a, basically a whole board in your foot from how much from all this activity. So like that doesn't <laughs> look bad. It really doesn't. But the camera's just not doing it justice because what it is, there's a hole in the bottom of my big toe there that I filled up with super glue. Like I, I just filled the blister hole up with super glue, and like there's two or three more blisters that again just don't show up very filled well. Filled with super glue. What I've been doing is like rubbing them with rubbing alcohol. Like every time I take my socks off, 
when I run, I run with three pairs of socks, like one pair of running socks that are like, what, what is that wool? Murano wool or something yeah, like some that? Yeah, some kind of wool to wick away everything. And then I take another pair and I put it, I put it on backwards. I take like the, the hole and I put it on my heel and then I take the rest of the sock and drape it up my Achilles tendon. And then I put a long sock that goes up to my like, like mid calf on over that to hold it in place because the backs of both my Achilles tendons are like, I won't say bloody, but like wounds. They're, they're like open wounds on the back of both my Achilles tendons. Can you, can you show that? Like, yeah. is there like a, like a divot in there? Because I know exactly, like, what do you know too? Like skates. Skates do that to you on the back of the Achilles area. Yeah. They can. Like, yeah. I don't have any. So here's the deal. My right knee, when I skate, like every 200 push or something will be like a little bit jammy. You know, like it just wasn't mm-hmm. smooth. And uh, the dogs are barking now. So I, the right knee is like a tiny bit worn but mostly i'm okay stationary bike doesn't break you yeah stationary I, uh, bike just makes your quads really sore but even yes. then like my quads will get sore and my knees will be sore but it's not the kind of pain where it's like oh man i'm gonna be injured soon like i don't have any calluses i didn't have before i don't have any blisters or anything and even like even on the stationary bike like the first eight minutes i'll say of a workout you're like this is never going to get better. This sucks. I finally hit the wall of it sucking the whole time. And like 10 minutes after that, you'll just, I'll just be watching King of the Hill. And I'll be like, you know, what? You, you were being a little bitch 10 minutes ago. It's, it's already gone. Now it's just, it, it goes from a little, it goes from soreness. And then 10 minutes later, it gives way to profound boredom. Uh, every so often. Like, have you guys watched a Big Mouth? No? Is that it, that cartoon? It's that's a Netflix kind of cartoon. On, pretty raunchy about kids and puberty. Pretty oh, pedo. I've seen some of that. I, well, anyway, yeah, there's, a, there's a puberty monster in there. There's a fear monster, I think. And it basically just represents the, uh, the children's like inner dialogue. And uh, there is a quit monster that comes to visit on the exercise bike every so often. On the skateboard, not really. It's like, this is kind of fun. I think I'll just keep going till dinner time. You know, I get every lap. Uh, there's a, like a different routes I can take around my neighborhood in the adjacent ones. And at this point, I have worked out like how many meps I get from like a different route. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I guess I'll just go around like the big hill and I'll come back. That'll be 75 more than I have now. And then I'll come in and eat and it'll be fun. The exercise bike isn't like that at all, but it's yeah. more meps per hour, and you can do it in the rain. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like fitness talk has maybe gone on too long. We're, it's, it's, I don't think so. I think that was – if anyone complains about that. It's more funny that, because you guys are really frustrated right now. <laughs> with it. Like, that, that's entertaining. I'm like, sad. I, I'm sad because, like, I got the news today. They're, they're, they're like, you know, this thing's coming to an end. Uh, you know, we need, we, my, this is my lawyers. Like, we need to meet with you this day and that day. We're going to discuss this and that. And we're going to go over this. And I'm just like, well, how long will that take? And they're like, oh, well, several hours. I and mean, it's, it's an hour and a half drive to my lawyers as well. So it's, my days are full for the rest, like basically the rest of this month, like, like into December um, when this thing will you be still done. Gotta, you still got to push. Uh, and, like what I've been saying from the beginning is this, like it shouldn't be just about the MEPs. Like the real winners are the ones who the day after this ends – you decide that you actually are going to like include some cardio in your workout now. Dude, can, I, I had a thought on that, by the way, because I feel like Chiz has not been getting the credit for winning that he deserves. Uh, He's working his ass off. Yeah. Chiz is working his ass. I, I, uh, Kyle has the most MEPs. Uh, I might have the most time in the yellow, but I think Chiz is enduring you the do most now. pain. For right, sure. Chiz. Chiz has blisters and back pain and 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 challenges that we don't. Chiz came into this less fit than, than any of the three of us. And uh, and what he and I, I want to say, 
I was second least fit, and I That's still true. am. Because, <laughs> I don't, I don't think anyone's that. debating that. Because <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, well, Kyle's got no excuses. Of course he's in the lead, breaking world records. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I'm not taking anything away from what he did, especially yesterday. But what he did yesterday was extra was super but if you combine yesterday and today it gets pretty humid because i didn't do fuck shit yeah, fuck, fuck today fuck today i'm talking about yesterday when, i have a when, very when, harsh and you also need to remember the grading like, system is like joking about the jv athlete thing thing woody is legitimately a collegiate athlete uh, yes like that, that woody sort was of athleticism doesn't woody, just pop up at that age and then just go away forever like those, athletic people stay athletic we talk about woody's calves they're not just for show. All right? <laughs> my calves are a third the size. Of I've got I've got skinny legs. I I I I I I I can't tell you how many miles I've ran, but it's dozens and dozens. There was one night where I ran fifteen fucking miles in one night. I don't know what I ran last night because there's no way to keep track of it because I just lapsed around the neighborhood. I have no idea. But one night I ran six miles into town and back, and then did three fucking more. All right, it's absurd the amount of work, and he's still not that far behind. It's Woody, <laughs> Woody has been killing it, and and I get that he's forty five years old, but he's not eighty five years old. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll, lead, leading up to this thing, what 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 have we been doing? <clears throat> I have been getting very good at Call of Duty. Woody <laughs> bought a home gym six months ago and has been <laughs> pumping iron and working out hard. And that paramotor thing is constant running with a backpack on. Like, like especially when it's paragliding, like it's running up and down hills. I was worried about Woody the whole time. I just wouldn't want to say that publicly. I, and <laughs> I, I recognize that Kyle's circumstances are changing, and and that that's gonna it, it, well, it's not over yet. But you know that if that that could lead to me winning. Not for a long shot. But um, I especially after going to the PKA subreddit, I was not done yet. I I yeah, it, we were only one week in. And uh, I, I, I might have won. We'll see. Yeah you're, yeah, you're killing it. I'm blown away by how much effort you're putting in. Like, none of your workouts are phoning it in. It's all, like, straight-up hard work. I actually, this the week, first one's I work. wore it Not phoning uh, twice. It in, but anyway, like, uh, Kyle's, like, heart rate, resting heart rate being so high. Like, originally, I was like, I'm only going to wear this during workouts. And then I was like, what if your resting heart rate is fucked up? And so I wore it for, like, a whole day just to see. And my heart rate is not fucked up. I didn't earn anything. <clears throat> yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So uh, I weed whacked my yard. For people who don't know, my yard is 14.65 acres, right? It's work to weed whack my yard. There's a mm -hmm. horse fence on the outer edge. Uh, I'm not saying it's a cardio workout. Clearly, it's not. I'll reveal my MEP number in a second. But after you've weed whacked 14 acres, you know you did something, right? Like your body, like it's just carrying a small motor around. That's what it is. 24 meps I burnt. 24 meps. And I was like, that son of a bitch. Burned 254 meps doing painkiller already. And I burnt 24 meps weed whacking my 14 acre yard. There's... I get excited on this show. I love this. Like, we all get excited and we all get jittery. There's Nobody is as excited as me though. And I can prove it. Like I've worn the thing like when I'm just like watching YouTube or like on, on uh, Discord like playing Call of Duty. No maps, none. Right. Like, like, literally, what you got on PKA. But when on PKA, I'm just tense. I'm jittery. I'm, I'm fucking moving around. I'm, I, I, I'm fucking 
engaged you like got uh, a couple yesterday. Of coffees in you. In the middle sure. of the day, I did rest. But another thing that I we're babysitting a baby, so it, how, I don't know how much a six month old weighs. Call it like fourteen pounds, something like mm-hmm. that. I'm walking around. I'm jiggling and singing and doing. You know, I'm trying to keep a, a six month old baby happy who's fussing at the time. That is worth zero maps. Right, zero maps. I, like I, I, I was busy. I couldn't look. I only have my phone. I don't have a, the watch. And uh, afterwards, I'm like, I wonder how many maps I got walking around the house with this baby bouncing and jiggling in it. Zero, zero, or maybe one, something like that. Like I can't. I earn maps by actually exercising. Yeah. And uh, I hate how quickly my heart rate goes back to nothing. Where like I'll burn myself out on the bike and be like, okay. I'm finishing at 87 here. I can get off and sit down and like check Twitter or something and check my email and see if any other houses showed up. And then within like 45 seconds, I'll like look over and it'll be like 48%. I'm like, no, no, oh. that can't be right. No, I'm Good. already out. And then I'll like get up and like start marching in place, <laughs> just trying to get. I'm something. the opposite, Taylor. So one, mine's not 45 seconds. Mine's like five or seven or 10 minutes or something that it keeps going. But when I finish my workout, I want to get this godforsaken man boob enhancer off. I hate it. I'm mad at it. It smells bad. I don't want to wear it. It's it's uh. I don't know, uh, like a, a token, a reminder of things I that hurt me. It's and not flattering. Also, yeah. Say that again. Oh, it's, it's not, not flattering. flattering. No. And uh, and so I'm like, oh, I want to take this flipping thing off, but there's still some meps rolling in, you know. So I gotta wear it to the end. That's... I've noticed. I'm, I usually am in the blue for like the whole time I stretch after working out. Yeah. Like just stretching gets me in the blue. Yeah. <clears throat> We should change the topic. And oh. I think that my high heart rate is a testament to how hard I've been working, if you think about it. Because it, it's, it's not like I'm, I'm keeping that high heart rate for 20 minutes. I'm having to work with a very inefficient engine for hours. <laughs> Kyle has been building this inefficient engine for 32 years. <laughs> I, I'm a V8 running on six cylinders, <laughs> driving to town and back. Oh, it's, something it, like unexpected for me. Like, I, I think I texted our group uh, I've been drinking a bunch of Pedialyte because I was looking online and it was like, drink a bunch of Pedialyte. It's got potassium and sodium and it's going to do way better for you than just drinking water. And it's got carbs, like a little bit of sugar in there to yeah, give you energy. It, any, uh, was, any side effects from that? Yeah, a couple side effects of it. And so <laughs> I, I didn't read the actual bottle. And so for like, the, for like three straight days, I just like went and bought a ton of off-brand Pedialytes and was just drinking that <laughs> instead of water. And like I've been eating pretty good for the most part. And so like yesterday I went and like I had like two shits and like both of them were just diarrhea. <laughs> just total diarrhea and i was like this doesn't make any sense i've been eating good i've been drinking tons of fluids like what's going on and then i went and i read the side of like the pedialyte thing and it was like don't use this as a total replacement for water use this as a supplement too much ingestion may result in watery diarrhea watery stools <laughs> or something. so i'm like all right i'm so hydrated that i'm just shitting pedialyte at this point. And so hopefully that goes away. I've, I've cut down on the Pedialyte. You know, now I'm just back on regular water. Yeah, man. So, yeah. And I, I, what he was talking about, not absorbing anything from this. I think maybe it's because I've been watching 100% the same show the whole time. I've been going through King of the Hill. But like, I think I'm being indoctrinated by Hank a little bit. <laughs> like now walking around houses that like I'm looking at, like my mom or uh, anybody I'm, like who's coming to look at it too, if it's one that I like. 
will be like, oh, and this is really neat over here. It has a powder room. And like, it's almost like Hank comes into me. He's like, now, why would I need a powder room in my own home? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what comes into my head now. And so I'm going crazy over here watching hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of Hank and Bobby and whole, you know, and (laughs) Peg and and the whole gang. And I'm losing it. I, uh, I've been utilizing a PKA sponsor. Uh, I've been using uh, YouTube Music, and uh, I freaking love it. I really do. Is it, they're, not a, they're not a sponsor tonight, uh, but I, I downloaded the YouTube Music app because it runs, as the ad read says, like in the background while my zone is up, mm-hmm. you know? And I'll just pick an artist, and I'll listen to everything that fucking artist has ever made, and then I'll pick another one. But then sometimes you get into this zone running where your mind goes away, and, and all of a sudden, I wake up, come to my senses, and I'm listening to some soft-ass, like, 70s love ballad or something. And I'm just like, this isn't pumping me up. What happened to ACDC? I, I, I was on Thunderstruck just a minute ago, and I look, and Thunderstruck was an hour ago. And it's just like, fuck. All right. <laughs> just listening to some, like, Johnny Cash or something. Uh, I'm okay with little Johnny Cash, you know. Listen to the when the man comes to town. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. I'm like, yeah, all right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing, like I've been doing more like boxing in. Oh yeah, let's talk about your friend back there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I bought this guy off Amazon, my buddy here, and I wasn't as motivated as I wanted to be. And so what I did is I put I made him look Hitler like, you know. Are the eyebrows you also? The eyebrows are me also. <laughs> yeah, I, I drew the eyebrows. He's a little Groucho Marxy. And then if you if you can see, or Charlie Chaplin, he's got like uh, dead eyes. I put in there because I imagine that's how Hitler's eyes would look. And so, I just like my motivation was like, you know, if I'm just boxing this random dude, I'm not getting anything out of it. I want to yeah. feel like I'm an easy company. I'm following Captain Winners into Bastogne. And I know it's going to be tough, but I'm going to make it unless I'm one of those guys who got their legs blown off, in which case I'm going to make it into Band of Brothers in the end. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so <laughs> and so I drew Hitler on him and then I started hitting him and I was like, you know, I, I like this guy, you know, and so it, it actually backfired. And so, you know, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to have so to draw just, someone else. You on. just have too soft a heart to hurt Hitler. Too, too soft a heart to hurt Hitler. <laughs> well, you, you know, know? That, that authoritative face, that strong jaw. And, and, and look, that mustache grows on you after a while. Am I right? Well, see, like, if I draw him as Hitler or Stalin, then I start to get the fear that I'm going to be in the gulag. But mm. then I get another kind of fear that pushes me further. I don't want to end up in the gulag or a concentration camp. Mm. And so I'm feeling a lot of different feelings, mostly directed by what Hank Hill would think about the situation. Mm. Now, so, why would you want to draw Hitler on your punching bag, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> I have a topic. I, yeah. I can't link it. it. The link went away, but... Uh, it was a confession on Reddit. So here's the way it went down. The guy was with this girl. He met her. It was the first night he met her. Uh, they didn't know each other. They go back to her place. And they get, you know, a little hanky-panky, whatever. They start going. She gets off. And then she just stops and decides to end the lovemaking session because she came. And the guy's like, I... Uh, you know, like, how about me? You like to traditionally, this is over when I'm finished. And, uh, you know, women's right. They go, they made great sh- strides, but we still decide when it's over. Exactly. And, and uh, she's like, you know what? I've been with enough guys where I didn't get mine because they got theirs. So you're out of luck. And he slept on her couch that night. But wow. being all blue balled, he nutted on her couch. <laughs> and the question is, 
Is he an asshole? You know, no. I, I'm no. just saying he's not very creative. He should have went in there and busted straight into her Pantene Pro V. You know, just what, like oh, her how shampoo. Her <laughs> shampoo. It would have hidden perfectly in there. Ah. You know, and, and she just would have got it would have got a little stringier, according to Johnny Knoxville's uh, <laughs> assessment of his face lotion when Bam and Ryan Dunn put horse cum in there. If anybody remembers <laughs> Do that. Do you know about but, this, Woody? About uh, the no, face cum? No. So so what they did was and, and it's all documented. So they recorded themselves when they did oh, it's it. So fucking they, funny. He Johnny, like me, has a special face lotion <laughs> that like he that he routinely uses. And they put this horse cum in there. And then months go by. He doesn't know him. this. He doesn't know no, it. Right. He doesn't know it. Months go by, and they're having like um, a viewing party or something with a big audience. Like they're showing them the, one of the movies for the first time or something like that. And then they reveal it. And then Johnny, they're all in the audience, and they play that video. And Johnny's like, "I've been using that every day for the <laughs> last three months. Every day." He even I've been said he's rubbing. like, "So that's why it got all stringy." <laughs> <laughs> lotion every day and it just got stringy i thought it just got too hot in the car no it <laughs> turns out it was horse cum yeah. I, I have an am i am i an asshole so i'm gonna try to speak broadly here not to give away who this is so no one related to me and it's not me um someone in your universe someone in my universe friend of a friend associate of a family member etc so this guy is a married man he is let's call let's say 50 years old he has uh, long been having this extramarital relationship with this other lady who's also married. Now he's been he was seeing her before she was married. It's, it, I, I hope this doesn't get too convoluted. Oh, he's so been, he's always been married, but she got married during the relationship. Yes, okay. thank you. And so he continues seeing her, and um, she has two kids, two little ones, and the grandmother, her the the girl's mother sees the newest little one and says that looks like one of those insert surname boys that looks like one of them that doesn't look like your husband that doesn't look like you grandma's like loose-lipped grandma is more than loose-lipped grandma says i'm gonna get to the bottom of this so she goes to the 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 50 year old man brother she goes to this guy's brother and asks for DNA. The brother, and I don't know why he gave her this DNA, but he did. He knew he was innocent. Well, he didn't know what the question was. I, I don't know what she said to him this to get him to provide situation. her with DNA. She gets the DNA from this guy, tests it, proves that this baby belongs to this other man and not this woman's husband. Then she takes those results, and the first place she goes is to his wife. To the guy's wife. The guy Wait, who's the married. brother's wife. No, I'm, the I'm, man I'm, who the man who made the baby. Oh, okay. The, so, so somehow the, she she went to the brother, but and got his DNA to prove that you know you can prove that the baby's related that that's his uncle. Okay, I inferred to, that she thought that mm -hmm. the brother was the guilty party. No, she, no, no. She yeah. just knew she couldn't get DNA from the from the guilty party. Roger she knew that, that she, yeah. if she goes to let's call him. Dave is the one who made the baby extramaritally. She knew she couldn't go to Dave and get his DNA. He'd be like, fuck you. I'm not giving you any DNA. I right. know what you're after. <laughs> you're, you're technically the grandma of my bastard baby over there. Uh -huh. So instead, she goes to his brother and gets his DNA and proves that the, 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 the baby is, is Dave's. So then she goes to Dave's wife and says, your husband fucked my daughter and made a baby, even though she's married to Pete over here. It's 
upturned his universe. This 50-year-old man. This 50-year-old man has kids that are my age. Like a, he's got like a 32-year-old and like a like a 30-year-old or something like that. And then that's it. And now he's got a one-year-old <laughs> bastard child uh. and a, a wife who is furious with yeah, him. Yeah, they get like that, I would get. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. What's well, uh. her problem? So, <laughs> so, of course, he's an asshole, right, for, for cheating on his own wife with a married man's wife. Of course, the woman yeah. doing the cheating. She's also an asshole. The poor person I want to know if, if this is an asshole or not is this man's brother who provided DNA oh. evidence against his own brother in a yes. situation where he had to know it was for no it wasn't for anything good. I, I was hearing this story and I was like, he had to know. He had to know that she wasn't about to start some sort of super race of him oh, on Mars yeah, or something like, like that. That that guy is totally an asshole. Like unless he is a total idiot, like stone cold idiot, moron. There's no excuse for not knowing that. Why would a strange person come up to you and go, hey, can I get your DNA? Like, I, would you ever, I'm ever Taylor, say yes to that? Perhaps no. a little more idiot because my, my first instinct was, how did she fool him and could I have fallen for it, right? So, so maybe yeah. I'm an idiot. But if Open she your came mouth up to and let me swab. Oh, Don't yeah. worry what it's for. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if, if she got the DNA sneaky, then he's not an asshole. But I think that's not the case, Kyle laid no. out in the story. Um, if she... If she convinced him, like, man, I, like, I need a kidney so bad. Can I see if you're a match? I don't know. Like, like there, there's a there's a route in which he's not necessarily ratting out his brother. He's just fooled. Even then, if they were like, I, I need a I need a kidney transplant and I need a donor, I'd be like, well, you should probably go to the hospital and stop accosting me at that <laughs> fucking quick trip with with scissors, ma'am. Get the scissors away from my head. Get the scissors away from my head, ma'am. Get away from me. And, like, and no, there's I no way this guy's a douchebag. He knew this was not some innocuous request. I bet that maybe the guy really had a lot of frustration towards his brother. Maybe he wanted to see him kind of crumble and fall a little bit. Who knows? Maybe he's like the way less successful brother. He is. He is the way. There, there are many of these brothers. I won't say how many, uh -huh. but but more than a handful. And uh, in this family, this one yes. family. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a big family of only brothers, and uh, and 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 they they have very distinctive features. They're big, strong men, good-looking guys. Um, and, and it's one of those situations where like each one is bigger and stronger than the last. And by the time you get to the end, it's a mountain of a man. <laughs> and on the very end of the totem pole is the guy who provided the DNA. If, if that, if that's important at all to the story, this is the lesser of all the brothers. Who Are you saying that this guy is like the guy at the very bottom is so dumb that he might have been fooled? Like, no, he was no, innocent? he could be fooled. I think that he was like willing to like get one over on his older more successful better looking i mean the guy's 50 something and the the young lady is very attractive from what i've been told and like 30 something like like, like this hey, and there's also you know you hear rumors about people and i i but and you never know but the the rumor is so pervasive that his dick is enormous like i've always heard it and it, it hasn't been just like one person joked about it once. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got a big one. Like, no, everybody talks about how enormous this man's penis is. There was a guy it's in like, my high school like that. I, I, you know, when you live in a small town, not a lot to talk about. I, <laughs> I want to give Have out his name because Jordan's it seems like a compliment. That, that I, I, 
People, if you're somehow from my high school, you'll know who I'm talking about. Probably you already do because he's the guy rumored with the ginormous penis. But he was a year younger than me, Italian dude, and like 6'7 on the basketball team. And uh, you just hear like, this guy's got a huge dick. I heard it's huge. And everyone in high school is like, mine's pretty big, but no one's talking about mine, right? Like, <laughs> this, like Other dudes aren't like, I heard it's like a baby's arm. And it's, yeah, I still wonder about it a little bit. Now that Hit you him bring up on it, Facebook. I'm sure he'll show you. I don't See, the way like you really idea. tell who has the bigger <laughs> dick in showers is that you swing your penis at each other's and then it wraps around like a tether ball uh, <laughs> cord and whoever's gets further towards the body, you know, whoever touches the other person's torso first wins. We all played, you know, <laughs> penis spiral in high school, didn't we? Well, yeah, yeah. Like I, the Indiana Jones whip. And it, just, it, it wraps around everything. You've got to exactly. Grip on it. I assume his is bigger because I don't think noises. mine's big enough to Bow. make to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> One of those clapping noises that only comes from old men in church, where they're like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Do you know exactly what I'm talking about, Kyle? Yeah. Where there's always an old man who loves the Lord so much that he's got a sonic boom <laughs> half a foot away from from your your head. I don't know what is what the Lord is granting to those those old man palms, but it's impressive. Sounds like a plane taken off. Uh, so, well, yeah, I think he's an asshole. Yeah, I think he's, an I think he's probably an asshole, I, 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 especially when you lay out the possible motive, right? I, now that my head's gone down that road, and I think that maybe he was just like, you know what? Fuck my oh, better-looking, yeah. more successful brothers. You know, I, I, I mean, I mean, put yourself in these shoes. Now, now, obviously, you'd never cheat on your wife, like, but but let's just say, I don't know what situation that like your DNA would be relevant to some sort of civil suit, but like. How about this? How about this one? This is something that could happen. Let's say you beat a waiter up real good one night. Yeah. You leave a little blood at the same time. From time to time. Yeah, yeah on purpose this time. You, know, you, you, you pummel him, right? He brought you chocolate milk. He, it was 2% milk. You wanted full. And you, you, you pummel him. You leave a little blood at the scene. And uh, this man brings a civil suit against you. And your brother provides that guy with DNA. You probably wouldn't care for that too much. Yes, he should be on my side. That waiter, yeah. uh, we, we already laid out motive. It seemed reasonable. Well, come on, Matt. He gave me a discount at any TGI Fridays in the country. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the issue. I feel like you shouldn't rat out your brother like that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Same team. Same by team. The, by the way, as far as the fitness thing goes, if we ever want to do anything like this again, you're on my team. We will... <laughs> We will fucking team up together. I, I challenge. I'll tell you what. Who got any second other, place in Ari? Was it Rogan and Ari? Yeah, something like that. Call them out. Oh. You're already picking teams for next <laughs> oh, time? How is it. this fair? Oh, you no, hush no. up, JV. I, <laughs> <laughs> if Joe Rogan and Ari Shafir want to go, we would fucking destroy them. We would fucking destroy them. Like, like in any sort of MEP competition. I, I, I mean, imagine Joe talking about it on this podcast. He's like, "I'm working as hard as I can, but goddamn, those PKA guys got nothing but time." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. Do six podcasts a week is not cool, dude. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be doing his show and he'd be like, "Look, Yellow River, <laughs> Yellow River." Once you get he there, he wasn't even you a fan of there. the yellow thing. Yeah, I saw a post of his on his Instagram that I, it may have been someone on the Reddit or someone linked it to my, to my Twitter or something, but it was him, and he posted as Kyle has you know deemed it a yellow river, and his complaint was he was like, "This my zone thing doesn't work," 
I only have to get 146 beats per minute to get as much credit as I do at 185. Look at this workout. I did this while I was watching Gladiator, earned 500 and something meps, and didn't break a sweat or get out of breath. And it was straight yellow. And after I saw that, I'm like, okay, Joe Rogan is still much more fit than any of us. If he's like <laughs> looking at a yellow one and he's like, guys, did you like his his version of cheating is like, do you know you can just hang out in the yellow instead of getting to 99 every time? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, he, he was hard. he was really upset that you didn't get more points for red. I didn't see his. Workouts, I am, too. But I, look, look, oh. I wish that we got points for red as well. Like, like I would push myself to red sometimes like like there's I hit red occasionally and it's not like I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm in the red. It's like this is another increment harder. I don't I think red the way tough. it is is working for me just fine. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> yeah, sure. But, if but, there but, was red, I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't tried to hold. If I hold red, it means I made a mistake. And no, I, I haven't tried to hold red. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, it means there's a mistake. Or like, like, like that first night, I would, I would send Chiz screenshots <laughs> as I worked out, and I didn't want to lose yellow, so I'd pump up to red and take my screenshot and then send it to him because I didn't want to because I wanted my yeah. downslope to not go to green or whatever. <sighs> Even but green's yeah. not bad. Let me uh let me slip in an advertisement here. Tell everyone yeah. about uh, this morning recovery drinks. Remember a few years ago when you could go out, have a few drinks, and bounce back the next morning like nothing happened? I just learned about the way to help you bounce back like the good old days. Morning recovery is engineered to help your body detox and rehydrate after drinking. Make morning recovery your new pre-drink routine. Drink one morning recovery before you go to bed to help your body detox, rehydrate, and bounce back. So you can be your fuller self and do more the next day. Designed by an ex-Tesla engineer and world-class scientist, Morning Recovery combines the latest research and the best ingredients to boost your liver's natural ability to break down alcohol. Morning Recovery's secret is DHM, a plant-based superhero ingredient shown to help accelerate the decomposition of toxins in your liver. Plus, it tastes great. With, a one point, with over 1.5 million bottles sold, and if you don't love it, you'll get your money back. There's no reason not to try Morning Recovery, and they have a special offer just for our listeners. Go to MorningRecoveryDrink.com slash PKA for 20% off your entire order. You can get 20% off your entire order, whether it's a 6-pack, 12-pack, 24-pack, or... Nope, that's just it. At MorningRecovery.com slash PKA. That's MorningRecovery.com slash PKA. <laughs> Very cool. Check them out. Kyle, I have a... I should have talked to you about this pre-show, but I want to brainstorm with you. This won't cause any trouble. I would like... I had an idea. Another podcast I watch, it's parent-based, but he pimps his show by asking people to share it on social media, and then he gives them stuff, right? And I have some things that maybe people would like, uh, included these two bad boys, right? Oh, my God. Right? I want. I would like one of those. <laughs> Right, I would that demon. <laughs> Which here's you right here. <laughs> okay, uh, could you move it um closer to the other one because we're we, oh. we use two different cameras. Oh my god, oh, I'd love to show my mother. <laughs> so um, and then I have um, movement watches. Uh, I think I might need to show them in an ad, but then afterwards, perhaps a subscriber might be interested in having them. I have yeah. some cologne from uh, Dollar Shave Club. Those things. I don't know. I I, I have. A couple of weeks worth of stuff lined up and the thought process stolen from this other podcast I watch, uh, Cloud-Based Mayhem. He says, hey, take the show, share it a place, and then let me know about it and 
uh, I'll pick someone who, you know, was particularly glowing or something like that and send them a prize. And in my world, it's usually like a little altimeter or something like that. But we do this. How can they tell me where they shared it? So one thing that I would always include uh, in the description of my videos whenever I'd upload was this. Uh, it's like a retweet link. And basically, like, you click this link and it opens up whoever click it. When you click it, it opens your Twitter up and it's already got this thing filled out. Like, it, it, it's an auto-tweet kind of thing. It, 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 I wrote the tweet for you, you know. So it I like that idea, but th my hope is that I can cast a broader net. So what you might do is leave a review on Spotify. We're brand new on Spotify. We have very little presence there in terms of, like, auto results. But if people were to leave, like, I don't even know, do they do stars there and say something nice? Then perhaps we would have a presence on Spotify or, or iTunes. You know, we maybe be one of the top potty comedy podcasts one week if if we gave away uh, Taylor here. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that that's I'm gonna leave a comment because I want it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm reviewing it. Yeah, I'm gonna put my hat in the ring. So uh, your odds are not good because I'm picking the winner based on which one I like the most, and I don't want it to be that obviously. Well, okie dokie, <laughs> we see how it is. <laughs> how funny would that be if like a thousand people go rate it and you're like, well, I like Taylor's the most, so fuck <laughs> yeah, you right? see that, that, that doesn't sit right with me. But anyway, yeah. So here's my first idea. Um, leave a comment on either Spotify, iTunes, your Facebook page, Twitter. Like, I, I don't really care where you leave it. And then I'll make a sticky thread on the subreddit and just show me what you wrote. And then I will go there and I will pick a winner. So that, that's what we'll do the first week. This process may improve over time unless you guys instantly have a better idea. Yeah, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know much about this. Maybe we'll... we'll... Maybe next week we've got a, a a better plan than what we've got right now. Jesus but it seems like too. if you go and uh, like like Spotify or maybe iTunes is the place to pimp us. I I don't know. Um, maybe that's what we would prefer. But um, you know, write a review or something like that, and then put share it on your Facebook or, or whatever, anywhere, just somewhere in the universe of social media. I don't care if it's your Snap or your Instagram or just say a thing that would make uh, that would make people like the show, and one of you guys will win for the first week. You know what? I'll tell you what. For the first week, you tell me whether you want Kyle or Taylor. Uh, Kyle is in the red. Taylor's in the blue. You probably know that already. It's quite yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, Kyle is much more ghoulish. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is a lot more ghoulish, Kyle and that's a feat because I'm pretty ghoulish. <laughs> Kyle is so simian in this thing. The, Kyle's grandfather here didn't stand upright. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a Greek. Like <laughs> yeah, a... yeah. You got a real Leonidas type thing going on. But these nice. things aren't doing me any good, and there might be a sub who thinks it's pretty cool. So not, They're not doing him any good because he's getting nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in Pick 10 it. seconds before we change topics, winner picks one of those, go to the subreddit, show me what you wrote, screenshot or link, and uh, um, tell me which one you want, Kyle or Taylor. Yeah, speaking of nightmares, Woody, have you been waking up like covered in sweat at all? No, no, I've been sleeping well. Okay. I've been sleeping like a rock on days where I do a lot. I, I don't know if it's just the stress of this thing or if it's literally like my body's not understanding that we're, we're, we're cool now, like, like literally temperature-wise, we're not hot. But, but I, every time I've woken up for like the past five times I've slept, I'm not just sweaty, 
I'm so sweaty. I have to change the sheets. I I, I took a nap this afternoon. Uh, what an uncomfortable I, feeling. I, like like you can see the perspiration on me, and I've been having nightmares. Did you sleep Last, with the thing on? No. Oh, Last night okay. I dreamt. Last night I dreamt that I, my hand was bitten by a poisonous snake, and my father's driving me to the emergency room. And as we're driving, that the flesh is dissolving off of my hand, and to the point where it's just bone from here down. But and we still and, and we keep having to like get distracted, and we're not going in a strip. We stopped at Walmart at one point, and and I can and I can see like most of the bone in my hand, and I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> what are we doing at Walmart? I had to well, they're having up. a rollback. <laughs> yeah, I had to pick up a few things. Just just having all these nightmares. It's two ninety eight now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you have you have very vivid nightmares. Yeah, oh, like it seems I, like you do because every time you tell about or you speak about a nightmare you've had, it's very detailed and it's always different. Like it doesn't seem reason. to be a theme of like, oh, you're afraid of losing your hand because like another time you'll like dream you have AIDS or something, or you'll dream that you you go bald or something like that. Like it, it's indicative of bad sleep, like Kyle. If, if yeah. you're remembering your dreams. Something probably woke you up. Uh, if you sleep apnea, you know you might you know wake up with a. You, you can snore yourself awake and uh, the alarm. The alarm wakes me up. You know because because okay. I'm not done sleeping. You know like like I would love to get more than two or three hours, but but there was a yellow river that I had to cross, and <laughs> and I had, and then the alarm ends up waking me up after two or three hours of sleep. Um, I often have dreams where I'm being chased. Like like it, 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 it that one time it was like a group of cannibals, just common, just murderous yeah. rednecks or whatever. Uh, a while back, I had a dream where I got a root canal uh, like a, like two years ago, and they um, they put the temporary cap on, and I never went back. So I've just got a temporary cap like on one of my to this top. day. Yeah, just never went back. I just never went back. You know, I paid full price. I'm sure they've made it. You know, they 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 have to make this like the the you full one. You should go one. get it somewhere out there. It. There's a cap for 27 year old Kyle. It'd be yeah. perfect. There, there absolutely is. <laughs> It, it's sitting in, in, a, in some little tiny drawer that they have. I paid full price for the fucking thing. But I've got a, one of my back molars in the top is just flat. It's just flat because it's just got this temporary cap on it. And if I were to like go back there and try to pull it off, I could. But I never would pull it off. I, I can just tell that if I pull it a little, it'll move. Like the whole tooth doesn't move. Just the, just the cap of the tooth. I had this nightmare where like I pull the cap off and look at it. And the back of it is covered with wriggling maggots. Mm. Like, the, like you didn't even know that your whole jaw is rotting. In exactly. There. Like my jaw is full of maggots and they are devouring me from the inside. Yeah, yeah. that's like one of the most common dr- or nightmares uh, from people is uh, losing your teeth. No. Mm. Yeah, thought... I've, I've had that nightmare before where it's like you'll wake up and you're like, I don't have, where where'd my front teeth go? Like, and then it's so real. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God I have teeth. But I wonder what that is to be so afraid of losing teeth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know. I've had the one where I fall. Like I used to have that a lot as a kid. I, I don't. I had the night terrors thing. I recently retold it in a paramotor story, so I'll skip it. But I do want to say this. Um, since I got this, most people call it a CPAP machine. Mine's slightly more advanced, a BPAP machine. That has changed my sleeping life, and it's changed my life life. Like if, if, for the whatever one percent of you out there who are on the edge of like getting a sleep study and seeing if you qualify for this machine. Please do it. Do it. I, I've lost a bunch of weight. I have more energy. Every once in a blue moon, I'll call it like twice a month. I'll forget to wear the thing when I'm sleeping. 
Betty, I'll fall asleep unscheduled, so I didn't put it on in advance. The next day, I am cranky. I am listless. Is that the word? I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I yeah. low on energy. Um, um, I'm just I'm just not the good version of me. And it's like, yeah, because like I, I woke up once a minute last night. That's my problem. So uh, my sleep life has been changed up to turn upside down for the better. It's it's a whole new thing. I, it, you, who bounces out of bed th- like, you know, well, I'm rested. You know, I'm ready to tackle this day. Mm-hmm. I, I do. So you might like it if you have this. Casper issue. Mattress can also help with that. They're not a sponsor tonight, but just say it. Just say it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I have, <sighs> a, uh, I have a very interesting story here. It could mm. happen to any of us. Um, <laughs> Why do I think that won't be true? <laughs> uh, Australian loses eyesight in Thailand. As stripper pees on him. <laughs> Here's the I got a link for you guys right here. Let me just get that on over. Stripper yeah. pissed in his eyes. Did he yeah. request this or did she like surprise him? An Australian man holidaying in Thailand temporarily, oh come on, lost eyesight after a stripper infected him with chlamydia. And a stripper infected with chlamydia urinated on his face during a party. Oh, it's got his name here. What the fuck? Oh, Brandon. No. Brandon Clark. <laughs> hey, mate. I just scrolled so as not to show it. Brandon, I was your bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is on BangkokJack.com. Everybody knows. <laughs> Brandon this is Clark. my homepage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was partying with a group of friends in their hotel suite when one of the strippers unexpectedly, unexpectedly performed the risque sex act on him. Clark told the Sunday Inquirer that he washed his face immediately, but by the next day... His eyes were red and painful. But so he did request this. No, unexpectedly performed the risque act. But I mean, okay, maybe he didn't expect it. Maybe this was some bad friends. Maybe that's just her show, right? Taylor, where are you getting that he requested? Like you keep insisting it and then dodging to different versions of the story where maybe he was still requesting because it. Because to me, it's funnier if he requested it and I want it to be true. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, okay. I want him to have requested, like, oh, give me that good juice. And then, like, <laughs> he pisses all over his eyes. And then there's, like, a, you know, like the same eye animation when a character in a cartoon gets high where <laughs> it, like, like, immediately becomes red where he just... Well, who would have Uh-oh, guessed that started, a, a stripper in Thailand had an STD? I mean, I couldn't have foreseen that. Well, I, you know what would be funnier is if, like, the part they're leaving out of this story is that it was a lady boy. And so that's why the accuracy was so oh, on point. No. So, like, she was able to aim with the penis so effectively. You know what I imagine? I imagine they're doing some sort of a, like, bachelor party dance where he's perhaps laying on the ground. And she's, like, standing over him, dancing and, like, like squatting down on his face a little bit. And then she just let loose the Yellow River and, and just blasted him <laughs> right in the face with it. The Yellow River is you know, getting all care. kinds of airtime tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, a group of friends, she, she was partying with, or he was partying with friends in the hotel suite. So I, I, I pictured it in a club, perhaps because there's a picture of her in the club, but that's not how it went down. It was in a hotel suite. Why you suite. be such baby, pissy eye? <laughs> <laughs> just watch it off. <laughs> um, just, just so you guys know, if you, you know, you may be into water sports yourselves. Some of the, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that you can get from uh, having someone piss in your eye. Uh, some of these are, you know, the, pap- the papillomavirus, which of course causes cancer, uh, chlamydia, and a range of bacterial pathogens. 
all are potential sources of ocular adverse response. <laughs> I like that verbiage. That would suck to get throat cancer from eating some bad pussy. That happens. Yeah. That I know. I'm saying yeah. imagine something. I told works. you that. I told you that. I remember your reaction. Scared the shit out of me. I remember your reaction when I told you that for the first time. Like, you know, you can get throat cancer from eating some bad pussy. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> no, that can't be true. I, don't, <laughs> I, I also choose that not to be true. It absolutely <laughs> is I, true. Yeah. <laughs> I choose what's true in my life, and that didn't make the cut. And <laughs> <laughs> slowed down a bit. Whatever. No. Take no. the good with the bad. That's what I always say. There, uh, you know, someone. I don't know if we had, if any of us had him in our death pool, but Stan Lee died. Yeah. Which, to be fair, if any of us had him in our death pool, you shouldn't get as much credit because he was like ninety-five. Like there should be a tiered system where you don't get as much credit for like people above ninety because you know you you know it's coming. But isn't it like to you? Is it a little sad? Like a little sadder when a ninety-five-year-old dies than like an eighty-six-year-old. Really? Because in your head you're like, "God damn it!" They were so close to like me hitting a hundred. Like that's pretty cool. You know what I think is pretty cool? I'm not uh, gonna do it because I was born in seventy-three. But when someone crosses centuries, like like mm-hmm. it's conceivable that someone could be born in like eighteen ninety-eight and die in like you know one hundred and three years later. Yeah, that's... yeah, that is really cool. They like. They were there for the whole thing. Yeah. But then what also is annoying is when like someone who was born in, I don't know, uh, 1914, they'll be like interviewing them now and be like, so what was World War One like? And then they're just clearly regurgitating things they've heard from other family. It's like, wait, you were three. Dude, that doesn't <laughs> magically imbue you with knowledge of you know the Kaiser and all those things that happened back then. Like you, you, have no, you just hopped on Wikipedia too. You probably need your grandson to help you. Your sixty-eight-year-old grandson. Dude, <laughs> I like this though. Like so, um, I think I complained about the colors in maybe Black Ops One, and one of my subscribers was like, "Woody, you don't understand. The Cold War was really dreary and drab." And it's like, <laughs> right, bitch, what? I was in the Cold War, and we wore neon all the time. It was the thing. Have you seen Everybody's the 80s? Fila. <laughs> there were yeah. leg warmers that were yeah. pink. Yeah. Like, like neon ski jackets were in style. We all wore them to school. Don't tell me that the Cold War was, was dull colors. And the grass, yeah, same like as color. Yeah, like leaving every morning, your mom's like, Woody, don't you know we're in war? Take that, <laughs> take that neon jacket off and put on this dreary, glum, you know, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, fatigue. Meanwhile, some kid who was born during the Clinton administration telling you about the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I was born in 96, and uh, I'll have you know, I've read the Wikipedia article on how it worked. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that is silly when uh, people do that. Oh, Call of Duty. I... Uh, Talking about, I thought we just meant. Anyway, you know the swatter guy that swatted someone and the guy got shot by the cops? Died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he was just sentenced to 20 to 25 years in prison. Good. Yes. Yeah. So oh, as a yeah. quick recap, for people who don't know this story, two people were arguing online, right? One of them's name was Swatistic, Swatistic, something close to that. And uh, the person that Swatistic was arguing with said, like, I think, come fight me, something like that. And he gave him a fake address. So then there's another person having nothing to do with any of this, probably not even a gamer. The police come to his house. He's like, what's all the ruckus out here? And the cops shot him. That guy that died, nothing to do with any of this. He's just the fake address 
that the person gave to Swatistic. Turns out Swatistic had swatted dozens of times. Like he was a, like an all, sometimes a couple times a day. He swatted the FBI. Uh, no, the FCC. The FCC, they got rid of net neutrality or whatever. So he's calling up the police, getting the SWAT team over to the FCC because you know he's going to make a difference or something. Uh, now he's in jail. He was a serial swatter. He was. Well, his name, I, I just imagine this in court. Your Honor, why don't you have the defendant tell you what his <laughs> online his username is? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Michaels, please stand up first, please. Uh, what, what was your online u- username? Swatistic. Uh, yes. Could you speak up? Could you speak up, please? Swatistic! <laughs> Swatistic, the swatting swatterson! <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I think there was a recording of him either bragging about it or doing it or something like that. So he was just dead to nuts. It's not it. funny. It's not funny. It's not a joke. It's You're sending deadly force. Funny, it... Look, send somebody a pizza that's unpaid for. It's annoying as fuck to them, and you've wasted that poor pizza man delivery, pizza man's time. And if you it, and money and, and you know and the money, right? Because those guys have to pay for their own fuel and stuff like that. It's it's pretty it's pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the night, the pizza guy gets to eat the pizza, and nobody's he's dying. and nobody's dying, right? But you send a fucking SWAT team, like like a SWAT team could kill the guy. But what if there's someone else? Who needs that SWAT team that night? What if there's an actual hostage crisis somewhere that's not getting handled because you sent the Apex SWAT team over to Mr. Woody's house or whatever? Meanwhile, there's a there, there's some evil mustache twiddling evildoer somewhere with a bunch of like doctors tied up in a bank vault or something like that. <laughs> that's that's a, probably a, a bunch bizarre of scenario. On, like, <laughs> SWAT teams now who they know this is so prolific. That like their mindset has almost changed when responding to calls that they don't think are truly serious, you know. Like they may go, oh, you know, out, yeah, it's out in this suburb, nothing bad happens there ever. Some asshole sending us to a streamer's house, and then they show up, and someone actually is murdering their family. Like I hope it's part of the training now, right? So when I was swatted, swatting was new, right? I wasn't the first person ever swatted, but I was towards the leading edge of that. You were in the vanguard. I yeah, I was really quite the big deal. Anyway. Uh, I didn't even figure out that it was swatting until like my family and I were outside sitting on the curb. It was like, I know what happened. I've heard of this before. And uh, the police hadn't. When I explained to them that I was like an online personality and that you know, this is a thing that happens, especially in the gaming space, they're like, what? Like, that, like it's just a hoax prank? And, and uh, it took them a little bit to realize that I wasn't behind it. You know, they're like, you do this? Like, no, no, no. (laughs) This happens to people like me. Very different thing. And now I just hope that these SWAT teams are allowing for the possibility that it's all a prank. I don't know. I I bet they aren't. You know, I I wish there were some kind of a... An advocacy group, or that's not the right the right term. I wish there was someone who was, like, getting the word out. Because they have these big international meetups of SWAT teams... In Florida, I've been to them. Mm. And you go, and it's like all the best SWAT teams from everywhere. Like Brazil sends a SWAT team, but all the, the states and cities send them. And there's dozens of these. They've yeah, all that's got in the their... Reno 911 movie. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, where they oh. go there. Yeah, I've been there. Angle. I've been there and seen them compete and everything. And like, like, like it's the SWAT like convention, basically. They're, do, they're, they're competing live while you watch them like, like amongst all of the SWAT gear that's also being sold like to civilians and everyone alike you know someone needs to be down there with a booth that's uh, that, that's like raising awareness you know like, like explaining what swatting is i'd like to do that i've got it in my head like uh 
I did a um, VidCon. I had a, I did a panel at VidCon before. It's like I'd like to do a panel at SWAT Central or whatever they call themselves. The SWAT Roundup. The SWAT Let's Roundup. Go. All right. SWAT that can be the title on your booth. Am I the kind of man who would murder my family? Question mark. <laughs> right. I'll I, be curious. They should call they'll themselves like Swatastica, right? It's just close enough. But to fantastic, <laughs> fantastic and Swatastica. No, just me. Okay. Sounds a lot like Swastika to me. Ah, <laughs> random coincidence. You know what? It's time to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> For the yeah. poor guy in 1936, well, I'd love to do a what he thought was a cool Buddhist tattoo. That's what we I take was, it back for. I was at that SWAT roundup thing, and they've got all kinds of like some of the stuff borders upon spy gear, like James Bond type stuff. Like they've got this um, this dirt. Right, this dirt—it's a bag of dirt—and you pour it out on a path. Now, if anyone steps in it, their foot, their footsteps will bioluminesce for a long period of time, so you can see if anyone walked through this entire area. If you if you sprinkle this dirt out, and they had uh, the the thermal optic scopes. So I, I'm friends with one of the guys who owns the company that makes the thermal optics, and I'm I'm hanging out with him at his booth, and we're just looking at all the booth babes because you can see who's got fake tits and who's got real tits. By looking at them through this thing, it, it, it what does pierces. It look like? Yeah, what do you it looks see? Like a, it looks like a titty. Oh, it, it's there's it's dark if they've got fake tits, and it's it's lighter if they don't. And if you can see through basically one le- le- layer of clothing with this thing, it's like a it's like a, a it, huh. it sees and, and through one layer of clothing. How much would this device cost? <laughs> Take a guess. And what is it's the model like, name of this device? There's so many. Take Fifty-five a guess. dollars. I'm gonna guess fifty-five hundred dollars. Just keep in mind. That when he told me, I said, nope, I don't think I can buy that. $65. And I, and I just had bought a $20,000 buggy. $25,000? Your, your titty vision money. You yes. could have lived the dream. The cheap one was $15,000. The good one that we were using to look at titties was like $55,000 wow. for this little handheld piece of technology. It was absurd. <sighs> I've got so many things Is it the kind say. of thing you could walk around with and people would know you were tit gazing? Or would they be like, why is this guy walking around with night vision? You'd look a little weird, but but it's it, it's not like a full like helmet night it's it's a it's a little thing, you know? You yeah. be, you'd look weird though. I think guns are gonna change a bunch soon. I think tech is gonna hit guns, right? It, it, for people who don't know anything about guns, the uh, evolution, I would say, of guns and rifles and stuff over the last hundred years has been kind of slowish. Right, you know, they they shoot basically the same bullets, and they're similar. It may be hundred years too long. Anyway, now I'm looking online. The scopes, like it's not that weird to have Wi-Fi and live streaming built into it. Recording, you know, optics and cameras, you know, jammed into this stuff. I think there's some um, things that are everyday tech that like that's in your phone already that will start getting bundled into guns more interestingly. There was one that calculated ballistics and stuff from like five years ago. It had it ran on Linux, which I thought was fascinating. And it was really expensive. Kyle, do you remember the name of it? Yeah, they're $20,000. I think it's the tracking point rifle. I want to say it was six digits, the one I was looking at. And Ars Technica covered it, and it was, it was like prohibitively expensive. And I bet now it's five digits or even four. Uh, it, it, Kyle, yeah, Google it. But I, I just see... Guns and rifles and like ballistics calculators getting bundled into scopes instead of using tables and stuff like that. Like it's got to be coming fast. Yeah, it's um, I, I was when Dan Bilzerian bought two of these fucking things at the same time when I was with him at SHOT Show one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they're the tracking point rifles. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're about twenty thousand dollars a piece. Okay. Um, it's um, these are as far as I know they're the best ones. I don't know. I've, I've never I've, I've never heard of what you're talking about. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just, uh, I'm, just, I'm totally I'm wrong. wrong. Uh, it's seventeen grand. I even found the article on Ars Technica. Yeah. Yes. And then and, and it's, it's like seventeen. Well, you don't want the the pad that goes with it that lets you operate it, do you? <laughs> well, don't I need that? Oh yeah, you're gonna need that. Uh, well, all right. Well, that's twenty two hundred. And uh, do you want the trigger? Or <laughs> yes, I want the trigger. It, it's, it's like by the time you get it, you got twenty k in it. And uh, and I, I was gonna, I wanted to do a video with it. And uh, and I think the deal. I don't remember. We went back and forth a lot. But no matter what deal we worked out, I was like, I'm gonna have to have one of those rifles. And they're like, Yeah, you could borrow one for as long as you need. I'm like, No, 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 no. no, no. I gotta have it. I have one of those rifles, and, and you're never ever gonna see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you I ask for two. I'm cutting you, you a your, deal. Yeah, your dental cap. Where you're like, yeah, I'll bring it back. <laughs> Funny thing, got destroyed in the making of the video. Well, I'll just send the parts back. No, really, no, just totally just destroyed. Yeah, it fell out of a boat. <laughs> I burned it afterward to be safe to make sure no one could have it. Yeah, it was. Uh, th those are those things are really cool. It's basically like a video game because you aim at something, and then the scope does the ballistics for you. It it sets itself to the, th and then you're like, all right, well now all I have to do is put the dot on the target and squeeze. And which there's isn't an, easy, but it's been a while since I read the article. But I think the trigger gives you more resistance if you're not on target. And oh, once yeah. it's lined up, the trigger, the pull, uh, they measure it in pounds. But it's much easier to pull the trigger if you're mm -hmm. on target. And it, yeah. it really neat thing. Seventeen grand in 2015. I'm gonna guess 2025. It's five grand. Yeah, maybe Three so. Grand. I yeah. I want to say those things came out right about the time me and you and Joe Lozon were at uh, a paintball thing in Chicago, and I remember like seeing the articles, and it was a big political thing because they were like um, it, gun control groups were saying, "Is this an auto sniping device teaching mm. the everyday person?" How to take out political targets at thousands of meters? Question mark. Question you mark. You click the article and it says, "No, but also, <laughs> but we don't like it, and you shouldn't have one." It's it, it's like, I mean, most of these nut jobs don't have seventeen thousand dollars. Not and some of them do. That, that guy in fucking uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, big budget. Dude, when are we going to millionaire? Learn anything about that isn't that crazy? That was the biggest shooting ever, and like it seemed like it got swept under the rug. You're like, totally like, right. Nobody's, you know nobody's coming out with details. What, what was that guy's motivation? What was he? He just goes and shoots up a country concert, and then they're like, "Yeah, he, this guy." Uh, and and like in one of the pictures, there's like a note that you can see there. Like, what the fuck was he? Like, what was his note about? Like, like I, it's just like I wish we knew some details about. That. I want to know the sheets in so tight. <laughs> this, <laughs> dude, so I, I want to know no details tuck, on one that. No tuck, one tuck. Which <laughs> just is fun. It, it, like in today's climate. You hear about a shooting, right? Some relatively unspectacular nine people in a library. I don't know. I made that up. The first question everybody asks, oh, who do you vote for? You know, who, did, who, yeah. did the, who did that shooter vote for? We need to know if this is Trump's fault or whatever, that hot chick from New York's fault. Eventually, it's going to like get down to a point where people are going to try and politicize it, but somebody's going to go shoot up like an Applebee's because they're like a staunch tgi fridays fan <laughs> like eventually it'll get to that point and people will still try to politicize it most of these people are just deranged and crazy and any sort of 
I would think ideological motivation is skewed at best. Most like of where, them. The one dude yeah. with the van from Florida it was pretty clearly uh, shooting for the red team for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah for sure. He All hated the- Trump because he thought Trump was like a pawn of, of Israel. No, like that is was the so next guy. No, uh, oh, no, that was the guy in the, the Trump van that did the shooting. No, the one right? you're thinking of is the one that shot up the synagogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. It's hard to keep track. It is. You know, welcome to America. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that guy in the van. So I, I'll say this about the van guy. He seemed actually, like, mentally unstable. Like, he didn't seem like a focused individual who could really weigh left and right very well anyway. And I'm not defending him or, or, or anything like that. But, like, he seemed like an actual crazy person who's like... And there's different levels of crazy. Like, the synagogue crazy guy... Seemed like he was a man on a mission who was misguided and hated Jews because he's screaming anti-Semitic stuff as he slaughtered, I don't even remember like, how many. Like 10 or 11 or something. Yeah, and then a couple of police officers. Um, the guy with the van, he was living that van life hard. <laughs> I, hey. mean, I mean, that alone should tell you something. Uh, you know what? Hey, that's, he that's wasn't so all bad. Yeah, the van looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's so interesting about the Vegas guy is like, like big, we yeah. don't know whether he is crazy pants kind of guy or if he's like Ted Kaczynski kind of guy where he's yeah. got like a manifesto and a ton of stuff he's written about the uh, the industrial revolution and all you know all the things that that Ted Kaczynski wrote about like so we don't we don't know shit you we know don't, like I... we don't know anything about the chasm between total deranged maniac and dude who thinks he's like like the savior of Here's like a political I want to know and I think Kyle might have the answer so in my head, I want to know if this is too expensive for a regular person to pull off, right? Like a, a, a regular person, someone who didn't go to college, but they're now 35 and they've been working as a plumber for a while, can get $40,000 and throw away their future, right? They can get a personal loan. They could get a home equity loan. and, and fi- was, We got a sponsor he, for that. <laughs> was what he did uh, that night too expensive for a regular person to pull off? No. 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 Well, but he was he wasn't a regular guy. He was pretty wealthy, right? He From was gambling. A, he was a multimillionaire. Okay. He owned a plane, several homes. Oh. Um the what the rumor that I've always heard that I heard I believe I even heard like the whatever the the local sheriff say this or something. And he was basically saying like we don't know and we may never know, but that we have heard that he had uh, lost a lot gambling recently. So it's possible that he was very upset about that. Very very upset we about that. We may never know. Like I'm, because, I'm, yeah, why because, wouldn't they tell us that? Well, no, no, he may never know. It's not like he, I may never tell you. It's like he oh. may never discover. You know, because the with the evidence they have in hand, gotta know like, more. They, I, they they just I refuse to believe. They're like we have no idea. Nothing's come forward. Like they have to know. It something. could be something like there could be a reason that they're not telling us more. Even though, and and, sure. and the more maybe like 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 a whole separate thing. Like this guy might have been like a CIA contractor or something that they had working in Bolivia to de- destabilize some government at some point, and they just can't talk about that because there are still operatives in the field or something like that. It's irrelevant to why he did this, but but something like that could be keeping you know some information under tabs. You never know, and I, I I'm yeah. Oftentimes I'm a, I'm a little bit trustworthy trusting of situations like that, especially with presidents. Like, like I remember when Obama was like not talking about something with the uh, Osama bin Laden raid or something. And, and lots of people were like, no, you, Oh, he threw the body away. And I'm like, well, probably a good idea that they gave this guy a proper burial at sea so that we don't look like 
some people who who, who are like they're the ones Did who we dragged not share our the pictures. I think that might be what you're thinking of. They didn't share the pictures, and then they you know they buried him at sea. You know the, yeah. the body, Osama bin Laden, and and people were complaining that they gave him this proper burial. And I was think I just remember thinking like, well, the enemy are the ones who drag our bodies through streets and 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 desecrate us. Like like we don't have to stoop to their level every step of the way. I heard it explained like this that. If the enemy saw what we did to that body, I heard he got canoed, like shot in the forehead after he was dead. It just sort of split it. And, yeah, he uh, shot him two or three times in the head. Yeah, and um, they felt like if if the enemy saw what Osama looked like dead, that it would be motivating for them. So they just got rid of that situation. That have you have you ever heard sense. the interview of the guy who shot Osama bin Laden on the Howard Stern show? No, no. was it interesting? So that guy has written a book, and now he works, um, like I think, helping veterans get jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stern is Stern, so he's like, "You're the guy who did it. You killed Osama bin Laden." And he'll just like, "Yeah, well, you know, it was a team effort, this and that. I wouldn't have even been, been the one going through that door if uh, you know this and that hadn't happened, et cetera, et cetera." But like Stern, like he wants to know what like assholes like us want to know, like, like what happened to his head? How many bullets in his head? Uh, let me ask you this. Who put his head back together for the picture? And like, well, uh, you know, my, my buddy, he, he sort of pushed things back together so that we could. And, and it was he got the nitty gritty details that Jesus. like this guy wasn't volunteering. He explained like the raid from beginning to end, and he taught he really gave praise to that. If you've ever seen that movie, like Zero Dark Thirty, I think maybe there's a redheaded actress who's the one who's it the raid was her idea. She's the one who had like gotten the intel from some source. And she was the one pushing it through and making sure it happened. And, uh, and he was like, her intel is what made this thing a success. She told us that the last line of defense is going to be Osama's son. He's going to be on the stairs and he's going to have a rifle. And she told us what his name was. And so when we went around that banister, I whispered his name and then some words in Arabic. And he peeked out around the banister and we blew him away and then went up the stairs. It was, it was really cool to hear that interview. It's, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Damn. Now I want to hear it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> cool. It's yeah. this guy being very matter of fact about like, and you know, he talks about his training. He wasn't a Superman. You know, he's not like some. He wasn't some gigantic spe- human. He didn't know how to swim when he joined when he joined the Navy SEALs. He had to. He got like a collegiate swimmer to like train him how to swim for like the two or three months that led up to him going into the buds uh, training program or whatever. And I thought that was remarkable. You know, like like yeah. you you think that these guys. It, it's more about toughness and character. It seems than determination. I used to daydream about uh, being a Navy SEAL. Right, it was never in the cards. I've got this damaged hand or whatever, but I would sometimes daydream about it. And uh, the swimming, like they would, there's a there's a thing in a pool that knocks some people out where they like dunk them a lot and they tear mm-hmm. their goggles off. And uh, that would not be the hard part for me, right? It's get the fuck. Out of it. Oh, really? Did they? Did your goggles come off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the part that looks the worst to me is so lame. Like, like, I'm almost embarrassed to say it. It's when they make him get wet and sandy. Dude, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Because, no, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. Uh, and, and a lot of people act like that's hard, and I, and I get it. And it's not the, look, I could do that, right? Like, walk me over to a warm beach, preferably East Coast, because it's warmer. Uh, I'm thinking 12.30, 1 p.m., something like Maui. that. Maui. Who was yeah. the hardest part of killing Osama? Well, it was getting wet and sandy. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not like that. They take you when you're already on the verge of quitting, when there's already that, you know, walk left that Chelsea Sonnen talks about right there. 
and then they ruin you and then they freeze you and they make you stay there and then you're cold and you're hurting and then they're like all right up the beach that's all sugar cookie you know and you just make sand angels while you're soaking wet and then you go back into the water and your your skin has worn out in several places already but it's still go time and now you've got this like uh pants and sand sandpaper where skin used to be sawing at you right this goes on for days that's the hard it's not the pool time where they take your goggles off i'll be fine for that it's days of just getting the shit beat out of you like i remember watching a documentary about exactly what you're talking about and i remember knowing for a fact it was not in the cards for me to do it when they were like all right like after like they just did all that shit and he's like you are now allowed 20 minutes for a standing nap <laughs> and every one of them like like i would have been like standing nap are you high i'm out of here i'm going back to school fuck you like what what they did though all the navy seals like had a look of like oh, oh 20 minutes of standing nap and they st- they all stand there and like a couple people just fall over because they're doing it and then of course they wake up to that same guy going did i say this was a laying down <laughs> Is it really a standing nap or is this part of the get the bit? Horrible. Taylor, I can't tell. Is standing nap real? Yes, it was all just Some of them lean against each other. Team effort this shit. What they had just had to do was that thing where they all like put a log above their shoulders and they all have to like in unison walk out into the surf and then like press it and move it around and everything in unison, which is really much harder because like some dude who's not doing his full thing, three people to the right of you, you're picking up the slack. And as soon as that was done, they did the standing nap thing. And it was it was funny, but also like, man, I'm really glad that the elite of the elite of the elite that defend our country and do things on behalf of this nation are that well-trained. Like, that's very reassuring. Yeah, they're but just made of stern stuff. There has I, to be I, something about them chemically that. that doesn't quit. I, I, I like, I'm impressed by people like that. Yeah, Bill Zarian passed that training course. He, uh, he, I, then he hit, a, hit an officer, and uh, they made him repeat it, and then something else happened. He did, he went, I'm pretty sure he went through Buds twice, and he didn't quit. He got kicked out after, after doing something so stupid. So he didn't pass the training. There's more than well, one way to fail Buds. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what they call it, the, the SEAL training. And then, of course, Jesse the Body Ventura. I want to say he was a Navy SEAL, right? Yeah, Navy SEALs uh-huh. are mad at him because Chris Kyle said something that he maintains is untrue. But Chris yeah. Kyle is dead, so there's not really a big back and forth on that anymore. Yeah, it, the preci- what exactly happened was Chris Kyle wrote in his book a number of things that must have been either lies or or he was a... He, for one thing, he said that he was shooting loop, looters uh, in during Hurricane Katrina. That he sniped out like dozens of looters. Chris um, Kyle said that. Yeah, uh, and, but he also said that he he got in an argument with Jesse Ventura one night in a bar, and he knocked Jesse Ventura unconscious. And Jesse Ventura goes, "No, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't knock me out." And he starts suing the Chris Kyle, like um, suing him in civil court. Then Chris dies. He gets killed by that deranged fan, mm-hmm. and. Well, the lawsuit's ongoing, and the way that the people who don't like it frame it is, you're suing Chris Kyle's widow. And it's like, well, I'm suing the Chris Kyle estate, you know, although mm-hmm. all the, he's, he's a wealthy mm-hmm. guy. I, I, I'm not targeting his wife, but, like, he wronged me. He, he defamed me in this book, and, like, I'm just trying to fight for the truth and to be compensated now that being said, Jesse Ventura is a nutty, nutty motherfucker. He's got a, he's got a TV I show. I resent that. 
<laughs> I, I live in the Baja, and down there the men are men and the Mexicans are afraid. I served in the United States military from December 1st, 69 to September 10th, 75. Just because I never saw combat doesn't mean I'm any less of a SEAL. That dead bastard has nothing on me. He didn't even, that movie's not even real. Did you know that? I thought it was a docudrama. I just beat a a man to death with a polar bear. I'm profoundly overweight. (laughs) (laughs) And my neck is enormous. I've been using a salve from a friend, actually. (laughs) Now, uh, I've totally noticed your your girth gain, Jesse. It's it's really impressive. I'm so proud of you uh, for using the salve. I wouldn't be here without you, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a similar show to Alex. I want to say it's on RT, like Russia Today or whatever that network is. And Uh it's a really cheesy sort of behind the desk talking about like conspiracy theories and nonsense type show. Like, like with like a green screen behind him that looks real fake, just like Alex Jones, like, like with this bright background and this silly desk. And he's sitting there with what little hair he has in a ponytail and he's talking that crazy nonsense. Mm-hmm. I remember Jesse the Body Ventura when he was riding in a fucking helicopter with Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting aliens. That's the one I choose to remember. And also maybe the one that was the governor of Minnesota. For an- <laughs> what are you thinking, Minnesota? <laughs> Like that guy is. Oh. I <laughs> looked it up. I was point? curious about the combat thing. It's true. He's never served in combat. Yeah, I just did like. A That's because thing. all of my missions were off the books. Yeah, <laughs> I was. That, that was what went in my head. I instantly tried to like. All right, so maybe he didn't like see broad, wide scale combat. Maybe he, you know, did something. You know, six people dropped into Granada or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, he didn't see combat. I was uh, on Netflix now. They have uh, an entire series of Medal of, Medal of Honor stories, and uh, I still say that the the YouTube videos that do this are better. But this uh, this this show is still pretty freaking good. I've watched several episodes of it, and the one I watched last night was while I paced and ate my pimento cheese sandwich. Was uh, <laughs> it were I want to say they were in Vietnam. And there was a situation, I may, I may get the areas wrong, but in like Laos, uh, we weren't allowed to put military personnel there. So what they did was they, um, they had these, te- these Air Force technicians resign from the Air Force. Well, now you're not in the military, but Lockheed Martin has a job for you. And then they just put them in Laos on this mountaintop running like this big radar facility. And uh, the guy who won the Medal of Honor was one of those guys. And when, when the Vietnamese came, like, he killed a ton of them and got all of his buddies out. And uh, it, was, it was very heroic. And, man, I cry on almost every single one of those stories, <laughs> especially the ones on YouTube. Because these old men who fought in Korea will be there. And it's just like that Band of Brothers thing when, the, when he's like, do it, do it, Taylor. <laughs> the whole My thing. My grandson asked me, Grandpa, were you a hero in the war? Grandpa said no, but I served in a company of heroes. <laughs> and, then, and then it plays the sad music, and he's just this old man, and he had all these remarkable achievements, and he's so humbled by the sacrifice of his men. He's truly a good man, Captain Winners. That's why every time I hit this Hitler doll, I think of <laughs> Captain Winners. I think of Captain Winners and how every punch is a punch to fascism. 
punch Nazis. Hashtag punch Nazis. I'm on board. I'm with her. Bernie bro. All of it. I'm with a punch Nazis. I'm on board. Just you telling, the, just you saying that brought back those memories, and I teared up. I teared up. If, if you'd done it another time back to back, I'd have cried. It's, like it's so powerful when when I hear those stories, like 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 these 75, 85 year old men being like, you know, you know, it, I found out that he took a round through the bottom of the chopper on the way back. And I said, no, Billy can't be dead. Billy can't be killed. And they said, yeah. He hit a major vein, he bled out, and he just closed his eyes real hard to try to not to cry. And he's like, here's the bravest of us all. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so sad. So you have sad. to like almost laugh. Like at least I do in response to things that sad, otherwise I'll cry. Like heartbreaking. I, there's uh it's related to this. Do you know Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear? He's yes. the big guy, he's got kind of a belly tonight. Yeah. White, white British dude. And uh, he tells the story of why he likes the Porsche 928. And I guess he his, his wife's father is uh, the British version of a Medal of Honor winner. And I don't know if he's dying, but he gets in that Porsche 928 and sees him like for the last time. And he has a soft spot for a car that's not considered to be uh, amongst the elite. But for him, it is. And it is well told. And I bet it would make Kyle uh, feel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't you know, watch any cult shows. I don't know shit about cars. I've watched most episodes of Top Gear though, because those three guys have some of the most entertaining chemistry, like the challenges they but do. It's so the, fake, right? Oh, it, it's so fake. It's but like that's so to be expected. Of, like it British is, reality but... shows, even more than American reality shows. And American reality shows are scripted as fuck. But like, I don't even mind the scriptedness. Like, I like the hokey jokes and the British humor and the way they shit on like Hammond or May. I like it. It's well done. I like their chemistry. I enjoy the show as much as you do. But my gosh, I, I, I do have a, li- a, a bit of a struggle because it's not supposed to be fake, right? I like, like the language. I, I, like the, I, like the, I like the harsh adult language in that context. It's almost surprising when, they, when they, you know, they're rude to each other and they're, they're mean to each other and, they, and they'll drop some serious language. I, I want to say there's F-bombs in that show. I could be wrong. I, but think, it, it, I think they are now that it's on Amazon. Yeah, um, I don't know. I've never really gotten into those guys, but I, but not because I think that it's not a good show. It's just not something I'm that into with the car thing, you know. Like, like, like I, I don't understand fetishizing supercars and stuff like that. You know, they, they say there's. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about the supercars either. Like, it's neat, but I don't yeah. really care. I'm watching it because it's fun to watch them race across Namibia I or something. Pre-watch this video, but it's only a minute long. It's accidentally time-stamped, time-stamped at six seconds, if you could rewind. Let me preface this video by saying Porsche worked with the Nazis and designed the Tiger tanks and built the Tiger tanks. They put many Americans in the grave. Yeah, give them a little slap. <laughs> I, I hope you slap with your dick a little after the show. Let them know who's boss. I'm hoping this is the video that I want it to be. Can we watch it together? <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. I know Hammond and May think my 928 Porsche is a bit dull, but for one very good reason, it isn't dull to me. You see, back in 1994, I was living in London. I got a call one evening from my mum to say that my dad was desperately ill in a hospital in Sheffield and I needed to get there as quickly as possible. I'd just taken a chicken out of the oven and I thought, well, I'll take that from my mum because she won't have eaten, ran outside, and I had a 928 on test that week. 
And when I arrived in Sheffield, the chicken was still warm. And my dad was still alive. In fact, he died half an hour later. And the truth Jeez. is, if I hadn't have been driving a car which could sit quite happily at 170 miles an hour, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to say goodbye to my dad. Well, that's good. So that's as good. far as I'm concerned, the 928 uh, you know, is all right. I, I get what you're saying. I like that story a lot. But he didn't fight off a bunch of gooks <laughs> to save all of his friends. He didn't throw any hand grenades back. I think I'm uh, conflating stories. I'm, I'm mixing. There's a, he has a war story, too. It's not oh, his. Okay. It's his father's or father-in-law's. But yeah, yeah, that's a good you story. You know, uh, something that that's makes you cry and like get emotional is uh, those videos where like blind kids see for the first time, or like a little Hear. deaf baby hears their mom's voice, or uh, uh, like a little kid is able to walk correctly for the first time because they get their braces on their legs or whatever. All those are good because it's like you're seeing. Like, truly not manufactured, not put on, like, totally organic joy on part of the children. Because, like, they're not even old enough to know to put on a, a show for to make it dramatic. Like, it's just a genuine, heartfelt, like, holy shit, I'm normal now. Which is really cool to see. Yeah. That that one in... So we used to... I used to, anyway, daydream that, like, all Colin needs is a cochlear implant. And then suddenly, you know, like, the whole problem has been that he hasn't been here. In the same way that deaf people can't speak well, right? It's mm -hmm. These are just downstream yeah. problems of not being able to hear. Uh, it's not all he needs. His hearing is fine. But uh, that, yeah, I used to daydream about that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Totally makes sense. Yeah. I have a uh, video. Well, let, let me do a quick ad retail about GetQuip, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and give you this video, so... You can judge whether you think it's good or not. This is a, uh, a customer laying a beating down, I'm told. I haven't watched it yet because they refused a little extra ketchup. And I can relate to that because I want ketchup on every French fry they give me, not just every third French fry. You give me two packets for a large pack of fries, I'm going to want some more. But first, let me tell everyone about Get Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier, traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere. Whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on and... Because the, uh, the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist's recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com, Slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash PKA. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash PKA. Check them out. I use my Quip every day when I wake up and every day before I go to bed. Fantastic. Best brush I've ever used. You guys will not regret it. Twice a day. Good for you, Taylor. Yeah. Look oh, yeah. at me. I remember when the dentist was like, you got to brush your teeth after every meal. And I was like, absolutely no. Like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to bring like toothpaste and a toothbrush to school. Like, no, absolutely not. I don't remember what 
uh, cartoon or like comedian made the joke where he's like, I think it was Bart Simpson where he's like, oh, you want me to do your job for you for free? <laughs> you know, like, my son no, does you that. You take care of my teeth. Yeah, he, he, did, uh, he brushes every day twice. Well, it started a, a year or two ago because he has clear braces. And, oh, uh, yeah, like Invisalign? Yes, yeah. I think they might literally be Invisalign, but I'm not sure. Anyway, um, they just told him, like, yeah, so here's your new process. When you take the braces out of your mouth, you, like, clean them and put them in this box. And then you, after you eat, you brush your teeth. You put on the, cl- you know, to clean your braces again, put them on, whatever it is. And uh, he learned it. And now he just d- didn't question. He didn't, didn't do a tailor and be like, what? Uh, yeah, absolutely no. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do that at all. He's, I, just, I still do that today. Like he's he's a dream patient for a dentist. Whereas today they'll be like, now Taylor, you need to be using a water pick every day, twice a day for like ten minutes. And in the in the chair, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna add twenty minutes to my oral health routine every day. Yeah, okay. No, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy one, not use it until four days before my next appointment, and then I'll use it. And if there's no results, I'll say I did it. <laughs> I and floss after every meal. I, I, every meal I floss, and I have floss stashed everywhere. There's some in my glove compartment. Uh, there, there's some downstairs in the kitchen, every bathroom. I'm never more than like a few steps from floss. I hate flossing. I can do it without a mirror, Unless you obviously. Have, do you use one of like the, the little pick kind where you can like bite down on it and it's super easy? Or do you use like old school string? I'm a fan of the string, although we have... My wife bought the pick kind because she likes Those are that. Better. We have... She bought it on Amazon, and uh, I saw it in the Amazon cart, and I was like, you know, $63 for, like, dental floss picks? Floss? Yeah. Whatever. You know, she already ordered it, and I'm going to make a fight over it. Like 10,000 of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of mistake you only make on Amazon. We had pounds and pounds of these, like, things. She had to buy... um you know, like the little plastic thing you might use to store forks and knives and spoons? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got yeah. that filled with dental floss picks in, in the kitchen. We have like Your children's ten- children won't need to buy <laughs> floss. So, yeah. If you ever need a floss pick and you're in my kitchen, I got you hooked up. Hey, make sure you tweet the show out. You too will be the uh, recipient of a floss pick. Yeah, maybe I'll Only toss one, one in with, uh, with Simeon Kyle. <laughs> used or unused, whichever you prefer. Oh, I'm not giving my DNA away. No, oh, it could be a Jurassic Woody sister. Woody's brother with a baby. But yeah, I, I, I always want. It's not that interesting. I want to go downstairs and take a picture because you just, you just when when they came in, I'm like, there's some heft. There's it, we bought like seven pounds of dental floss picks. It's it was something. Have you else. ever like been way too ambitious with an Amazon purchase, and then you realize when it gets like like I bought workout shirts, like wicking away stuff. And I clicked what I thought was extra large because I don't like it to be too tight. Turns out I selected extra large, like UK sizing, which is large here. And so they all showed up and I like put, I, I bought like nine of them at once. And like I put the first one on. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going outside in this. Because, <laughs> because this is making me, it's really putting off a Michelin man vibe oh. in my midsection. And so I was like, all right, well, I guess I bought nine shirts that I can use in the confines of my own home. Or yeah, I, can lose good 20 on, I, I bet they'd look good on your girl. Yeah, put them on her. Uh, I actually let her put one on. I mean, they're way too big for her. But, you know, they, they I, still, uh, still work. I, 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 tested the, I tested the water in that regard. I, I bought one large, and, I was, I, and it was definitely too tight. But I was okay with that because I'm rowing. 
And so then I bought three more extra large, and those fit quite well. But then I realized, like, nobody's looking anyway. Underwear. Underwear. Thermostat on 65. Let's row. Like, 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 like this, there's no reason to be wearing clothes. I have a couple of oh. rash guards. And a rash guard, like, I prefer, my, for surfing, I prefer my rash guard to fit tight. I don't like it to be all floppy. And usually, like, if it's of a, if it fits like a t-shirt, it probably holds water similar to a t-shirt. It's not Is the rash guard shirt you're talking about? Or yeah, it, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a very tight t-shirt that would, like, oh. snug to your body. And, and I don't know. Other people have them on, so I don't feel as stupid. But my wife, like, we'll go swimming in the backyard. She's like, why don't you put this on, you know, so you don't get sun? And I don't want to tell her, like, because it shows every unflattering curve. That's why. Like, even amongst my wife and son, I don't want to look like that. I look better with no shirt than with this elastic monstrosity squeezing things in. That's no good. Yeah. It takes your love handles and goes, look! <laughs> look at this look at who you are look at the man you've become and you're like oh no and you like grab them and uh oh. I, it's so much easier to work out in like a cotton t-shirt and just deal with the uncomfortable sweat and the bad look because then at least you have like a little plausible deniability in the midsection the only thing worse is a my fit hey how's this look for you huh <laughs> yeah. yeah it I really like seeing my lifts sides and when separates really <laughs> in. like like really pressed in right here that, that looks oh. good <laughs> it's 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 an awful look um and by the way like like we talked about this the other night but i'm afraid to wash mine the belt the the my zone belt the actual like belt part i'm terrified to wash it because it might stop working it's so gross dude it's i so shower with mine gross. i've showered with it oh you've showered probably four times all just right. the belt with the device on. With the device on. I, Holy you, shit! Yeah, no, Daredevil uh, over here! <laughs> well, I started doing it when you told me I could swim. <laughs> like, I corrected that before we started! But I already, just, I already tested it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I've showered with, with it. And, and oh, what oh. it is, is there's usually a few spare MEPs left. Like, you know, this would be whatever, an 800 MEP workout. But if I shower with it, it's going to be like an 803 MEP workout, so... Shower aggressively. You're like, you're going to get clean as fuck. Soap in, soap in, soap in. You want to get clean? Yeah. Get in here. <laughs> Bring all the dogs and I'm on a roll. <laughs> like, that hurts. That hurts. It's too rough. Shut up. You're getting clean. <laughs> yeah. I know it hurts, but I'm in the green. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got two of those ex exfoliating gloves on, one on each hand, and you're just car washing her. My face. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys experienced this error with it like it's only been the last couple days but i'll be at like 80 you know somewhere around 80 and then just out of nowhere like continuing the same level it'll go 80 77 71 68 62 58 and i'm like what i'm still going just as hard and then like a minute later it'll go you know 58 65 69 76 77 no. 82 could it be like, what the fuck is is going I, on like, it's missing going it's on. missing pulses is that what's happening is it just maybe it it's be, maybe you're not wet it enough just, it just started two days ago because up until oh. then it would be working fine and but it, it'll go down and then sometimes only stay down in like the 50s for like 30 seconds like in my workouts you can see going from like 82 to like 62 and then like not even a growth back just a bounce so I don't know what it is. Missing let, me, uh, let me tell everybody about Stitch Fix, and then uh, maybe we can watch this video. I'm hoping the video is good. I didn't pre-watch it, but Chiz okay. thought it was a good thing. He sent it to us. Uh, we'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring tonight's episode of PKA. Style? Some of us have it, and some of us don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive to some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present 
to discover that, st- that style that you never knew you had, and you can, with a little help from our friends over at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and budget right on your laptop, smartphone, or tablet. Your personal stylist then springs into action, hand-selecting five brand-new clothing items just for you. I know, I know, personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but you can too. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep. And since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you'll still be in complete control. Once your items arrive, try them on and only pay for what you keep. Don't like something? Need another size? Just send the items back, no questions asked, and shipping is always free both ways. Get your fix wherever, whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know you will too. Hurry to stitchfix.com PKA to get started right now. Uh, keep all five items in your box, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com PKA, stitchfix.com PKA. Check them out. Yeah. With your great oral hygiene, you'll want to look fly, and Stitch Fix is going to do that for you. Yeah. I, uh, I kept all, all five of my items whenever I did it, and uh, it, it, it just made sense. It was, like, it was one of those deals like when you're at the grocery store and you get to the checkout, and she's like, you know, these are buy two, get one free, so if you buy one more, you'll get another one free. And she's like, yeah, I get... well, I'd be stupid not to get this. I don't want to leave money on the table here. Exactly. Yeah. It just makes sense to, to, to keep all five items most of the time. That's how so. Costco gets you. Like Sam's, Costco, any of those club memberships where it's like, Oh man, I need Drano for for my bathtub or my sink, and it's like, well, why have a reasonable amount of Drano when you could have a fifty-gallon barrel of Drano? Do you know for a fact you'll never have a clog in the future? And it's like, well, no, Mr. Costco sales associate, you you shouldn't be here. You've got much more potential than selling this barrel. <laughs> you know, you're really sold. You know what? Put it. You know what? Put it on. I'm making a decision today. You know, I'm I'm not dealing with it. I'm getting some plumber. So you ever get a cleaned uh, a a. a what do you call it? A clogged drain. You ever get that? I mean, I've used uh, Drano like on drains when they uh, when they get like hair in them and shit. My kitchen sink. I bet you have to deal with that. See, I don't have that issue with that with the enormous amounts of hair. I don't have any dogs, or and I'm not Taylor. So, <laughs> uh, but I do have an issue in my kitchen, like like where the uh, the food. Um, what do you call the thing that like grinds up food in your sink? Food pro- Oh, uh, uh, garbage dis- disposal. disposal. Garbage disposal. Like mine quit working. And I don't want to replace it or work on it. I, I have this idea in my head that if I get under the sink and disconnect everything, then there's a bunch of like gunk and it's going to be disgusting. So I'm just it like, I try to be careful about like not getting food down there. And I just scrape my plates in the, in the, in the garbage. But what happened was, it, I guess it got a little bit clogged. So now whenever I run the dishwasher, gross food that's in the dishwasher comes up into the sink. And now the sink is clogged. So I'm... I, fucking running Drano down that bitch and I and and using a goddamn plunger on it to solve the problem. And I, I did that twice and it seems to have completely fixed the issue, but I, I feel like it's just gonna come back. I think you want to hire a plumber. So so I have replaced the garbage disposal and I don't think you'd like it. Uh, one, it is yucky. And two, it's a little complicated as a plumbing job. You know, when I decided to do it, I thought I was just going to like unscrew the garbage disposal and screw the new one. But there's some flexible pipes leading to the back of the dishwasher and stuff that I didn't anticipate. So it wouldn't be a crazy thing to just hire a plumber and say, make this problem go away. I think I've got a lot of plumbing experience, honestly. Okay. Um, I used to do it a lot, uh, CPVC and PVC and just, you know, putting new joints on and, and T joints and running lots of pipe. I've done it a lot. 
I don't want to. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I'm sorry, I cut you off, but plumbing... I'm very passionately against plumbing. I really, really dislike it. And and <laughs> the problem for plumbing for me isn't the yuckiness. There's a yuck factor involved in about half a plumbing. That doesn't kill me. What kills me is the location. Every time I do plumbing, I'm like laying on my back with like the sharp edge of a like the kickboard on your cabinet digging into my spine. I'm in a crawl space with like snakes and bugs and like raccoon poop or something. Uh, yep. I, it, it, the, where you do plumbing is what kills it for me. Uh, there's a couple tools that make it just a dream come true. Like if you if you've had to use a hacksaw to do a, a good bit of plumbing before, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just a nightmare because sometimes you're using a hacksaw in a really confined area. And the biggest stroke you can make is like an inch. So it's just like, and your arm will burn out after a minute or two of that. I'm just like really hardly going like this, uh-huh. even though it's, it's close to masturbation, but not close enough. Right. Different and muscle groups. Different muscle groups. <laughs> so, but, so they make this, uh, this PVC pipe cutter that looks like something you would trim shrubbery with. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's like a ratchet thing. You're like, click, 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 click. And you're giving very little effort. But this blade is just cutting straight through the PVC pipe, clean as can be, with minimal effort. It's it's when I got the got one of those for the first time, I was like, this is like a phaser. This is like a, giving me a Star Trek phaser. This is so much. It, click 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 cut. It's it's brilliant. Have you, it's so have you much cut fun. the copper pipes with that tool? Oh, that that's a different tool. That's the yeah. one that 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 you go around and yes, around and around with. That's also fun to fun to do. I felt like I've it's, I, the first I've done time a lot of it that. like scratches it, and you're like, I don't even see why this tool would work, but okay. And you, you tighten a little more, spinning around a little more, and before like it doesn't take any time at all. And you're like, oh my god, I just made the perfect cut on copper where I meant to cut it. <laughs> like that's great. It really just, it's all the things I wanted in a cut. <laughs> yeah, but we converted it, some we converted some buildings from propane to natural gas one year. And it involved a shit ton of doing that. Is it oh. copper? Is is <laughs> it's steel? No, it's steel. It's a it, but but it's a similar device. Oh, okay. I there, used there it on black whole, pipe like, once, and it ruins it right away. <laughs> now, this... why would you go to natural gas over a clean burning propane? <laughs> because it's cheaper, and you don't have to rely on those enormous fucking tanks. They, it, you know, it's just a under, under, underground line, Hank. <laughs> My dad says butane's a bastard <laughs> gas. Taste the meat, not the heat. Remember that one? Remember when Bobby said that? Yeah. My dad He's said a bastard <laughs> gas. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Bobby, but like, oh, he's. <laughs> dad. Like, it's hard. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking. That's loser. my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. When I've he heard. Learns, <laughs> I've heard they're talking about bringing it back. And having Bobby be like a either a, a, a late teenager or a young adult. No. There, just a, bring it back the way it was. King of the Hill. I, I hear you. I like the idea that Kyle's talking about. But there's a new Matt Groening cartoon out. Do you guys know the name of it? My daughter showed yeah, it to me. She's, it's, uh, it's not good. It's on okay. Netflix. It's called like, en- it's, it's something like Enchantment or something like that. And I, 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 I watched it and then I, I sometimes oh, I'll get an no, opinion. Exactly. Yeah, Enchantment. Sometimes I get an opinion about a show, and then I go online to, to, to get my opinions verified by others, and I found perfect validation of, of what I thought of the show. I was like, you know, like, she's a princess, but she's also trying to be, like, a warrior or something like that. And, and the two stories are really conflicting, not because of, like, gender norms or, or, or like, standard storytelling arcs, but 
just doesn't work. It's clashing. Like, like she should be one or the other. Like, like, like we've seen. I don't remember what that Disney cartoon or Pixar cartoon is with the red-haired chick with the bow, and she's like, she's like the badass princess. Brave, not, I forget her name, but it, the yeah, show was called Brave. Brave. Yeah. Or Mulan, Mulan, mm-hmm. right? Like, like that's when it works. And and and, and you know, I, I'm not a fucking sexist in real life. I, I love those. <laughs> I love those stories of, of female empowerment and them and them going and doing a thing. Mm-hmm. But I watched this and I'm and I went online and there's this whole article and it's exactly that. It's like they try to do two things at once, but fa- but succeed at nothing. And I was like, yeah, that, that's kind of how it it's, felt. Uh, I, I didn't it's like called it. disenchantment and. It's done in, like, I, I watched maybe 15 minutes of it with my girl because we saw it and we're like, oh, this looks exactly, if you see it on Netflix, you'll notice the art style is the exact same thing as Futurama. Mm-hmm. And I love Futurama. Like, I think that's an awesome show. And so I was like, oh, clearly the same guy. And so we started watching that and we got like 15, maybe 20 minutes in and it was just like, this sucks. Like, I haven't even tittered once. I haven't laughed. This isn't funny. Like, it was a ham-handed Kind of the only thing felt like I'll a throw, cash grab because like, I'm being uh, contrarian. I can think of cartoons that took whole seasons to get their vibe. Like, like okay, Parks and Rec. I think the first season's not their best one. You know, the the Chris Pratt character isn't worked out. He's hateable. The nurse, you know, is kind of weird. And they don't hit their stride until season two. Um, Bart Simpson, The Simpsons. People say the early Simpsons is great. Watch the very early stuff. When Bart didn't have a good relationship with his dad, his dad choked him way too long. Uh, I like that. Come Bart on. was the core of it. His dad didn't have much of a role. Um, I, I, and like I, the voice being different in the first mm-hmm. seasons, like most of the time, I can't go back and watch the first season of a cartoon show, like The Simpsons, King of the Hill, Family, Family Guy. Guy, because all the voices are way different. Like go back right. and watch first season Simpsons, and like Homer, he's he's just. He just sound boy. What are you doing over there? Doing like it? It does. It sounds nothing like Homer. It's weird. Yeah. I yeah, it's I, weird. I suspect that if the, I know Kyle might be different, but if the, if our viewers watch the first Simpson, first ep- season of The Simpsons, they'll be like, yeah, you know what? It actually did maybe hit its groove a year or two later. So maybe oh, I agree. disenchantment I think, will too. I I think that's the consensus that like first season isn't much to write home about. It's it's probably two through th- eight. I think it's three. It's it's probably three through eight is is like the ones that like if you if you looked at like the Emmys they won or like the writing staff that they had on board like that was when Conan O'Brien was writing and guys like that um, or, or um, I can't think of the other guy's name who did who did cartoon Smigel I think Smigel uh, worked with him at some point uh, who who did the, the those cartoons for uh, Saturday Night Live did you, did you ever see the cartoon on SNL called the ambiguously gay duo Oh yeah, no. it's yeah. hilarious Taylor. <laughs> It's these two superheroes with enormous, like, cod pieces on, <laughs> like, like, big, bulging dongs. Like, they're each packing 12 inches at least. And, like, they live together, and their names are, like, Brett and Tracy or something like that. And, like, they always end up in something that looks very gay. And, like, even the supervillains will stop, and they'll be like, Ugh! and they'll be like, What? Like the way they fly through the air is like they get into like doggy style position and like move around really fast. He's like, quick, on my back, Tracy, away. Do they have a motorcycle they ride too? I forget. I want to say it might be shaped like a dick. (laughs) Yeah. They're, you know, ambiguously gay, but you have to be in real denial to think that those two are straight. Yeah. I'll see if I can find like anything of it that's that's not ridiculous. Can we watch Kyle's video? Yeah, let, let, let's watch that. I'm at zero. All right. Okay, I've One got more. something for a bit later as well. That's pretty funny. Uh, let me... Sorry. 
I'm, uh, I'm all queued up at the McDonald's fight. We're waiting on me. I'm trying to get it to fit. All right. Harley. Ready, yeah. set, play. Oh, shit. Right. Get right into oh. it. So there's Starts no off. audio in the bottom right. Two people are just hitting each other. I, I'm kind of missing the... They're like grappling up against the drink drinking fountain right now. I need more of a plot to my fight scenes. Am I alone in this? There's a description. Oh. Oh, oh now they're now they're knocking the coffee over. Oh, she's kind of cute. She is not happy about this ketchup situation. <laughs> At approximately 11 p.m., the suspects entered the McDonald's restaurant from the employee back door and asked for ketchup. When the store manager said she could not be in the building, the suspect became combative. The suspect pushed, punched, and choked the victim. Can confirm. If there's any information regarding the identity of this vehicle, please contact this dude at Orange County Crime, Crime Stoppers. Wow. That wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, it was a real like, letdown, Frank. You know what I, what I like? Go back to 31... No. Uh, yeah, go back to 22 seconds. And play from there. And you can see the guy outside in the drive-thru area still asking for something as this is going on. And you can see the employee break away long <laughs> enough to grab like a uh, you know honey mustard pack and walk over and give it to the guy so he can... I'm going to watch that again. <laughs> yeah, well, this isn't really my problem, and I still need honey mustard, so... <laughs> yeah. Give me a sec. <laughs> let's, uh, let's watch a little clip from the ambiguously gay duo. Okay. I time-stamped this. Because um, there's, like, some intro to this. It, they, they, like, sort of set it up, and it's, it's unnecessary. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Not so fast, you two. <laughs> I've disabled their control panel. This car extends. Good work, Gary. He's patting him on the butt. Where's the entrance, Ace? Let's just stick it right through the dumpster, Gary. <laughs> Working, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Those villains, they're trying to probe our most sensitive areas. I can feel it. Grab the plug by the mail end and stick it in the hole. Ha! Their freeze ray couldn't withstand the heat of your warm, young flesh. Commissioner, we make a great team. You finger the perps, and we give them our fists. Now who's being penetrated without expecting it? Hmm. Looks all right to me. Check <laughs> yourself. All right. Looks good from here, Gary. See ya, kids. Now what's everybody either. looking at? Forced <laughs> into each other's ass. and Gary. I hear their fruits. <laughs> it was a different time. The letters on, on their shirts are G A. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> that there would be a twenty-five hundred BuzzFeed articles about that within two seconds if they tried uh, that today. Stephen Colbert was part, a big part of that. Like, I, like, like, the one that always gets me is Re Re Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, the, the first one where the at rape. the end he rapes the the, the jock's girlfriend. You know, by dressing up as the jock so she thinks she's having sex with her boyfriend, but really it's the nerd in disguise. I've never it, seen that movie. Yeah, they oh, get I blew done the with ending. sex. He takes the helmet off or whatever, and she's like, Oh, you're not my boyfriend. And he's like, She's like, But that was great. And he's like, Well, that, see, that's the thing. Jocks only think about sports, nerds only think about sex. And it's just like, nah, I don't think that meshes. I think the jocks think about sports and sex. Sports yeah. and sex. Yeah, and, and the, the nerds and think about video games and sex. <laughs> you yeah, know, we all I'm split a our time. Seventeen-year-old boy, I think about sex a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> no. 
Uh, I assume that's about the age. A lot of those eighties. A lot oh, of those eighties movies were a little weird. Like Pork, you ever see Porky's? Like, yes, like, like, there's a lot of spying on the girls naked and stuff. Non-stop. Yeah, like the, I, I want to say the core plot, uh, plot line of Porky's is just drilling holes in girls' locker rooms all the time. I loved that movie it's as all I a remember. young kid because it was just like, <gasps> just tits right there. <laughs> yeah, like uh, th- this is here right now. The, I can see it. Revenge of the Nerds was that rated. R or something better, like less than R. There's some Usually of those, those movies older back movies then, they get away. Yeah, they're straight up full frontal in Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, there's one scene where um, I guess the girls do something. They straight get... at R. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, so they go and they sneak into the sorority house and install cameras. And then after that, they're just sitting there watching like the security cameras, these hidden security cameras that the girls have no idea. And they're just like, "We've got full bush. We've got full bush. Red alert!" They all surround the television. It uh, it really seemed like proper revenge at the time. Now it seems a little criminal, a little rapey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little criminal. I think that's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, you you just can't do that. <laughs> it's against the law. Plus, I can't imagine slipping a camera like in the ceiling of anywhere in my house and me not instantly being like, "Wait, what?" You know, like, nah, you, you, you'd be surprised. Oh, okay, stand corrected. Uh, see that? See that play button behind you? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, you're right. All right. Enjoy. I just, uh, so the last article I linked you guys, the New York Post one that says, man dies after injecting silicone in genitals, mom blames sex cult master. Oh, my God. I just linked a picture that goes with that. And Woody, use your discretion. I'm not sure if this will be allowed to be shown. There's no no nudity on it, the picture that I sent. And so you can see, so basically what happened here is that guy in the middle of this photo wearing like the red beret is like, the head honcho of this gay sex cult, as it's being called by the mother of one of the the victims. And all of those guys standing around him, who are all very gay and very jacked, are wearing chains around their neck because they're his pups. Oh, God. And they all live together. They all have to, like, sign over their earnings to him. They, like, it, it's, like, a basically a cult thing. Where, like, the oh mom my. is talking about in the article of, like, yeah, he got into this thing. The, the, guy, t- the guy who died is that lower left guy with the, the very, very red beard. Oh, he's my favorite one. The oh. one who, and you can look at the bulge area on all of them, and you can see the amount of silicone they have injected into themselves. Can we themselves. stop and pause on the bulge? Bottom right guy, tell me you don't also see a human face in that bulge. I see someone's face pushed up like through mesh. Yes, like, yeah, if you totally. Were to take, like there's a nose. And go, like, that. There's two yeah. eyes. There's it looks a... like somebody's robbing a Seven Eleven in his <laughs> pants. Like, <laughs> look at these top left. Look, the guy's got a Dilf shirt on. Dad, I'd like to fuck. Yeah, uh, his Dilf baseball cap. This and the is... main, oh. the main guy has both of his nipples pierced. He's and let me let me read a couple. The excerpts. main guy's pretty jacked. Everyone else. He's... Oh, main guy is so jacked. Dude, all, dead guy all... is pretty good, too. Check out Beard and give him another look. The red beard dude, I mean to say. Yeah, he's super they're all jacked. clearly on steroids and clearly injecting a lot of, of silicone into their scrotums. But here's, a, here's some a little bit from the article. Uh, a Washington kink enthusiast died last month after silicone injections in his genitals led to a fatal bleeding. But his mom believes a gay sex cult is to blame. Jack Chapman, a 20-year-old Australian living in Seattle, died from silicone embolism syndrome, resulting in hemorrhaging in the lungs. Chapman, who went by Tank Heathcliff, uh, <laughs> Tank Heathcliff, Herfertepin, and Pup Tank, was an active member of San Francisco and later Seattle's gay BDSM community. He served as one of several slaves to master Dylan Haffertepin, 
known as the nickname Needle- Noodles and Beef. Uh, Heferdepin has thousands of followers on social media. He's known for posting salacious photos with his slaves, who he calls his pups. Uh, Chapman's mother is blaming him for turning her son into a dangerous body modification that resulted in his death. Uh, and her quote describing it was like this. She said, it was devotion. It was like some sort of clan, family, like a cult. And to prove their devotion to him, they had to change their bodies. And so this guy demanded that they inject silicone into each other's genitals. And he eventually died from it. And Welcome so, to the show, oh, Harley. Hey, Harley. Start, hey, Harley. start everything over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I wrote in the thing we're recording uh, when I said we are live. I just wanted you to know your level of exposure. Yeah, okay. so basically, Harley, if you click. Yeah, click that picture. Uh, we're talking about these dudes. Uh, the lo- this picture. Yeah. We're talking about this. Uh, there's a gay, there's a gay you're, sex cult You're like cult two bad mistakes away from ending up in this group. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's sitting on a you know, balloon of, of silicone down there. <laughs> But yeah, this guy like I was the no chair beneath me. I'm just sitting on my balls. I thought that was very interesting. Seeing, oh, it uh, is. But I feel like you're talking about these guys pejoratively when really you should focus on how awesome their bodies are. They're not 21. I the body and the hustle, but I am <laughs> definitely going to speak pejoratively about the leader of a gay sex cult who forces his pups to inject their scrotums with silicone to the point that they die. You're only jealous because you can't fill out that G-string. You know what? I wouldn't be allowed. My upper body is dwarfed by these giants. Uh, I could fill out that G-string with my human head. (laughs) And say what you will about these guys. They're not ageist. Look at that guy in the back left. Right? He's a very old man. He doesn't even have the silicone thing. That's just the effects of age. (laughs) (laughs) I can see he's got a G-string on underneath his camo shorts. Oh, I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Yo, that link hard crashed my Skype, by the way. Really? I, I clicked that link. It hard crashed my Skype. Aww. Never seen before. Skype just fully cl- Whoa, look at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> these guys don't have harder. just fat fake balls. So they inject silicone into their scrotums to the point that they like that guy on the bottom left with the Now I understand Kyle's stroke. comment. <laughs> this is like I I'm sad that I'm looking at it. And I'm like, these are my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good way to start off with you. So what's uh What's new with you, man? It's been a hot second. I don't second. know. Uh, doing, doing a bunch of things. I got uh, – I'm right now I'm currently in Los Angeles. So I'm probably like two kilometers away from these guys uh, on the map. I've got to close this picture. It's so ridiculous. It looks like like Final Fantasy. If Final Fantasy was uh, very gay. all characters with fake balls. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> oh, Any- God. <laughs> I, uh, I'm doing a, like, you guys know that show HQ? It's like the trivia on on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend who plays that. Yeah, you do it and then you get money if you win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Facebook just did their own version and I did like the, uh, I'm I'm like the Canadian host for now at least, you Uh know? Awesome. Yeah, so I've just been doing that for like the last few weeks. I can see why they picked you. You'd be good at that. How is it going? Do you, do you enjoy it? You know, I'm happy you said that. I I don't say it about many things. I'm 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 pretty bad at stuff sometimes, but I feel like I am good at this. Uh, but that being said, I mean, you know, I have a whole business that I'm running, the jerky and the channel, and you know, my business partners are like, "What are you doing? You're going to you're going to do this other job, and it's like the pay isn't doesn't even make sense." And I'm just like switching it up a bit, bro. <laughs> 
Well, literally, I've been I, I've been flying to Canada to film Epic Meal Time on the weekends, and then I come back here. Uh, it's just weird being on someone else's set. You know what I mean? Been a really so you're pretty much swamped twenty four seven right now. Yeah, but how much? Maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe I hate my life or something low key subconsciously. So I'm just constantly trying to fill it up with with work. Because mm-hmm. the second I'm like by myself, like on a horse in Red Dead, walking through the desert, maybe I just get sad or something, you know? Like maybe I'm just trying to pack in as much as I can. I'm not sure. So what's the what production else, of this show like? It? Like how are craft services? How like are there people doting on you? Do you have production assistants as uh, pretty much human slaves? It's Facebook. So I don't. Yeah, I've never done anything for Facebook. I mean, I post. It's they have money. <laughs> They oh, give you sixteen dollars. Uh, I thought you were going in the opposite you. direction with that. So they have a big budget. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a huge. Like I got in there, and they have like this crazy set. The show's called Confetti. You guys wouldn't be able to access the Canadian one. You'd have to see the American one because mm-hmm. it's like it's blocked. Um, but they have like this ridiculous set. Like there's like eighty people there. Uh, cameraman, the crafty is like fifty foot long table there's like a huge flat screen in the dressing room and i'm just there like man these companies just never they never realize they're just making web content let's let's scale it back a bit maybe change all this for uh i don't know one iphone (laughs) make it happen (laughs) you you guys heard about that stuff with defy no Defy, no. uh, that Smosh, Smosh Games. Okay. That, that corporation, it went under, and, and Smosh Games is now like currently owned by the bank, because like the company that bought Smosh Games like went bankrupt. Huh. I'm out of the loop. We gotta talk this. more. We gotta talk more. I feel like everything you guys spoke about for the last three hours, beyond just those guys and their fat balls and everything else, I feel like we we operate in different circles. Yes. So I like to come if, here we actually just cause... wrapped up the ball talk after three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were I if you were like with us earlier, you'd be up to speed on uh, low class fights in McDonald's, uh, ketchup talk, and things like that. You can bring oh, us up to speed on. I, you know what? I feel like I kind of know those things a bit. Maybe I was just <laughs> desperate for, for ball talk. Um, How's uh, the, uh, the the jerky business going? I'm curious because it was it was booming last time you were on. Yeah, well, it just got picked up. We just got all of them bought. We have two new flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I could say it. I'm going to send a, ta- a message right now about it uh, to see if I can mention it because then this will be the exclusive first mentioning about the other flavors. The flavor uh, release. Because uh, I, uh, it's, it's, it's the third best-selling jerky in Walmart. However... That's huge, dude. Uh, you think so, but let me explain the things <laughs> that I'm learning. The okay? thing is, Walmart only has three jerkies. <laughs> the thing is, Oberco yeah. is beating you know, the shit out of us. You know? <laughs> like that's that's pretty much uh, what what it comes down to. Like, it's like, yo, third best selling Walmart and jerky. Like that's so amazing, and it's like the first selling jerky in Walmart is Jack Jack Links, and that makes up ninety nine point nine percent of all jerky sold at Walmart. <laughs> Ah. Secondly, it's not a beef jerky, which is a big deal. It's a variety jerky. Beef jerkies are where the real money's at. Um, another thing is when it's like, it's like, hey, let's get we we want, and sometimes they make the call, and it's up to them. It's like we want exposure for your jerky in the aisles, uh, and you, you got to do that. And it's like, okay, let's do that. It's like, yeah. So it's this little piece of paper, like like a little piece of paper this big. And sometimes you see it stuck out on an aisle, and it just says like 
this aisle has this jerky, you know? You might yeah. never notice them at Walmart. Uh, and it's like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And it's like, yeah, so in every single Walmart, so that's $120,000. And to get like, a shelf okay. talker in every Walmart? It, just to do that. And then it's like, you know. It's called a shelf a, talker? I like that Taylor yeah. knows that. I'm happy yeah, that, you know that. There's, <laughs> like a, a, there's also a service where, like, you pay a service and you have to do it. And basically, like, they go to Walmart and they look at your product and they go, okay, it's on the shelf properly. Or they'll turn it and get an employee over and be like, this is how you put it on the shelf. Yeah. That's a whole service. That's like seventy thousand dollars yeah. like, it's, it's, and, and, and it's totally and, worth it though like it you have to do it you can't have your ha- no no time shitty. For you have to do it you're made to do it and then you find out like you know like yo this shit's fucking crazy man we got all this jerky and it's like yeah uh you make three cents per bag <laughs> it's like mm, it's like uh, it's like a youtube cpm here you know what i mean <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like putting up a popular video <laughs> it's like it's, it's also a good thing for you that you're not beef and you're a variety jerky because then you can make the point to Walmart where it's like, well, of course I'm not competing with Jack Links and Oberto. I'm a specialty jerky. They're beef jerky. So you know, if anything, I'm now a destination item that is bringing people who are interested in more types of jerky to the store. You know, of course I'm not competing with Jack Links and Oberto, but I'm still a valuable part of that aisle. Like that I'm, works better than I'll, you having a beef jerky section. I, I like that. Good. I definitely like that angle of thinking and approaching Walmart. Yeah. But I want I want Jack's links to know that we're we're coming for that Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harley, like you may not know people. Taylor has a background in in marketing. Yeah, that's what he I, does I, for I a living. Tell. He even knew what they were. Was it shelf talkers? Yeah, Fuck. yeah, he's that's a professional. A, that's uh, his. There's so job. many things about this. They're like just like you guys know. You're like. I'm going to pick up a camera and have fun. And then people are like, oh, are you aware of, even just I said it before CPM. And you're like, what's CPM? Once upon a time, 10 years ago, you learned that. Mm-hmm. I'm like going through that process now of like, you know, where like now after this conversation, I will fucking best believe I'll remember shelf talkers. Next time I show this, I'm like, so we have these little, they're called shelf talkers. <laughs> Moron. Uh, what they do is you put them on the shelf. But yeah, so it's interesting, but it's not an instant it's not an instant like life changing win that you think you 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 got to keep going you know you got to keep it happening so we'll see how it goes um, and then I I'm doing the uh, the Facebook game show but that you know do you know what HQ is for for those that don't know watching by the way and you know for you guys here HQ is like at six p.m. and at, at three p.m. and at nine p.m. You get a thing being like, bing, and it's like HQ is live. And then you open it up, and there's this Jewish guy there, and he's like a game show host. And he's like, he asks you 10 questions. And if you get all right, the cash prize is like $50,000. I'm a little confused. The Jewish game show host, is it you we're talking about? No. Okay. The Facebook <laughs> one is same thing. I was going to say same thing. Just instead of that Jew, it's this Jew. Okay, okay. And, and what does HQ in the back stand for? so mad about this Jew talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's nothing more motivating than being right. able to assault Hitler. So, That's good. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right hang that? on. I, I have a question. Exactly. Harley. <laughs> hold those up for Harley again. Harley. <laughs> guess who those are supposed to be. Is one of those you? One of them is me. But which one? Oh, the red one. I was gonna say the blue one looks like you remember Amir, Amir on Epic Meal Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Looks like who's that supposed to be? That's Taylor. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> oh, don't make us kiss. 
That's oh, like, no. Hell that, yeah. Keep that's it going. Taylor if he was, like born and raised in the Middle East. There, it is. <laughs> my, um, Are they Rock'em Sock'ems or something? My yeah. Halloween, we do a Halloween episode every year, and I yeah. was a puppet show. So it was me in the middle and Kyle and Taylor, like, oh, you know, fun. hanging on the side from. <laughs> I don't know what that, like, wooden tea thing is called, but I had that arranged, and that was my Halloween costume. PKA oh. the puppet show. Oh, and I, my face was done up like a puppet, like makeup. And now a lucky listener to, viewer will get to keep it in their home, in a center. A part of the deal is asked to be a centerpiece <laughs> in your home. You Super glue it to the coffee table. It should be, it sh every conversation should be about it. When people <laughs> be, walk in. It's like Annabelle. Like they're going to be haunted by these dolls. It's like the new Conjuring. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I'm going to have to visit the subreddit and check out that costume. In a few seconds, uh, we, we I just decided to do a thing where people can win these if they promote the show somewhere, anywhere. Spotify, iTunes, comments, their own Facebook page, Instagram, whatever. Let me know that you said something cool about the podcast on the PKA subreddit, and one of you guys will win this thing. And then probably next week, someone else will. Oh, we kind of skipped over it earlier because we went to something else. But like, I know Harley's a huge... Uh, comic guy star well star wars is different and you both love marvel stuff stan i'm not Lee gonna say anything about star wars this episode but you were epic last time you don't have i'm not yeah, asking you to not say, it again. say anything this time What's no that? it's interesting to hear people talk about for the record though into. i was on team harley for that i was interested because I, I had no idea about any of that shit but where i was, like, like, I was obviously... the subreddit after and people were like man i fucking hate star wars but you know what harley yeah that was fine that's like, <laughs> <laughs> because like anytime you hear anybody who's really into something talk about it like you enjoy it like even if it's something that would never when hank talks about propane and propane accessories <laughs> i give a fuck Dude, i wouldn't care otherwise but i care because my he example knows of that it, it's what he, he lives for taylor got into candles for a bit and it, it, like on uh, candles are not my thing i've never been a candle person but when taylor gets into candle talk i listen yeah, That's and it's a whole new show, Candle Talk with <laughs> And like the, the waves of candle production, it, it's been at an all time low for like over a year now. Because for like a couple weeks, I would just come home and just be like, I'm gonna make some fucking candles after I exercise. Oh, you're and I made candles. Yeah, where I just melted a bunch of like soy wax That's and like, like added such a scents. crazy like, like balancing of your chakras. Right? I don't know. It's like, yo, I'm gonna fucking blast these weights, bitch. And then I'll fucking go home, turn the lights real low, put on some Day. Make some fucking candles, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I, had, I have Enya on at an appropriate volume. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm totally naked the whole time. Dangerous around wax, but I'm a pro. Rock hard. <laughs> Rock hard. Full but bone. then, like, what happens is you make your candles, and it's like, all How right, now you gotta, wait two, you gotta wait two days to let your candles set. And then I would come out, and I'd have, like, 50 candles, and I'd, like, light a couple and be like, this is really good. But I wonder what these ones are like. And before I know it, I've got like 30 candles lit like it's a seance I'm hosting. And I, I burned through all of them. And it, so it wasn't – it was a dumb hobby, but but I did it. No, I, I asked this – awesome hobby. It's art. I asked this of Harley because you never know what you're going to get. What's under the hat this this time? Imagine I pull it off and just a big pair of fat balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, regular person it's hair. It's like, uh, you know, kinda. it's a little messed up. But it's like just, you know, standard kike hair. He's allowed to say it, Woody. He's allowed to say it. Oh, he has a, uh, a hood yet. pass. Yeah. What would it be? I heard some tittering behind me. What would you a know? hood pass for Jewish people be? Like a, a ghetto pass. If what? 
uh, you would be kosher certified. <laughs> yeah. So I have a hood pass. A, uh, a real life black person granted it. Yeah. To no. Me. I, I like that the ghetto pass works also. I like that it goes <laughs> both ways. You, yeah. A real life black person. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. Fully certified. Uh, his name was Forrest. He was dating our porn star guest. Oh, I know Forrest, the black guy. He's got the one eye that's like. He's an actor. <laughs> Dude, he's just Star Wars. Like, like he just is trying Whitaker, to just yeah. Yes, it was he, like, he, he doesn't sound at all general. The, the way that he looks. Forrest <laughs> Whitaker's a fucking great actor. I like him a lot. I, 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 me like, too. Like, I, he, can, he, he's, he reminds me a little bit of like, like John Goodman. I feel like he can be he really, great? really powerful. Really? I, I see yeah. him almost the polar opposite of John Goodman. Where he's like, you know, I'm always much more quiet than... And I speak in an odd cadence, like that kind of shit. Whereas have you ever John seen the, screaming and shit? Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, I can Google it if you haven't. But it's the one the where experiment. He plays, no, it's the one where he plays the African dictator. Oh, uh, okay. No, I know. I know the movie you're talking about. I haven't seen it though. Oh my fucking! He God. also he's also this movie where it's like an experiment, where it's like Adrian Brody's in it also, and they give half the people there no oh, rights. The prison one, yeah. Yeah, and the other half, the people they get all like they have all the power, and he becomes like really power hungry. Yeah, that's a true he story. Just, he yeah, it's a true story. He flips. It's really great. And come on, he was a fucking he was in Ghost Dog. My problem. How many with Forrest, like? Oh, my problem. And I was Forrest, say, like how many? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> my problem with Forrest Whitaker <laughs> is he always seems to have the same role, right? Like I'm a quiet guy who's a little more powerful and, and dangerous than my demeanor suggests. And, and you know, by looking at me, you'd think I'm kind of old, a little chubby, but I actually can beat up everyone else here on set. Every role. To Harley's point, that movie Experiment, The Experiment, I think it is, he's great in it because it shows what you just said. He starts exactly. out like Mr. Meek because it's just like a revamp of the Stanford prison experiment with like, all right, you guys are guards, you guys are prisoners, and prisoners, you must obey everything the guards do. Guards, you can't let them like, do whatever the hell. And he starts out like being the nicer one, and then you guys should watch the movie, but like the Stanford prison experiment, like it's pretty well known. Like the guards get out of hand, the prisoners up, like, have an uprising and all that. And he, he takes the whole character arc from quiet, you know, whatever guy to pretty brutal. So yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. I, I forgot yeah. I ever saw that. Yeah, you cool. you got to see The Last King of Scotland. You, you, that's, that's what it is? I'll actually it, it's, clear, it's it, like It's on my queue right now? Dude. Dude, Last King of Scotland. I, it's a true story. Um, I'm trying to think of the African dictator's name. It was like E.B. Amini or something like that. But he, the whole country's yeah, his. He, he's like, he wears a general uniform. And uh, there's this white American guy, maybe American, maybe British, whatever, who like comes in. And sort of, they become sort of friends. And at white first, American the white, guy. And at first, the white yeah, guys. Yeah, my right boys. Hell yeah, ah, USA. <laughs> first, the white guys like endeared with this guy. He likes him. He thinks he's trying to do good things. But slowly, he realizes like what kind of man this guy actually is. And by the end, it's gone completely off the rails. This guy was a brutal, oh, brutal great. fellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very violent. Um, there's like, you know, like war going on and stuff. Kyle may have seen this. Have you seen? It's a new Netflix movie, not episodic, but like a movie, and it seems to be Braveheart Part Two. Yeah, The Outlaw King. I watched it all. It's I, uh, I saw it's it too. I love that. It's like Kyle. You may have seen this. He's like, yes, I did. I saw all of it. I beat it. Totally <laughs> Kyle, well, in the past, Kyle is two That's things. One, he consumes Pine, right? a lot of media, and two, he remembers it really well. You know, he'll remember actors. Yeah, it's uh, it's Chris Pine uh, stars as Robert the Bruce. 
uh, real real uh, world um, person. Uh, he's he's featured obviously in Braveheart one. I'm calling it Braveheart. Braveheart, the Mel Gibson movie, um, and uh, this sort of picks up, sort of right in the closing parts of Braveheart. Uh, William Wallace dies at the beginning of this movie, and then it picks up to, with everything. Oh, I didn't that know that, after. man. Yeah, it's brand new. It just came out. Chris, no, Pine, I knew that, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Chris, yeah, that's cool. Chris Pine writing hangs, after this public display of William Wallace. Yeah, Chris Pine hangs major dong couple times like you didn't see his dick you know i was multitasking i was probably exercising you were about to see that dick tonight (laughs) chris pine's got a big dick hey uh, i'm fucking put that pause button to work (laughs) (laughs) you know you say big dick but i'm a fan of these gentlemen that taylor just linked (laughs) well he can't compete with them yeah but but when you say big dick and when i say big dick it's a different thing (laughs) i wonder if like like if you have like a dick shot if if it's weird or whatever if you could like slap it around like one or two times you know get it up to that like 15 percent area this was Where a mistake like, that, that apparently that's not how you take dick pics. Like if you fluff yourself a little bit. Like yeah, you, have a you slap it around. You give it like three, four slaps. And then you're like, well, this is how it always is. This is small. <laughs> that, that's so what I like said. They all told up. me I was crazy. They, I, I was like, yeah, you know, like you pretend this is a flaccid dick. But really, it's just yeah. flaccid plus plus, right? It's a little, yeah, it's a little yeah. flaccid enhanced. And, and they no, were all I, like, Woody, you're the I dumbest person. I would feel person. way more comfortable walking around with my dick flaccid than walking around at like 20% knowing like oh I'm, i might see a hot maybe uh some hot actresses on this film and i might go full mast like you it's too risky uh, 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 like these days i feel like full mast is like yeah so what it's natural it's here now what are we all gonna do about it it's here now <laughs> <laughs> like at that point your dick gets a credit really good movie um like a really good movie. I, I liked it a lot. There were uh, there were several really good battle scenes in there, and something I really enjoy in a uh, in like a period epic like war story like that. A lot of horse death. All right, I want to ah, see some horses getting impaled. Why do, well, do I like? Because it's real. That's how you you know they didn't fuck around. When you see a horse get fucking disemboweled or impaled on a giant wooden spike, you know they did some shit. Now, they're not really killing horses, unfortunately. But, so did Harley but it, crash for you, too? He, he did. You he know did, what that means? I, he clicked on the men again. He couldn't resist. Couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. <laughs> he had to see the giant synthetically enhanced ball sack. I got too excited about horse death. God, no, God. you yeah. clicked on the guys again. That's what happened, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah, I like that movie. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Um Oh, the bit I'm, – I'm glad you mentioned that. I think I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I, I don't think I, I, I talked about just how pumped I am. I'm hoping it's midnight tonight. They, you know, Netflix has those release dates. And on mm-hmm. the 16th, which is midnight tonight, two hours from now, um, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs gets released, the new Coen Brothers film uh, that Netflix had them make. Is that, is that like that cowboy movie? Yes, it's it's a yeah, I just saw a trailer for that. It looks so sick. It looks great, and uh, it's it's sort of in the vein of Oh Brother Where Art Thou, kind of ridiculous and funny, but also a bit grounded at the same time. I'm so excited to see it. Like like I, I I, uh, I don't often talk to my dad about like 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 I don't when I text him or whatever. It's it's not usually about movies. We're just catching up. But I was like I called him and I was like, Hey, I'm about to send you a link. It'll be blue. Touch it once your finger and it'll open up into a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is this 
like, like if it were if it were like Bumble or Tinder or like old horny men or whatever dating websites he's on, he'd he'd been like clickety click clickety clack and he'd have been in there. <laughs> but it's a YouTube link, so so I had to walk him through it a little bit, make sure he got in there. I was like, watch this movie trailer, you're gonna love it. It's got a bunch of the guys from A Brother Where Art Thou, and it. it's made by the same people. It's coming out on the 16th. And then I I saw him uh, last week, and he was like, that movie's coming out next week, huh? On the 16th, right? And I was like, yeah, dads, it is. Like, like dads like cowboys. Oh my dad, that's what I, my dad and I, I watched. I sent my dad out. cowboy shit also, you know. I yeah, don't know. my dad. Cowboy. I growing like up, cowboys. My, my, I'm a dad. Like Clint Eastwood. I've seen every Clint Eastwood movie ever made. Every every good western ever made. Uh, me and my dad would watch them all. Uh, I could talk for two hours about ranking the top ten best westerns of all time. I could shit on John Wayne for at least a half an hour. And uh, and and I could talk about how badass Clint Eastwood with well, and Sergio Leone movies are for for at least another half hour. I love that did you shit. Play, did you play Red Dead at all? You know, I, I it's on console, and I do everything on PC now. Like like I really like having a shit ton of frames in 1440p, and I'm I'm mouse and keyboard good. Now I, I won't say like I'm an expert or anything, but I'm good at mouse and keyboard. Like when I play Call of Duty, I do pretty fucking well, and when I play Black Ops or uh, uh, PUBG, I do pretty fucking well, and like, like, I, if I went back to a controller, I, I'm, I'm definitely better on on mouse and keyboard than I am on a controller now because I just haven't done it in so damn long. So, I, if it comes to PC, I'll pick it up. I'll definitely. Oh, it'll it. definitely, it'll come to PC. That's for sure. Yeah, I hope so. You know, it's, it's just free money. Let's get that port made and let's do I it. I think what they do is like, because I'm playing it a lot. Like, they purposely have some things that uh, they do that are bad on purpose. Like that are like clearly like little mistakes. Like things in that game are 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 character oriented, interactive. So if my character's looking here and there's a can over here, and my character's there, but my camera is looking here. Like in most games, you could interact and the character will turn around and grab it. Mm-hmm. But instead, you have to like turn your character around, and it's GTA style. So like, there's either like not moving, the slowest walk ever, or a sprint. So you want to just turn your guy and instead he takes like four giant steps over <laughs> and like you want to make him look at it so then he could pick it up. And when you pick it up, it's so detailed and perfect. You're like, how do they not have a camera oriented pickup system? And that's like one of the billion things that when it comes out on PC like next year, they're going to be like, yeah, we fixed this, that, whatever. Because remember like GTA, they like it came out they're like, yeah, but now it's in first person. And anyone who loves GTA, it's like shit. I want to play it in first person. They're going to have changes. I think it'll be out like, you know, it'll be out soon enough. I think it's so smart that they do that because someone like myself, I'm a fucking stupid idiot sucker. I'm going to straight up get both, you know? Yep, absolutely. And I hope it's got mod support. That'd be cool because, like, I've always said the saving grace of, of the Bethesda games has always been modders and, yeah. and, and making those things better. Like, like, like I, I, I was about to say something, but I won't. And uh, and I hope they do it for uh, for, for Red Dead. I feel Dead. like if you didn't say it, it's probably really I, I, fucked. Up. I, I, no, I, I was going to. I'm uh, in all caps mode. Uh, I, that I think I know what you're going to say. I was going to do this, but this is a uh. thing. <laughs> Are you seeing something? Oh, I'm not scrolled down. Oh, I am. I see, weird to me. I see it. All. Yeah, I was gonna say all that, yeah. but but yeah, I can't believe but. you can't play Red Dead on PC yet. That seems so ass backwards. No, they're smart because like like they want people to beat it, and and PC gamers, like we have a bi- I'm a PC gamer also. We have a billion things to do already. We're good, man. Mm-hmm. It's like Red Dead. When you're ready, come to PC. We're good. You know. Yeah, I'm an, I, I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm really enjoying COD. 
Uh, we, we play a bunch of uh, Blackout uh, on Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, I tried that a bunch. It was pretty cool. I felt yeah. like it was it was really like like fuck poor fucking poor PUBG, man. I played uh, I think, God and I was like, shit. I think it's better. I think it's better than PUBG. No, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, poor I PUBG it, is in like, you pity oh. PUBG now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is uh, like, this is the. Like as soon as I played it, uh, I like got in a helicopter and I like pulled out a gun. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, "This is—it's not going to beat Fortnite or compete with." But it's just like to me, I was like, "I don't see why I would boot up PUBG now at this point with this right here." You, you know what I mean? It was. Uh, you mentioned Fortnite. Have you seen ninjas? Like, I don't know, drama. I should say. Uh, anyway, so oh, but he got a kid banned <laughs> off off. For stream sniping him? Turns out the kid's not banned. But yeah, he tried to get a kid banned. Apparently when... <laughs> I saw that. If, How funny is that? So what happens is... What? You killed me? You're a cheater. And it's like, <laughs> shit, bro. You're like the most successful video game player in all of history. And you're still like, what? Cheating? I'm going to report <laughs> you. That's <laughs> like... It's so, like... Eating, can I lay it out? Like, yeah. All right. So, so what happened was <laughs> Shroud's playing the game and a guy kills Shroud. And Shroud accuses him of stream sniping. And he's like, emote, 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 emote. And then real quick, the, you know, the character does something like that. And he's like, that's it. That's proof. He's stream Wait, sniping. Ninja, not Shroud. I'm sorry. It is Ninja. And I, I said yeah, the wrong name. The, well, yeah. That, Thank yeah. you for clarifying. Michael Gerzerk. Shroud is a Canadian icon. So I won't have to <laughs> <you> I... <laughs> Sorry, Shroud. We got Gretzky. He's a fellow leaf. Shroud, yeah, we got, we got Gretzky you and Ninja are, are peers in my head, and I mixed you up for a second. So anyway, uh, Ninja sees the guy emote and says, this guy is stream sniping, ban him. And on stream, he submits a ban report. Apparently, when Ninja sub uh, puts in a ban report, it gets looked at, right? I put one in. Who knows what the hell will happen? But when Ninja does it, it gets attention. They looked at it. They decided not to ban him. And then the world goes bonkers against Ninja because really he just kind of got a little salty about dying in a game and they found a reason to fuss at him. Now, I've seen some follow-ups to this. The guy has like six accounts. A, a bunch of them are named like after Ninja or like have Snipe in the name. Like remember Swasta, Swatistic? Right? This yeah. guy was like sniper, extreme like sniper 94 or something. Like he had I, other accounts. He was guilty. <laughs> you it's know? a problem. It's a real problem. I watch a lot of Shroud. And and the stream sniping is bullshit. It really is shitty to like to like fuck with their game. I mean, they're they're working there. It's their job, and you're interfering with that. And these are guys who take a lot of pride in the high level at which they are playing these games. And it's that prestige is what makes them so profitable, not only to to viewers, donors, but to their sponsors and stuff. And you and if you come in there and make them look bad, it's 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 like it's it's almost like a fan like robbing you of a. Of a of a of a catch in the outfield or something right. in baseball People, or something like that. It's they're a, partly watched because they're good at the game, and if I stream snipe all the time, then it makes them hard. It's hard to look good when you play at a disadvantage. And it's also frustrating, right? They're getting mad, and you know that's not a good look sometimes. But uh, the, so what I found most interesting about it. Yeah, is get it, a real job though. <laughs> <laughs> the planet is kind of finding kidding, a reason I'm, to fuss at Ninja. Also. This isn't the only reason. There's videos like why people hate Ninja, this and that, and there's like a counter Ninja movement. It's probably not as big as the pro Ninja movement, but uh, I find the I drama. I feel like no. That. I feel like I feel like Drake would be streaming with them otherwise. You know what I mean? I feel like rappers would hit up the counter Ninja movement. If it was if it was as bumping as Ninja, I I have no qualms with Ninja. Oh no, actually. yeah, me neither. I don't watch him very much. Like he, I, I'm not his target. I, do, I just demo. don't watch Fort. I don't 
played the game. But I get excited for the game. I never touch it. But like I see things like the like football player costumes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. If I gave a shit, I would really give a shit. And then I'll see like that they do the events, like the block going into the lake, and it makes. I'm like, yo, that's sick. If I ever had the patience to turn this game on, I would probably be fucking stoked right now. Something about but, watching Fortnite to me is like digitally impressive, for lack of like digits being your fingers. It, it, like, if you ever watched someone who's really good at Guitar Hero? And you're just yeah, like, it's like the building, right? Building and play guitar really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, regular people play guitar, but Guitar yeah. Hero, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you watch someone kick butt at Guitar Hero, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like how can his brain even process like and, and translate that into finger movements? But when I watch, say, um, PUBG, for example, I know they're making a lot of good decisions, and there's a lot of dexterity and being able to like hit the right pixel all the time. Shroud is particularly impressive at that. But it, it, it doesn't overwhelm in the same way that like Guitar Hero or Fortnite does. Just, just... I think Shroud owns harder in COD than he did in PUBG. Like, I know. Like COD... I'm watching a whole bunch. It's so fucking... It's like... It's like, a, it's like sad almost. <laughs> it's so fun to watch him. I'm just... like, why am I going to play the game when I could just watch his highlights? <laughs> I'll watch it and then I'll go play. Like, like it'll get me pumped. And I swear, watching him play makes me better at the game because One, I learned. That's what? not even an, an exaggeration. One no. million percent. Watching him play PUBG absolutely made me better at PUBG. Yeah. I would like do shit like run in school and like run, and then I'd like look up where there's a hole in the ceiling. People would be like, "What? How'd you know this?" I'm like, "Bro, you never look up there. Come on." I always that's because like four days earlier, I saw Shroud look up there and like get a. I was like, "What the fuck?" He's Dude. good at that. Like, like he'll know all the little intricacies of the map. You'll see him run along, and he'll just look to his left and jump and grab a rooftop and hop up. And you're like, "I didn't know you could do that there. How does he know?" And you're like, "Oh, yeah, that's right. He does this ten hours a day, seven days a week." Yeah, and, and he was like, and he's been doing it since like you know a teenager or whatever younger. in other games. So. I heard him talk about his his origin story the other day, as it as it is, and it's like since he was a tiny child, his dad this had a shroud. land. Yeah, his dad had a land center basically set up in the basement in like the early two thousands when he's a little kid, and they'd have land battles down there playing you know whatever. Like he's always just played. Ever he's been playing PC games, <laughs> fucking mouse and keyboard. Since he he's like a he is a Spartan warrior of PC yeah. games. It's <laughs> yeah, it's almost depressing. Exactly. Like you aspire to be good at something, meanwhile you're being compared to this guy who's been doing it since he was three years old and he's priming right now at like twenty four. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so fun to watch him. I, he definitely improves like my gameplay watching him play because you see his just you see how he how you sh- not that I can move like him, but I aspire to move like him. Now I'm not gonna stand fucking still and shoot and then reload the gun when he sh- he like quick scopes and then he sprints one step and slides and quick scopes so so to the enemy he's just this guy going slip 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 like sliding around but on his screen he's just accuracy 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 yeah. it's like how do you how do you fucking deal with that i would hate to play against i, I literally <laughs> show i show it to friends like 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 amir and he watches it and he's like cheating Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, no i don't think he's cheating. like no absolutely he goes he's absolutely cheating and yeah. he's like convinced he's a cheater. And I'm like, you're so stupid. And then he's like, Google on you, go on YouTube. Let's I go on YouTube and there are like tons of videos being like, Shroud cheats. Yeah, and you're like, it. look how fast he's aiming. 
cheating. The, and I'm like, yeah, this is like, just this is like ninja reporting someone that kills you. But when he goes to land, he wins just as dominantly. He won that Doritos Cup the other day at a land, you know, on their on their computers, running their programs and everything. He killed me in PUBG one day. I didn't feel like he cheated. I felt like he beat the fucking shit out of me, and I never had a goddamn <laughs> chance. He opened the door and just knew to look to the right. Hey, as soon as he comes to the door, he just goes, "Well, you're dead." And this takes my shit and leaves, and I'm just like, "What? Oh, that was Shroud! No, oh, that was Shroud! That was my chance! <laughs> that was my chance!" Dude, <laughs> here's why I bet he's not cheating. Uh, I'm not that guy now, but it used to be I could watch a player play and know by the way he moved, whether he was on controller, whether he was on mouse, whether he had cheats. Like I would just identify what a cheat looked like and that he was cheating or not. If Shroud had cheats, there are plenty of people who play enough who would recognize what that looks like. You know, Whenever yeah, they would they would have picked up on it. I never once thought for a second that he was. There's cheats in CS:GO that let, I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but it let you like bunny hop more consistently. Sure, and uh, and, and that makes you run just a tiny bit faster. And you do it for any time at all, and the CS:GO geniuses out there will catch you. They'll say, "No, nah, yeah. you're hitting everyone. That's not possible." I'm, I'm just grabbing a package. Frames. I'm gonna come right back. By They'll the way, start counting okay. frames. Like every time I talk about Shroud, like, like I'll get a, I'll get like a Reddit message or something. Like you know, he's a cheater, right? Here's a lot of proof. And I look at it and it's just like, that's just him owning real hard and anticipating shots. It's CSGO. Do you know how many rounds that he played? He knows where everybody is. He knows where they're coming. He's pre-firing. He's just pre-firing. There's, there's like, I don't know shit about Shroud or Ninja, but there's I know that they're both... The fact that I've heard of them and I don't watch Twitch or watch video game uh, commentary or whatever at all means they're gigantic. They're enormous. Like there are enough people out there, like just with any critical mass of any show or program or personality, you get big enough, there's going to be a sliver that want to get, that want to headhunt you and get you. And for an audience as big as his, that's like probably tens of thousands of people trying to like prove that mm -hmm. he's cheating. Like if, if they could have, they would have by now. And there's no yeah. actual evidence he ever did, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, well uh, then he's and, not cheating. And Ninja is bigger than Shroud by uh, a lot. I don't Do know they play the same game? Um, no. Well, and they have before, like they've played like, like, you know, they'll, they'll jump around a lot. Like Shroud has played a good bit of Fortnite, like way more Fortnite than the average person because he streams and Shroud, but right now Shroud's game seems to be Call of Duty and Ninja has come over to Call of Duty and played, uh, and played it with, they played duos together, uh, you know, like, like playing the same team or whatever. But for the most part, Ninja seems to be a Fortnite guy and Shroud was a PUBG guy and is now a, uh, a COD guy. Um, but 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 I, I don't know how many subscribers Ninja has. Like it could be two hundred thousand. I I don't know. It might be four hundred thousand. But I know Shroud has fifty. How much is a ton on Twitch? Fucking fifty thousand is a fucking ton. They're getting really? like, like those premium partner guys are getting three or four three dollars and fifty cents or something like that for each one a month. Jesus Christ! But that doesn't count as donations or as sponsorship deals, or as winnings from tournaments. So people pay three dollars a month. You pay five dollars. You pay five dollars a month to subscribe for a month it, for a tier one subscription, and then Twitch takes a cut of that. But Twitch takes less of a cut of that if you're like some sort of a premium partner mm -hmm. kind of guy. Okay, which makes sense because you're bringing people to the platform, right? Exactly. A yeah. guy like Ninja could go stream on freaking Woodycraft, and suddenly we'd be the second biggest streaming site in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was. He was. He, you, did you see Ninja on the Ellen Show? I mean, like, like, like he's he's kind I of saw on mainstream. Him on CNBC, you know, the Money uh, Show. I, He's, he's on, on the Ellen. Ellen. He was on Ellen playing Fortnite with her. Um, he's in Android, um, like phone commercials, like 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 playing Fortnite and shit. Like like you know. I'm excited for him Good about for him. that. And I'm actually excited for the industry, right? And it, it's funny, like the 
I've said it for always since the beginning, you know, the accomplishments of everybody in this space just leapfrog the ones before and make the, I was a Titan compared to blame truth, right? You know, like the things that I got to do in the dancing competition and whatever. And then the next gen came around and they're doing things that, that, you know, which is far beyond what I did. And now Ninja's on top. He's on the Ellen show. Like yep. it, it was a big deal to have like any kind of commercial. Yeah. You on, um, the Call of Duty commercial, right? That was yeah, incredible, that was so cool. right? Now Ninja's leapfrog that because that's what happens. And the, the next person that's big on YouTube after Ninja's uh, time has come and gone will be, you know, bigger than uh, Chris Evans or something. It'll be giant. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I like to see it. I like seeing people succeed, especially when they clearly came from humble beginnings and, and sort of self-built in that space. Um, where there's so much competition, so many other people trying to do exactly what they're trying to do, but they're those outliers. Uh, Harley recommended a book to me like many years ago called Outliers, and uh, it's 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 really interesting uh, to to see those people do that. And, and I I like people who are great at a thing, people who excel at a thing that are in the point zero zero one percent when there's so many others who are trying to do it. Like I don't know anything about basketball, but I saw LeBron James just passed um, and like became the fourth Will biggest scorer. I think he passed Wilt Chamberlain and became like the fourth highest scorer in NBA history. Like, again, I don't know shit about basketball. I, I like to fucking troll people and talk about how bad it is sometimes. But, I don't, you know, I don't watch it. I don't care about basketball. Yeah. But I definitely recognize that he's still a fairly young guy. He's in his early 30s, I think. And he's already the fourth. He's going to pass. I think he's like 900 points away from Michael Jordan. Who is it? Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jordan, Kobe. I have it in front of me. And it goes Kobe. Did I get it close? You're doing pretty good. I, he's I have him as third, so maybe he just passed oh. fourth. Um, and it goes Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Right. Where's Kareem oh, Abdul-Jabbar on I thought that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was number one. Um, Me too. He is. Uh, now that I click on the page as opposed to looking at the Google summary, god damn. All right, so he's fifth, it looks like. Kareem, Malone, Bryant, Jordan, James, Wilt. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Will Chamberlain. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, I don't, so I don't know shit about basketball either, but I totally agree with your sentiment of like, that's why people like watching sports, I think, so much, is like you're watching elite talent. Like you're watching something that people can't do. The average person, you search, you know, for six months, you're not going to find someone as, as good as like the worst person on that field or on that rink or on that court. So that's why Michael Vick was so fun to watch, man. Michael, like, like I, I, I just loved Michael Vick before he rape murdered all those dogs. I don't think he raped dogs. That's not. He, that's not he, he, he absolutely did rape those dogs. He put he, he would put them in the rape stand and and, and have them raped by, by by the other dogs to make more st- super strong dogs. Okay, because oh, when you first uh, told the story, okay. I thought Michael Vick was using his own penis in this scenario. No. No, he's he's. Wait, the, we're talking. We're back to dicks and balls. Oh, we're, we're we're talking yeah, about people it's a who. Tenpole <laughs> topic. We're talking about people. <laughs> who, <laughs> tenpole. We're, <laughs> we're talking about people who are head and shoulders above like everyone else at a given thing. You know, like, like outliers basically. And I, I was just talking about how like Michael Vick in his day was just the fastest human being on that fucking NFL field, and it was just so fun to watch him run circles around other people who had been chosen out of millions and millions of people who aspire to be NFL players and are supposed to be fast and are supposed you're never supposed to make that corner look like a look like he's slow you're never supposed to make yeah. the, the defense look slow and Michael Vick was just, would just juke juke dodge spin move <laughs> and yeah. you sprint up that sideline just and every step he took 
was it was like the he's he's gaining. On, I remember on, those on three years, those three years of Madden, where it's like, no, you can't play the Falcons. <laughs> can't play. We're going to choose the Falcons, <laughs> or we're doing Falcons versus Falcons. You go back yeah. far enough. I, was it Madden? I forget the game, but Barry Sanders used to be amazing. In, I in, think it was Blitz. Is that possible? That yeah. it was Blitz? Yeah, it, where I, it was like, I, no, nope, you can't, you can't he play had one game. <laughs> Barry, I think one Barry game Sanders really had his dominated. own game, maybe. It was like maybe – I know what you're talking about because like, I think I watched like a YouTube video of like most overpowered video game characters of all time. And, and like Barry Sanders was I one think that was like number one maybe. Bo and Jackson they, they were had a big some, one too. But – yeah, th- it might have been Bo. It was one of the others. It was one of those guys. It, it, it's Bo Jackson's. It, it, we've talked about it on the show before, mm-hmm. but ha- did you ever watch that documentary? Uh, that thirty for thirty, that that ESPN thing about Bo Jackson. I actually think I have seen it, but I don't have your recall. Okay. I read Bono's Bo, so I feel like I, I'm caught up on it. Yeah, the uh, the 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 ESPN like uh, their little special, Yeah, was so good. The, like like the stories yeah. of his childhood, how they'd have crab apple fights in his neighborhood, and the kids would all be throwing crab apple crab apples at each other until Bo started playing, and everybody <laughs> would run and hide, and he'd throw the crab apple so hard it'd go through their screen doors. Um, like like <laughs> he's like their- um uh Will Ferrell from Elf. He killed he killed a farmer's hog one time by hitting it with a rock in the head. They said that he could stand in waist-deep water, jump, and do a backflip. His his baseball coach was talking about – his high school baseball coach moved into that school, and it was like his first day there, and he's being shown around campus. And he's like, and I saw this giant down by the by the baseball field, this, this big grown man who was raking up. And I asked the principal, I said, who's that groundskeeper you have? He looks enormous. He's like, that's not a groundskeeper. That's Bo Jackson. He's in the tenth grade. He's gonna be playing ball for you. And I knew it was gonna be a good season. <laughs> there was and this he, show. He would point at like different points of the baseball field at this high school. He's like, them trees over there. Bo hit one Cleo with them trees one time. And, and you see that factory down the road? Hit one to the factory one day. <laughs> it's like all these ridiculous feats. It, it, he, uh, he he there was this show back in the day called the uh, the All Stars. And uh, I think it was called The All-Stars. And it was a show about Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky. And they, like, saved the world. And, like, you <laughs> know, Michael, Jackson, Michael Jordan would throw basketballs and Wayne Gretzky would have his hockey gear. And you never knew what Bo Jackson would be that episode if he would be baseball or football. And I played football <laughs> growing up, Canadian football, so it doesn't count. And every time I would, like, start out, like, please, I hope Bo Jackson's going to be with his shoulder pads. And, like, when he was, you just know it's going to be, like, a dope-ass episode. Hmm. And, by the way, if there's one 30 for 30, I could highly recommend to you guys. It's the Ric Flair one. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. Woo! That's a it's good It's so show. good. That's good. I'm Phenomenal. Broke. There was a story that was cut out of it that Joe Rogan told about how, um, how he woke up in bed with this woman. And his like twenty five thousand dollar Rolex is gone, and and he and he thinks that she's taken it, and he doesn't remember shit from the night before. And he's like, he's like, what happened to my watch? And she's like, don't you remember? You took it off last night at the dinner table, and it fell in your spaghetti. And the waiter said something. You said, fuck it, I got ten of these bitches, and walked out <laughs> and left it on the table. <laughs> Why did they keep that in? I don't know. He's so fucking outrageous. But Ric Flair was, Ric Flair's a character and a man at the same time. It'd be like if Hulk Hogan 
was out out there body slamming people and fucking shaving people's heads and and, and, body and like, slammed Gawker into Panko. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's as if like I I were I were nonstop drinking and eating bacon right now. Yeah, with hookers behind me. Yeah, and that was yeah. and it was eight years, but not just that. I was getting younger and better at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the magical part. Like, even though you look at him, you're like, oh, man, he looks like kind of like a mutant a bit these days. Yeah, <laughs> like, he looks like death. He's still doing it. He's still doing it. You should check out the uh, this video of uh, Jay Lethal. He's a wrestler doing a Ric Flair impression and Ric Flair coming out, like him coming out. It, it's literally, it's literally, uh, you must have seen it before, like uh, Ric Flair yelling woo back and forth and a guy yelling woo at him, a black dude. But this... This they have it is like the best. It's the best. It's just the best ever. It's so fucking good. Oh yeah, there it is. I don't know if you guys check it all, but you should definitely uh, put this on your queue. Where do you put this? These where do you put these these things now? Just in the in the chat. Oh shit, there it is. You guys have been talking here the whole time. Oh fuck, you guys (laughs) bashing Jewish people in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. Fuck. That's just that's. Yeah, That's, I mean, we might as well watch it now. I'm yeah, we have 15. that ability, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm queued up. Uh, it's a second. Well, sometimes Skype does a weird thing. I click on it, and all it does is scroll. <laughs> all right. Nature boy! So this is timestamp. That's what we wanted it to be, 5.15? No, no, that's a mistake by me. Roger that. Should we be at zero? Uh, yeah, we can go to zero. Good. All right, six minutes and twenty-five seconds. Pretty long. But we'll... Well, we ought to watch it all. You I'm still see a little bit. You just see a little bit. Okay, are we ready? Or are we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm at zero. Wait, you know what? I'll tell you right now, you can go, let's go to 15, 15, 15. seconds, because I just watched the first 15 seconds, and we could take it from there. Ready? Right, 15, I'm good to go. Ready, set, play. Rick Flair and his fortune faction. Damn, he looks good. <laughs> yeah, he, he, <laughs> look, he looks healthy. He's got the this testosterone guy? of an 18 year old. <laughs> this is amazing. Woo! <laughs> Pretty good. Greatest group of men to ever grace God's green earth. It sounds like <laughs> Ricky even likes it. He's like, fuck, that's good. I'm concerned, it looks like the horsemen were here. They took a dump in the ring and they left that. <laughs> 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 Everybody mean mugging like, him. So I had the privilege uh, to be on the road, up and down, late nights, parties, <laughs> kissing the girls, and making them cry. <laughs> Will, your Ric Flair's like so impressed by it. As far as I'm concerned, are no horsemen. That is disrespectful to me and this wrestling business. Wait till Ric Flair goes in on it. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who is the fairest of them all? Why'd you, Nature Boy, not that piss at Jay Lethal? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like wrestling and I like this. <laughs> the shoes. The shoes. That's right. What? Come on, <laughs> let's 
<laughs> looks so fucking old. He's got one shoe on. <laughs> I like what he does here with his jacket. <laughs> is this what wrestling is? You can't be me. You can't do me. And I'm cutting you off right now. You can be He's got a nice bicep for Claire. Damn. Fucking hell. Look at his bicep. Don't you be upset. Definitely dick pumping, okay? That's all we need. That's all we need. That's good shit. Thanks, thanks for going all four and a half minutes there. That's fucking, it was That's good though, right? It was worth it? Oh, uh, yeah. Woo! The second of professional wrestling in my whole life. But if that's what it is, I can see why people are entertained by it, because that's that, hilarious. Dude, that's I the saw... part I'm always talking about. Like, 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 those are the parts I actually like. And I don't watch it, but I watch the YouTube highlights that are like that. That are like them yeah. talking shit and it being funny as hell. And Ric Flair was, was one of the originators, of, one of the best at that early on. He had that whole spiel, the, the Cadillac riding, private jet flying, limousine riding, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, Rolex wearing, son of a gun. And then, that is all. That's basically rap 2018. He was like ahead of the game. Have you yeah. seen? He's the, like the first mumble rapper. Roman Reign. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with this one? Yeah. Oh, so, so look, I'm I'm not up to speed on WWE and such, but Roman Reign is the champion, right? He's he's got the universal title right now, and he's kind of a big deal, and they care about him and such. And I guess he's a villain of some sort because they kind of boo him, and uh, he gets up there and they boo him. And he just takes it in one last time. And by the way, booing isn't negative. Not caring is negative. You can cheer. You can boo. Wrestlers understand that as long as you're getting attention, then it's a win. Mm -hmm. And then he explains that he's going to have to put this title down for a while because he's going to fight cancer. And again. I, again, yeah. I think he might uh, have leukemia. Does anyone? He does. Yeah, he has leukemia. And he looks great, right? But he's been diagnosed with leukemia. He's been 
getting it checked up on on a regular basis and it's he's come back it's been like 10 years or so yeah he's actually he's not a bad guy okay he's a good guy in fact he's like the best guy just like oh. john cena i remember when i first started going to wrestling again like you know five six years ago <clears throat> i went to a wrestling thing and john cena got announced and i was like oh everyone loves john cena and the boos were insane i was like why is everyone booing john cena i thought like he's the good guy mm-hmm. and my friend there was like it's like lame like when you you like when like, you know, uh, remember when like Captain America was like, hey, language to Tony Stark, right? Like playing up the whole lame thing, even though Captain America's like the fucking man, like he's like lame and he always wins like Superman always wins. Mm-hmm. John Cena was like the Superman of wrestling. And when the McMahon family has it selected who they want to be like on top, no matter what, they remain on top. And like people don't like. When someone's wrestling someone else and you know no matter what they're going to win. And Roman Reigns has just been like – like he beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. He's been like headliner at WrestleMania like six years in a row. So people don't want to be force-fed something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to be force-fed some someone that they know is a product. And even though Roman Reigns is an excellent wrestler and phenomenal – they always had him win. So other wrestlers who were very popular amongst the fans, rest WWE would be like, oh, great. Now we'll just have Roman Reigns beat him, and that'll be good for Roman. But it never worked that way. And so the resentment built up. And then, yeah, then just a couple weeks ago, he announced that he's been you know, battling cancer, I think, for like 10 years or something. And now it kind of puts him with that whole dynamic that you just brought up and the ring. It's like I almost feel like he's set up for like – like a, a fucking magical 30 for 30 as well. Something like what Ric yeah. Flair had. You know or maybe I mean? he's just kidding and they're going to introduce a new character called Leukemia <laughs> and he's going to face <laughs> off with him at WrestleMania. I, I don't think I don't think it's a, <laughs> it's a, a scripted bit, but you can't be too you can't be too trusting. Yeah, you never know. The, the leukemia returning could be a, a bit. There's literally shots of him getting chemo in the hospital on YouTube. They're devoted. That's <laughs> yeah. ter- I'm sure that's steroids. Don't worry about that. He's going <laughs> to need those in the cage. All right. He takes it by IV. He gets steroids Let- by the pint. The, yeah, the ladder only match. wrestling scene that I've laughed out loud at multiple times is that Shockmaster one that ONA made fun of. <laughs> where they try it. and make the Shockmaster into a thing and they go, he, he is the Shockmaster! Oh, and they so have a little falls. boom and then he comes through and trips on the 2 by 4 his Stormtrooper helmet falls <laughs> off and he immediately like has a to scramble. A Stormtrooper helmet with like glitters on it. Yeah, just got glitter on it. He's got like a big like Jon Snow vest. Just a fur vest on, and the guy's overweight. He's not. He's not in good shape. No. You're just like, even if this worked out perfectly, <laughs> this is a mess. Like, even if he didn't fuck it up. As far as I'm concerned, he just saved them a whole bunch of money from going through that nonsense. He comes out and trips. It's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I think that the like the actual wrestling is is a little corny for me. But like, I don't know. When I go back and I watch that clip of Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant, like, oh my god, like. He's picking that gigantic motherfucker up. That guy's huge. He's like he was like 600, 700 pounds or something nutty at that point in his career. And I know Andre's legs and knees have basically shot. Like he can barely walk. And 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 he's going in there to like I I watched Andre's thirty for thirty two. It was very good. I like like just from his humble beginnings and 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 to like 
to to the point of his career that had gotten kind of rough where he's touring around and doing stuff he doesn't want to do. And, the, you know, obviously when he played in The Princess Bride, like like all of that shit, it's really good. I, I like, uh, those are some of my favorites. I like Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair is my favorite, and The Rock. The Rock was so good. There's a yeah, reason the why The Rock. Incredible. You know, there's, there's broke. There, you should how, watch that that, that, that Andre the it? Giant documentary, by the way. You guys should check it out. Re- whether you're into wrestling or not, watching the do- Andre the Giant documentary, just as good as the Ric Flair one. And he was so proud. And by the way, he's like so gigantic and he had a crazy temper and he would yell at people and he would also scare them to prank them. And he fucked with other wrestlers. Like even the the, the year that Hogan beat Andre the Giant, Hogan went through the whole thing with him and he goes, yeah, at the end here. And he said it to the camera. Hogan's like, even if it says Andre loses in the ring, he decides like it's his call, no matter who you are. And he was like, and I remember yeah. that day he didn't tell me. I kept going. So then, then I pin you, right? And Andre was like, "We'll see." At that time, <laughs> and Hogan was like, "I went into it. I didn't know." He's like, "When I pinned them and it went to three, he's like, I didn't know it was going to go to three. He's like, I had no idea that he was going to do it. I thought at any point he could have threw me off, put me down, and pinned me." Imagine and like, being that's like just six the way foot, it went. six, six foot seven, Hulk Hogan. A monster of a man being like, you know, this other guy, he's making the rules in there. Like, it doesn't matter how much I try, he can just one hand press my whole body off and then just like burp a sonic boom at me and knock me across the ring. Did you guys see Forrest Griffin grapple against uh, Shaquille O'Neal? Amazing. Who who grappled against Shaq? I missed the first part. uh, Forrest Griffin, he was the 205 pound UFC champion. And uh, it's pretty neat to see. Just what happens when a skilled guy goes up against an enormous guy? There's just no way he can beat Shaq. Like, Shaq's just too big, right? Yeah, I thought he was going to beat him, actually. And I think he was trying. Now, it was only grappling. He was no striking or anything. But uh, I got the impression Forrest gave it his all, and there were just, he just didn't, couldn't get it. Too Have big. you seen that clip of uh, the Mountain <laughs> sparring with Conor McGregor? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, at any like like Connor gets him with a few, and at no point is the mountain ever like, oh man, Connor McGregor's coming at me. It's just like a giant cave troll of a man ambling at his own speed towards Connor as Connor's like a flea jumping. Yeah, but he's but he Connor's moving so fast. I know that scenario where it's just like you got to get hit a whole bunch of times because it's like I only have like play or kill. <laughs> and it's like you're 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 fighting right now and I'm playing and so you're hitting me a whole bunch but if I start to fight like then you're dead. Yeah. And like so there's only it's like trying to like trying to catch like a rabbit in the backyard at my size is just like god I hope I don't kill it. So I follow so this no a lot. <laughs> Uh, Conor McGregor went out there saying he won. He's like, did you see me? I beat the mountain. I was great. The mountain, he couldn't handle my speed. He couldn't handle my moves, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they talked to the mountain about it. And he's like, you know, Conor was preparing for a fight. And it felt irresponsible to hurt him. And that, that, yeah, so the mountain was just sort of letting yeah. Connor bounce around. Well, and it's the same way. The like, mountain if, could if, like, break Connor's arms. If my 10-year-old cousin is like boxing me, Mm-hmm. And like at the end, my, my cousin's like, I beat him. I beat him real good. I'm going to be like, yeah, you did, buddy. You showed <laughs> me what for. You got me good. Like that's the equivalent of Connor being like, yeah, I took him down. I'll do it again. Watch me. I've wrestled with Colin before, like years ago. And, and, and I, I like to imagine that. Colin, like, like, my we're, son? Yeah, yeah. We're messing okay. around on the couch. And, and I, I like to imagine that he thought he beat me up. I really like, I really like, because like we're, we're wrestling around and I'm, and, and like he's going hard and I'm going at about 20% or something like that. I'm making sure I don't get hit 
and I'm making sure that he doesn't fall. But I'm sitting on the couch and he's just all over me. And he's fairly strong, you know, for he was 10 or 12 then. And I, you know, I was just being careful. Don't want him to get hurt, but we're having fun. We're both laughing hard, having a good time. Uh, but, but, but I'd let him like get me back and stuff. And I'd be over, like, ah, ah, let me go, let me go. And he'd be like, all right, all right. Like, ah, and he'd come again. And I, I always like to imagine that he thought that he had bested me there. <laughs> I mean, it's the same cool. thing. Remember as a kid when you'd like give your grandpa a high five and he'd be like, ow, that was hard. You're getting strong. You'd be like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> hell yeah, feeling good. Thanks, Grandpa. That's going to get me through the weekend. <laughs> I never had any grandfathers. Thanks for that, Taylor. Yeah, you me know, either. I'm Mine sorry. were abusive alcoholics who died early deaths. Thanks, Yeah, Taylor. one was an abusive oh. alcoholic that ran away from my father's family. Was little. The other had cancer. So thanks, Taylor. I'm sorry that you Ditto. guys have shit tears. Did we have the same grandparents? <laughs> Could be, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Harley and I have wonderful, wholesome grandparents. Yeah, as far as you Fully, know, they probably had getting younger too. They had full <laughs> child porn collections in your case, and were self-loathing Jews in his case, or something like that. With a whole, he really ass- gave me the worst one. <laughs> he had a whole collection of SS memorabilia and golden teeth from Auschwitz. <laughs> <laughs> On Howard Stern's show, they do these prank phone calls, and they call into this thing called Tradio. It's a radio broadcast that ho- caller- callers call in. They're like, "Hey, I'm selling a TV set. It's four hundred dollars." Call me at six seven eight two two two, and you can have it yourself. And then somebody who's listening calls in and it calls that guy directly and buys his television set. So they call in selling fake shit just to see how far they can get the host to go with this. And he's like, "Yep, I got some Jew teeth from Auschwitz. My grandfather had them in his collection. It's about two ounces of solid gold Jew teeth here." And uh, I got a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> and and, and the, 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 it was like, okay, okay, what's your next product? And it's just like, holy shit, that you're going to keep going? And I've got Himmler's bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> that is such, I'm thinking about it now. I was trying to think about, like, where do the, uh, where do the, uh, like, the rap, where does the rap game go from here? Like face tattoos, like a couple years back, was just like, oh, Gucci Man got a face tattoo. Whoa. Now they're all like have face tattoos. I'm thinking, like, where do they go? Honestly, golden Jew teeth on a necklace is pretty fucking gangster move. That's like sick. Just Jew teeth. It's like really. <laughs> or talking having a about racist shit, called- this Jew representation <laughs> of Kyle <laughs> really seems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet like with rap, they're gonna have Kyle. to go the complete opposite direction. Like five years from now, the like hardcore rappers are gonna be wearing like Dockers mm. and Lacoste and not have a single tattoo because like once the counterculture is like mm. in the same way that right now have like, the counterculture is more not having a beard and not having facial hair than having facial hair because it's become such a norm thing. Like people without tattoos are the minority now, and people our age. So like they're also the worst thing that. that can happen is when people jump on like something early, like, you know, like I remember like seeing posts like I like even I had like shaved my beard at that point, all that. And I saw posts being like the beard is dead. Uh, scientists say there's shit in beards. No one likes beards anymore. And like I see that and I'm just like, I'm not like beards are here, but I'm, but I'm also just like, shut up. There's yeah. way too many people and way too many people in touch and way too many niche things for people to be like, this is now dead. You know, but it happens like there's always some article 
some BuzzFeed or Vice or something where they're like, this trend is now dead. No one makes this joke or some shit well, like that. It's, you it's know some I mean? miserable loser who thought they'd be working at the New York Times who now have to show up to work where they're like, all right, you got to have five articles done today. Every 45 minutes, got to have another one done. Uh, okay, you can do a list on the top five cat breeds. You can say <laughs> hairstyles that are going out and coming in. I don't actually know much about hair. Shut up! This is BuzzFeed. You don't have to know. Google it and you'll find some gawker list and just rip it. You know, like, that, like, like that's what those like blogger people do all day is just make low effort, ridiculous, keyword heavy articles that are meant to dupe people. So, and that would be not fulfilling, I wouldn't think, I especially if you went to J school, assuming that you'd be like writing about the president or, you know, some yeah. congressman or something. So, well. Let me slip in a uh, advertisement here. Tell everyone about Audible. <clears throat> this is the time of year when everyone is thinking about thoughtful gifts. Think about think about giving yourself the gift of an Audible membership. Now is the best time to do it with a special offer. Access an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. You can choose three titles every month: one audiobook and two Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. Listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, or on your commute, just uh, or just on the go. You'll also uh, enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audiobook library that you keep forever, even if you cancel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month, and that's more than half off the regular price. Give yourself the gift of listening, and while you're at it, think about giving the gift of Audible to someone on your list. For more, go to audible.com slash pka or text pka to 500-500. That's audible.com slash pka or text pka to 500-500. Don't miss out on this offer. Check them out. Yeah, we are actually subscribed to them for real in my family. That's, Use them that's, all the time. I huge fan. That's that's how I intake literature now. If if there's ever a book that I want to uh, want to get into, I, I I but one thing I really appreciate is, is who's reading this book to me. It's a big deal for me. Um, if I start something and I don't like, uh, you know, who's reading it to me, eh, it's it's a no go. And it's it's one of the things that's nice about Audible. If you don't like it, just get rid of it. Find something else you do like. Yeah, this I is a really like preview the, feature too. The Martian has been probably well, obviously um, Game of Thrones. I listen, I listened to the uh, those with Roy Detrice doing an amazing job. But The Martian really stuck out to me as great. I listened to that on a couple of flights and uh, and dug it so much. I had seen the movie beforehand, but they really go nitty gritty with the science aspect of it, which I kind of nerded out to uh, listening to the audiobook. So I appreciated that a lot. Like the uh, the actual I, I farming guys- part. Can I, yeah, can I, I'm gonna. Can I give your audience a little uh, an audible recommendation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sci-fi. It's called the Three Body Problem, and I just confirmed it is on Audible. Uh, Three Body Problem, and uh, it's sci-fi. And I thought I liked sci-fi, but this is heavy sci-fi, and I recommend everyone checks it out if they want it. It's great though. But ju- ju- this is what I knew, and it's not really spoilers. But this is what I knew going into it. Was that there was this uh, this girl who had uh, she basically she was a scientist and she she saw her dad uh, die during like uh, you know uh, China back in the day and it kind of it just kind of affected her in a bad way but she was still a scientist and she got approached by this organization that was like let's see if there's aliens out there she signed up and uh, she was messing around at night and basically sent out a message using the sun. Mm-hmm. That was able to send the message out and it reached this planet and an alien responded saying, do not respond. 
I don't know where you are, but I am I am a rare pacifist in a very vicious species of aliens that don't respect beauty or anything of the sort. Do not respond to this. If you respond, they will triangulate your location. They will come and they will kill you all. And she saw the message and she was like, I fucking hate humans. Let's see what happens. And she responds. What a and bitch. Then, and it, this is, that's how some people feel. Other people are like, oh, well, I'm on the alien side. I want to help the aliens in their victory against Earth. It's called the three-body problem. The first book is called the three-body problem. Then there's Dark Forest. And I, I'm not on the third one yet, but I heard the ending of the series is incredible. It's three books. Uh, but they refer to the three books as three body problems, just kind of like how A Song of Ice and Fire, everyone just calls it Game of Thrones on the first mm. book. Um, but it's heavy sci-fi. And I could but, say that. What it, does that expression I'm, mean? Heavy sci-fi. What? It's just like, like, you know, you, you're like, oh, like it's a planet where people have laser swords and they have blaster guns like, and they shoot green men. And you're like, ah, oh, sci-fi. This is sci-fi where it's like, you know, uh, this this planet is, you know. Uh, 15 million AU from the 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 gamma belt in the in the Milky Way, like, and it's referencing real shit. It references like actual. The guy's like, uh, I I I forget what he is, the author, but uh, it was Chinese, um, and it's translated to English, and it, it like it's just very technical at mm -hmm. first, the sci-fi, and very realistic, um, and so there are aspects of it that are just. Like it's far beyond my love for Star Wars. You know what I mean? How like Star Trek is, I would say, heavier sci-fi to an extent than Star Wars. Yeah, or, okay. you know, it's more philosophical even. This is like a very realistic approach. It's like, okay, aliens are coming. What are the realistic approach for us? <clears throat> like they say like how it takes the aliens. It's going to take them 400 years to get here by traveling light speed. But they also have to factor in slowing down enough to also not – go past our galaxy and the slowdown process takes 40 years alone. And he breaks down the calculations of how long it'll take them there. You hear conversations between scientists and how like <clears throat> some people are like, well, we're gonna have to find a new planet. And they're like, that's not realistic because of this. And then it's like, well, then we have to go and we have to make uh, a, a huge ship that we could all live on for years. And they're like, that's not realistic because of this. And it's like, well, then we have to prepare for war against these aliens that not not realistic because of this and there's more elements beyond why they can't just prepare for war the mm -hmm. aliens do something that prevent us from from basically right. you've got me progressing hooked. yeah that sounds really this? interesting did you read it or yeah. hear it i heard it okay. oh I, I i listened i listened to the uh the uh audiobook i bought it and now i'm just bitter because i saw it's on audible and i should have used your code instead yeah, man, I, I'm kind of Don't be like too. Harley out there, viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's called the three-body problem. Yeah, three-body problem. Yeah, and it's interesting like it's, really interesting I want to it's do like, a long drive just to absorb it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And it, it's interesting. And it, it's heavy at first, but I'm on the second one. I'll tell you the second one is even better. And like it's it, the story's just been like this. And at first you're like, what's happening? Because there's a game in it too, like an Oasis-style Red Player, Ready Player One game. Mm. It's confusing. There's multiple characters. You don't connect with enough of them. But there's one. There's just one quote in it that I thought was. No. Oh, no. Timing. <laughs> Got to get the one quote when he gets back. I feel like this. Maybe I could tell everybody about eBay before he makes it back. He'll be. Should I risk it? I, I bet, bet he, you could. I bet he clicked on the gay men again.
Yeah, she just keeps <laughs> going back to those guys. Can't get enough. Go ahead, Kyle. It looks like he'll be a yeah. misclick. Clicked. I clicked on the balls and misclicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I kept you, it up there. I don't lost know why you I right still... as you were saying. Did there you was really a quote. click on the balls? I can't tell if you're. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Skype is just not going well for me. Um, they. Uh, there's this thing. It's like the the scientists. Every scientist is just like accepted the fact, like ignorance is bliss type thing. Every scientist is like, we're dead. We're fucked. We're fucked. But this like cigarette smoking, just like grimy Chinese detective, like police detective that no one liked because he's just so blunt and straightforward is there. And he's like, oh, I got to ask you guys. Yeah, you guys think you're so smart. He's like, what's uh, what are the chances? And they're like, no chance. He's like, there's always a chance. And they're like laughing at him. They're like, you fool. Like when they get here, we're insects. And he's like, I want to show you guys something. And they hop in his car and he drives to like his Chinese farm town. And uh, he's like, yeah, this is like our crops and stuff. They're like, yeah, it's disgusting. Can we get out of here, please? It's infested with locusts. And he's like, no, that's my point. Don't you have bug spray in your house? Don't we all have bug spray in our house? Don't we all have tons of insecticide? Haven't we used the pinnacle of our technology to get rid of locusts? Since the dawn of time, we've battled the locusts. Yet look around you. They're living their life just as they always have. He's like, so when these aliens get here, you better hope we're insects. And I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm like, that probably sounds better in Chinese even. But like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's funny about the audio book, by the way, is like it's an it's an English dude. You know, so he's like, he's like, and then they went into the room and yeah, spoke to <laughs> like every day. <laughs> OK, I got it. I'm doing it. Also, we <laughs> His names like perfectly, but yeah, check it out. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Dark Forest and Death's End, I think, is uh, the third part three. But me, I uh, fucking love. It. Let me awesome. get our let me let me get to our last ad of the night, and then then we'll have all those out of the way. Uh, everything vaping is too expensive. Ever wish you didn't need to buy batteries, coils, a tank, and a bottle just to get started vaping? Ever have your vape's battery die on you at two p.m. and you don't have access to a charger? Abay, the new vape system from the creators of Zamplebox. Changes all of that. Abay's hardware blends simplicity and top shelf quality. Abay features a super compact battery, high capacity pods that are more than twice the capacity of jewel pods, and that uh, feature ceramic coils so that you won't ever get a burnt hit. It also has two charging modes, USB and Abay PCC uh, charging, so that you don't have to worry about a dead vape at the end of the day. Abay features a perfectly curated lineup of five delicious flavors, so you're sure to find one that's perfect for you. For a limited time, get a free eBay kit and 10 bucks off your first pack of pods on your first order when you sign up for monthly auto ship delivery with three or more packs of pods. Plus, all eBay auto ship orders get free shipping. Just use the code PKA at checkout when you visit eBay.com. That's A B A Y.com. Yeah. Check them yep. out. Check them out. I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah, I really am because, because you know, from just just like my personal conversations with Chiz, like 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 no spiel here. Like he's he talks about how it's 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 a much better hit, much bigger hit, much more consistent, and the uh, and how much longer it lasts than the Jewel. There's no other nicotine delivering device that I use more than the Abay. That's that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where were we? <laughs> we're talking uh, we, about space. Uh, before that, I think it was oh, dicks and balls. I had, oh, let's get back to dicks and balls. Uh, <laughs> I do have a thing. It's a I little have, bit. about a, a gaming thing real quick? Cause I wanted to ask Harley, cause I know you've played magic before. Have you played 
Magic on PC, the new Magic the Gathering Arena yet? No, is it still the, it's the card game? It's the card yeah, based style? Yeah, but it's not Magic the Gathering Online, which had that like really terrible interface and it didn't work right. It's really smooth, free to play, just I Magic play the Gathering this? Online. You should. It's so much fun. Like, and, and you don't so need to put any money into it. Like That's the biggest thing. Well, here's here's my here's my experience with Magic. It's pretty interesting. I, and I've had such a crazy respect for Blizzard for the longest time based on this, but a friend of mine like five years ago, whatever, was like, oh, you ever played Hearthstone, Hearthstone? I was like, mm -hmm. no. I sat down and I played it. I never knew how to play Magic in my life. I played Hearthstone for like four hours. Then I called up my cousin who's played Magic a whole bunch. And I called him. I was like, yo, Matt. He was like, what's up? I'm like, I think I know how to play Magic now. <laughs> He's like, why? I'm like, because I think I just got like an introduction to Bobo Magic through Hearthstone. And he's like, all right, come by. I went there because I used to just take the cards and read the flavor text and, yeah. and think they were so fucking cool and trippy and like I love that shit. Um, so I went to his house. We played it a bit, but I didn't want a deck or anything. And I downloaded this Magic the Gathering game on the iPad. And it was great. You played against the computer and stuff, but it taught you all the rules and everything like that. And I was just like, that's all I know. But like, if there's a one on, on computer, like, I'm absolutely into checking that out, especially if it's free to play. Oh yeah, yeah, they give you I, enough I like that stuff. Like, I like. Run. I've I've been like, I played this game called Mansion of Madness lately, I've which is so cool. You've heard of it? No, I haven't heard of it. Is it oh, like it's like strategy it's game. Yeah, all of us together, we'd be like co-op, and it's like you choose a character, and then you're given this like scenario. And you like press play on the iPad and the iPad is like all four of you are drinking and socializing with one another in the hotel room. When there's a pounding on the door, a strange voice none of you have ever heard before is saying, open the door, I'm going to kill you all. And then it's like, that's not convincing put, at all. I know. And it's like, <laughs> put down this card and it's like a room and like you put it down and it's like the door is here. There are two windows that you can leave and there's a, a door to the adjacent room and then mm -hmm. it stops. And now us, we're all there, and like you know, we're all different characters. I'm like, yo, open the fucking door up, like fuck this guy up. Someone's just like, wait, maybe let's look through the peephole, see who he is. And someone's like, why even mess around? Let's just bounce out the window right now. Fuck this guy, you know. Or someone else is like, let's literally blast through the door, kick the door uh -huh. down. And it's just, it's kind of like a co-op role-playing game. Seems I play like a little bit like D and D in a way. Totally D and D. But the dungeon masters is the iPad, so you you click on the iPad and say like you touch the door, uh, like you know Kyle looks through the peephole, and it's like you look through the peephole and you know it's like roll this dice. You roll the dice depending on what your stats are, and like what if you put in the iPad, which, which if you pass the dice roll or not, and it's like you, it's like you, let's say he failed. It's like you go to look through it and you hear a disgusting noise on the other side of the of the door. You can't mm -hmm. bear to look through it. You know, yeah. That How sounds like play? a lot of fun. I think you could play up to five people, and I think they recommend at least three people. We do this uh, thing with it's a pretty expensive level Patreon where we play games with them. I wonder if this would be a good fit. Oh, for sure. I really think it would. Yeah. I mean, do you need an iPad, yeah. or can you just play it on your PC? You don't need an iPad. You could use a, a, a book, or a person can do it, but the iPad thing is just so simple. But I don't know if they have a PC app version of it, but... They must. Yeah. They yeah, and I, and I don't have an Apple phone either. So, like, yeah, we do. Uh, speaking of that, if you want to become one of those fancy patrons, it's only five hundred dollars a month. You get the, <laughs> you get all of the benefits of the lower tiers of Patreon. Patreon, and uh, yeah, you get to come and play games with us for a few hours every month. Just the, 
whatever, five or six of us, whatever it ends up being when, uh, when Chiz gets involved. We played Monopoly last month. Yeah, last time it was all three hosts, Chiz, and of course the Patreon. Noah! I like Noah. Yo, honestly, this is it's it's on Steam, the Dungeon Master version of it. If this is it, yeah, the companion app, I just sent you the link. Uh, So you you guys have it there. It's so fucking dope. Like, it was like awesome. And, And it depends. Like, you know, the game could be like 60 to 90 minutes or it could be like three hours, you know? Is it free? It says it's free and it that just seems seems pretty cheap. Probably froze again. Um, looks like well, if you want the DLC, free and then ten dollars uh, for the DLC. Maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe it's the first hits free kind of thing. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I'll, I'll play whatever. Um, Noah said he enjoyed the the Monopoly with us last time. I I, I like Monopoly personally. I sp- it's, it's you asked if it was free, and my Jewish computer instantly crashed. <laughs> <laughs> the board game board game is what you have to buy. So the companion app is free, um, but it's it's sick. This you guys would have a fun time with it. So if we were to play it for the first time, would we play the free version or get one of the DLCs or both of them? You have to you have to buy the board game, and the companion app just makes it oh. easier to. play. So we need a physical board at, at our at our desk. The physical board, but like I mean, if you just put a camera up on Skype and like you know you see the board, only one person needs to move the pieces around. Uh, you don't need to hide anything from one another. The only thing is, if you like, you can die. If one person dies, everyone loses. But uh, people can go insane if they suffer enough mental trauma. <laughs> I went insane, and sometimes being insane, you that's when the person gets a secret card, and it might be like. Kill one person. Make sure one of your teammates dies and you win. You are the winner. Or it'll be like uh, my card I got was um, you're just suspicious. You win the normal rules. So as soon as I got insane, everyone's like, Harley, should we trust you? And I'm like, of course you guys can still trust me. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't sound – you guys know I'm insane, but – Trust me. They're like, what's your card say? I'm like, nothing. It's the same the same requirements as winning. They're like, god damn it. At least get creative with it. And I'm like, no, that's literally what it says. They're like, give us all your weapons. I'm like, fine. <laughs> take my weapons. Like, no. No knife. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds like a ton of fun. Like, right up my alley. I would love this. You yeah, could be Dungeon Master, Taylor. No, the computer's no, no, It's built in, so we all get to play. No, yeah. you all play. Oh, no I misunderstood person. when you said one person had to buy the board game. Well, because yeah. we need a physical representation of, of where we're, we're all, what we're all doing and everything. Yeah, so like one person would have to like stream the board and move the pieces, I would assume, right? But the the, the like app knows which, where people are on the board. So the dungeon master is the one who makes the story up. He, it, it usually vocally, you know, he's he's, yeah, he's like you, telling you the tale. Your moves, you would do your moves, like be like, okay, let's bash the door. Okay, you do that, whatever. Everyone does their moves. Then the the dungeon master, like you press, like turns are done. You press it on the app. And then you hear like, you know, creepy music and it's like the front door opens and two cult members walk in. One of them is holding a knife. The other one is holding a, a, a hammer. They both move towards the closest of you guys that has the least amount of points in agility. They swing. Oh. That person has to roll now. And then that person rolls. It's like you fail. You put it on the iPad if you fail. And it's like you suffer one horror trauma and two blood damage. So this <laughs> is just like short-term D&D. Where yeah, it's absolutely. like you're, you're not building a character forever. You're just getting yeah. in and out. That, that sounds like more fun anyway. I am it's pleased exactly. to say I 75% understand, which guarantees I won't be Dungeon Master. Yeah, well, no one will be dungeon. <laughs> no one will be dungeon. <laughs> okay, that falls in the other twenty-five. Apparently, 
<laughs> like you don't understand this. You got it. Yeah. You actually you do understand it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'd be have, down uh, to play Have this. either of you guys... Uh, oh, I'm totally down to play this. Thanks for bringing this up, Harley. Like, have, Woody, I know you, when you were younger, you played D&D. Kyle, I have did. you ever tried it? No, no, no. It's more fun than you would think. Oh, I'm sure it is. I can't believe I went through my whole life being the geek that I am and only realizing like three years ago that like the best fucking game in the entire world is our imagination and it's D&D. Like as cheesy as it sounds. could you have been? Because you're like six foot seven. You played football, probably varsity. It was a lie. It was all a stupid, nerdy, gay lie. <laughs> so it was so, all made up. He's five I was, eight. I was just joking. <laughs> He's not even like, Canadian. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. No, I always like. I'd be like. I was like playing video games since like day one. I would like. I would like have football friends, and I I was close to them. But I do tend to be friends with everyone, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I would have like football friends, and then I'd invite like my other friends, and like like. My other friends would be like, your football friends are weird. And like my football friends would be like, yo, those guys are super smelly and gay, like nerdy dudes, you know? And it's just like, I'm like, hey, man, we're all smelly, gay, nerdy dudes that also <laughs> play football. And they're like, no, just you. Your friends have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I it always- goes both ways, right? Like I, I pictured it like this. We all know console and PC gamers, right? PC gamers say console gamers are like smelly, nerdy pieces of shit. And we are the master race. And then console gamers on their side say... What? No, why can't we all be friends? We're all gamers, right? So consequently, like, PC looks down on console. Console wants to be nice. There's one group on top. See, and like, then I, consoles like, go like, like, wow, Nintendo Switch? That's so lame. Xbox is the best. <laughs> yeah. From what I can, <laughs> like, always... I'm not, like, my, my finger is not on the pulse of the gaming community whatsoever. But just from, like, seeing, like, the Master Race meme joking thing, it seems like the relationship is, like, PC... It's like, yours sucks, your frame rate sucks, your games suck, and we're better than you. And then the console side is like, hey, before we go out and do something, let's play a couple hours of COD. Is someone saying something? Like, like that kind of thing. Like, where it yeah. doesn't seem like console people take it seriously enough to care at all. Like, yeah. for the most part, right? I'm sure there's some hardcore console people. Like, someone's going to comment and be like, you retard, and you're right. I'm a fat-headed retard. I've never denied that. But, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it does seem to be like the, one of those one-way battles. Like, so like okay. in the same way that like uh, on the hockey subreddit, like like uh, someone will like bring up like basketball or football, usually football, and they'll be like, actually, hockey's a better sport than football, and here's five reasons why, and it's like, settle down. It's so funny. Nobody yeah, cares. You're just like, yo, they're actually different. Yeah, they're it's like n- nobody's different. coming for you. You can, you can like your sport all you want. Like, I don't know. You, Sometimes what, you hockey that does that, yeah. you know, please love our sport type thing. Like, you don't understand hockey's really great. As soon as HDTV takes over, everyone's going to love hockey. And then HDTV took over and they're like, you should really see it in person. Hockey's quite <laughs> wonderful. You'll, you'll understand someday. We do not want hockey to get any more popular. The more popular it gets, the more they're going to push back against fighting. And there's already not enough fighting in the league. <laughs> Taylor, so. I'm on your team with this. I, I, you've sold it for me. Yeah. Harley. Harley, did you need to bounce soon? Yes, I, uh, I I came right here from work and I haven't eaten or anything. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I, if if you want to go, that's that's cool. Okay, guys, let me know when you play that game. I might want to link up in there also. I would Ooh. love that. I wanted to say yeah. it, but I didn't want to put you on the spot in front. No, of no, let what me know what might when that's be going millions down. of people. Might be. Yeah, 
yeah but I mean, go if you if that's going down let me know about it inform me because it's really dope it's so sick and if you ever play D D, I want to be there too yeah because it's really hard as an adult to find people that play D D, especially since I'm like I've played it twice before one of them was actually with the quarter digital guys on the node channel so the six hour game is up there and it's it's really fucking phenomenal and I also recommend Harmon Quest if you guys have never watched that show they just play D and D, and he just animates it. It's hmm. phenomenal. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's cool. yeah I've never watched he's that. selling me. It. I, I just reminded me, like it's hard to find people. There's this uh, iPhone meme. You're like, great, you know, took you ten years to make uh, FaceTime multi people, but now I'm a grown up and I don't have friends. So <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so true. Would have been so clutch years ago. Yeah. All right, uh, yo, thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah anything yeah, you want to sure. pimp? Yeah. Uh, Harley Mornstein. Come find me everywhere. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Kevin uh, Harley plays on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I don't. I <laughs> use like that yet. Uh, no, Harley plays on everything. That's pretty much it. Oh, oh, I stream on Facebook almost every day. FB.gg/slash Harley Mornstein. That's my right. Facebook gaming streaming account. Uh, nice. Be cool if you, if you, yeah. All right, I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. By the way, this is awesome. Thanks for coming. On. I always sure. enjoy I'll it. Give Nice. Woody, have you seen I don't uh, the dance from the season finale of Sunny in Philadelphia? Definitely not. No, I'm not caught up this year. So unfortunately, it has music on it. Yeah, so 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 option A is we don't watch it. Option B is we watch it with no audio, um, and option C is we just talk about it. Uh, let's go with C. Maybe um, you know we. Legitimate so, Rage, if you see this, perhaps you can uh, put a link in the timeline to help people enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, basically, Mac wants to come out to his father as gay, and so he does it through this sort of, through this dance. In a very gay way. Uh, it's, I didn't think yeah. it was that gay. It's like ballet. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't it's, watched hardly any of this season. It's ballet with a woman, and they're dancing together, and it's very emotional. And he must have trained for this for months and months. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. At the end, Danny DeVito's crying. It's it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I have to watch it now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it. I'll I'll put a link in here if you want to like watch it later or whatever. But uh, but but it was it was very good. I I, I finished the season off. Where uh, would you rate the season? Like pretty subpar overall. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't want to middle of like, the road. Middle of the road. I I so. so there have been weakest season so far. It's not the weakest season so far. Season one is the weakest season. Oh, uh, that, that one doesn't count. There's no Devito yeah, of the Devito enough. seasons. Then I don't know. There were a couple of episodes that really stood out. I, I I can't. They're not popping in my head right now. But there were two or three episodes. Oh, the sexual harassment episode was as was up there with just about everything they've ever done. Um, the Super Bowl episodes weren't great, but but kind of funny. They did this kind of parody of Home Alone where Charlie was alone in the bar, and I don't remember what he thought was coming to get him, but he, he was safeguarding the bar against intruders, Home Alone style. And then, of course, he ends up falling into all the traps himself and getting terribly mauled as he, as he goes. And, uh, the, you know, it, this, this last episode wasn't that funny, but I was just blown away by the dance. It was so, it was so freaking good. It's five minutes of, of, of like, dancing at the end. It's, <laughs> and, and it's not like just a camera on a guy in a bright room dancing. Like when the camera's on the audience, 
it's it's like the real world. But when the camera turns back to Mac, it's like a fantasy world that doesn't even exist where it's black and white and it's pouring rain. And and like the surface they're dancing on seems to be like this really slick, smooth surface that you can sort of run and slide on your knees on and stuff. And the girl is incredible at, at dancing. And, and 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 so is he. They're both very good. It was it was cool to see. So yeah, subpar season overall. You had Dennis was missing in several of the episodes, of course. The all-girl Wade Boggs episode was real garbage. Um, and uh, I want to say, like, the first episode I thought was garbage. How they do an all-girl episode? Like, there's only one, there's only D, and then who, what, the waitress? The waitress, like, 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 Artemis, um, Max, um, uh, excuse me, Charlie, yeah, Max mom, and um, I can't think of who else, but, but yeah. That sounds the, terrible. The waitress has never been funny. Artemis, I think, can be very funny in the right context, but not, like, independently. Usually playing off of Frank is when she's funny. But Max Mom, once again, yeah. the only funny version of her was the one when they made the reality show where Dennis added like fart noises and things into their life. Like that she was might funny. have been the she she was one of the funniest parts because they're all they they literally recreate the Boggs challenge. They all just get on a plane and drink, and and as they're as everyone's boarding, she's like, "Why is that black sitting up there?" And D is like, "Whoa, whoa, that's racist. I I don't hear from you a lot. You that, that's okay." All right, so that's who you are. <laughs> that's who you are. I gotta finish the season now. That was the only laugh. Like, 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 mm. it, it, honestly, go to IMDb and like see where this season ranked, and you could probably follow along and just skip a few episodes. Because, like, I didn't love the football, the 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 um the, the Super Bowl episodes. I, I, I they were just they were kind of meh. I really liked this dancing episode. I really liked um. The sexual harassment episode, and, God, and I fucking honestly, hate when the shows switch out writers for no reason. Like you have a winning formula, don't change it. Like, yeah. and, and and Dennis was missing in, in several episodes. He was missing in the tenth episode. Um, Do you know he why? Was mentioned. Like behind the scenes, why he? Um, well, it's they, he they was had doing some, that show with Patton Oswalt, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, and and they had some sort of contract negotiation thing going on. Uh, but I think it was probably the and I've seen all of that show he does with Patton Oswalt where Pretty funny. Basically, he's Dennis, but he's Dennis as a high school teacher who um, wants to be it. He was like up for a college professor position and he didn't get it. And so now he's teaching high school. And so he he tells the high school biology class, I think it's called AP Bio. And he tells the high school biology class, like, we won't be learning any biology this year. (laughs) Your job is to help me destroy this man <laughs> and it's just, it's his, it's his you know his competitor who got the professorship and uh there's one episode where like this girl in the class rats him out to like that someone above the the principal because he Patton oswald's the principal and he's really got him like wrapped around his finger he's, he's he's got he's got him under control but someone else comes in to monitor the classroom and the little girl's sitting there like like yeah let's see what he's gonna do now and he just starts teaching biology beautifully <laughs> like holding, like walking with the book, talking about like like our DNA, mitochondria, or, or something, mitochondria yeah. or something like like the powerhouse of the cell, yeah, <laughs> just eloquently and knowledgeably. And he passes by that girl's desk and he goes, "I said I wasn't going to teach biology, not that I didn't know biology." 
and he keeps walking. And it's just, it was just like that scene in Quigley Down Under where like he's he's like this long range marksman with a rifle Deep the whole reference. movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's a long-range rifleman the whole movie, and the bad guy challenges him at the end to like a pistol like showdown, and and Matt and he's just wow like super fast pulls it out kills the bad guy and and the bad guy's two henchmen simultaneously, and then Tom Selleck walks over and he's like, I said I didn't have much use for a pistol, not that I didn't know how to use one, and the guy's just like ah, laying there dying. It's great, great. Woody didn't like that movie. I love it. Quickly okay. down under. Thought it was okay. Another uh, a show. That is better, not in one of its best seasons by a long shot, but better than last season, noticeably, is South Park. This year's South Park is much better than last season because even though they're still doing kind of a story arc, they're like they're not fixated on it the way they have been the last two seasons. So they're willing to like be silly. The uh, the Mr. Garrison one about scooters, uh, where he's like, you know, I just hope that the future isn't people scooting. You know, I don't care for scooting around, you know, all these people. You know, some company just dropped all these scooters here, never asked anybody if it was okay. You know, and like, and it's like, I was, I laughed out loud at that because I was like, I live in an urban area and that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> One day I walked outside and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> there, there's like 12 scooters all around. There's some in the road. They're not put there. And like, th that resonated with me so much. I'm like, yeah. Some company just dumped a bunch of scooters everywhere, okay? And they never even asked me it was some. Okay. Why don't you take you know, one? Because I don't want to pay a dollar to. Why? Why? You have you know, a dollar. A, his point was like uh, when Stan was like, "But how are we going to get across town? All the scooters are taken." He's like, "Well, that's because I have a fucking car." You know, and then he's like ripping on it. He was like, "You know, why can't people just drive their fucking cars around? You know, okay? You know." <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I. I there's no scooters in my house. I, I, I live in the city of Raleigh, but on the edge, and I own my own land. And I just imagine, though, that if there were scooters, I'd be like, that's so awesome. For a dollar, I could scoot instead. I, I would it, well, scoot the, all the, over the, the place. The is the people who scoot are annoying as shit. And so, like, I'll be driving, <laughs> and there will be people without a helmet in the middle of the fucking road, like, having fun, like, weaving around in an <laughs> urban city area. And it's like, first of all, this is the one time in my life I'm happy that this is such a dangerous city. I hope somebody caps you, you know? <laughs> Second of all, get the fuck out of the road. With your goddamn scooters. So, 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 a couple questions. Uh, one, I, they don't scoot at the speed of traffic, I presume? No. No. They okay. scoot the way, like, you know when you follow NPCs in video games where you, you walk? <laughs> like, there's no yes, comfortable speed to follow them. And so they're not fit for the sidewalk. They're not fit for the road. They're fit for a garbage dump. <laughs> and that was the yeah. second question. Is there something about the sidewalk that makes it an inappropriate scooting environment? There's yeah, like, it, it, like you'd run into like some mom pushing her, her stroller or something if you were riding a scooter there. And then if you're going to get hit with a car eventually if you're doing it in the road, it's just fucking dumb. Did you see Ice Poseidon made it on the nightly news a few months back uh, with a no. little scooter incident? He, did uh, he get he, shot? No, he almost he certainly did not get shot. There was some sort of a gun scare that, that I, I, I don't okay. know the particulars of it, but, but I don't think he got He did get shot. Um, but, but a few months back, he had one of those fucking electric scooters and he sideswiped some people, some pedestrians, like hit them hard. And then he acts like it's their fault. He's like, watch where you're going. Jesus, these people. Totally his fault because they're in like the crosswalk and have the right of way. And, then, and it's on like, I don't know, Inside Edition or the Nightly News or something. <laughs> watch as this YouTuber sideswipes these people and then <laughs> has the audacity to blame them for not looking both ways. 
Are e-scooters the bane of modern society? The answer is yes. Tonight at six. Yeah. <laughs> They're on I, I Team like, Taylor. Yeah, it, it it's, was, it's 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 awful. Like I, I know you guys live in like, Kyle. Do you see them around all the time? No, I don't. Maybe it's uh, like solely very actual city urban areas. Because yeah, this, yeah. I could I could walk outside and drag in ten of these. By time. <laughs> They're definitely in Raleigh. It's in the um. It's in, I say the newspaper, but I read the online version. There's stories about them all the time. We have two scooter companies now competing with each other to scatter scooters about, and uh, yeah, yeah. Now there's more. And I have yeah. like friends of friends who are like, you know, they. They really like this gig. They just collect scooters and charge them overnight and then distribute scooters later or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't really know the business model of scooter I'm charging. I'm tired of people here getting mugged and then having their card used to purchase a scooter as the assailant drives away. <laughs> <laughs> At a mockingly slow pace. Yeah, you're going to watch me leave at four and a half miles an hour, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you could catch me, but I just beat you up. What, are you a slow learner? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I still, though, it seems great. They're electric. It's easier than walking. You scoot around. You know what I want? And I, I, I can't justify it at all. A one wheel? Are you familiar with these? Yes. No. no. I, I saw that, and I thought I was witnessing black magic. Oh, my God. So at, the, at Paramotor fly-ins, these electric skateboards and one wheels and different, like, unicycles, electric unicycles, uh, are very popular because they have to go, like, a hundred, sometimes two hundred feet, and then you wouldn't walk something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so <laughs> anyway, certainly not if you're the type of individual who's flying a twelve thousand dollar kite around for fun, driving a fifty thousand dollar rig to carry that around, and it's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I go there, and uh, a lot of them like pre-know me because I make YouTube videos with paramotors, and I get to sample everyone's stuff. On the one wheel is the very coolest to me. I I like it for dumb reasons, like other people suck at it. It takes a little skill to ride, so it makes me feel like uh, gatekeepery or something. And uh, and it's it's a good speed. I, I'm watching YouTube videos where like a guy lives in Chicago like 15 miles away from work. And he just surfs and swoops and carves his way to work every day. And it seems like the most amazing thing. The problem is, I don't really have a problem that's solved by one wheel, right? There's never some situation where I have to go a couple of miles across slow streets and pop over, I don't know, park benches and shit to get where I'm going. Like, that's not my life at all. Mm -hmm. And it's $1,500. So, like... I don't generally just piss away $1,500 on things I don't need. and uh, But I really want one. So we'll see how this breaks down. Get one. I want to see you use it. <laughs> uh, yeah. It'd be cool, though. How is it off-road? Like, like I imagine the paramotor thing is in a field, right? Yeah. Oftentimes, it's pretty well-maintained grass. And the one wheel is... Like amongst electronic skateboards, which is like its category, it's really good because it has the biggest wheel. Whereas electronic skateboards, you know, their wheels are like this big. I can't do it for this, you know, this yeah. big. And uh, yeah, a good size stick or something is is the challenge. Yeah, I'm I'm it, I'm watching a clip of it right now. I'd only ever seen it on a street one time, and I, I it was one of those things where I'm driving through traffic and I'm like, what, what, what is that? He's going up a hill. What, what black? What is this? Yeah. I, I couldn't understand this what the fuck it was. And you can yeah. pivot on it, which is kind of nice. Like, it, if anyone here longboards on a skateboard, then you've got a general idea of a longboard or an electronic skateboard's turning radius. 
it's okay, but like you couldn't use it indoors or you couldn't like, you know, you can't really tar- take sharp turns with it. The one wheel, mm-hmm. you can pretty much stop, pivot, go the other way, turn around. It's nice. All right. Well, I think that's about it. So uh, if have you ever wished you didn't need ba- to buy batteries, coils, a tank, a bottle, just to get started uh, vaping? Abay, the new vape system from the creators of Zample Box, changes all that. Abay's hardware blends simplicity with top shelf quality. Abay features a super compact battery, high capacity pods that are more than twice the capacity of jewel pods, and that ceramic feature and that feature ceramic coils so that you won't ever get a burnt hit. Abay features a perfectly curated lineup of five delicious flavors, so you're sure to find one that's perfect for you. For a limited time, get a free Abay kit and ten bucks off each pack of pods on your first order when you sign up for monthly auto ship delivery with three or more packs of pods. Plus, all Abay auto ship orders get free shipping. Just use the code PKA at checkout when you visit Abay.com. That's A-B-A-Y.com. Check them out. I've never had a burnt hit with an Abay device. Hundred percent true. Yep. Excited to use one. All right. Is that a wrap? Yes, sir. Painkiller ready, 413. I thought it was a good one. I uh, agree. Yeah, and like I said before, leave a pimping in some sort of social media. Drop it on RPKA in the big thread I make, and um, I'll pick a winner. And tell me which one of these things uh, in your reply uh, that you want. <laughs> All right, PKA 413.